to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the lion's den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Chris Kiefer. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOsports.com. Monday night, December 22nd, it's almost Christmas. Thanks for listening, appreciate it. We were off last week. We're not going to be off for a long, long time. From here on out, we're not going to be off. So just be ready. Thanks everybody for listening. BTO Sports, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, Vortex Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Works Connection, Acherbys, FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Mafia Motor Crew, Guts Racing. We're going to give away a pair of X-Brand Goggles tonight to celebrate the brand new X-Brand Rider, Brock Tickle, being on the show. Also going to give away a Tech One Pulp MX Graphic Kit. That's right. Tech One Pulp MX Graphic Kit. Thanks to Brock Tickle, Michael Lieb, Larry Brooks for coming on the show. We appreciate it. We've got a star-studded uh, uh, lineup. I'm pumped to talk to Brooks. I haven't talked to him for a while. He's been low-key. It's been nice to have him on. Uh, also, thanks for listening. Uh, Pulpamex app. Get that on the Android and iPhone store. Get a, uh, If you're going to buy something from Amazon, although it's the 22nd, so that probably doesn't apply anymore. But if you're buying Christmas gifts still, A, you're a loser. Two, Go to Amazon banner on pulpamex.com and click through there to get the Amazon, and uh, we get a little chunk of it, and I'm able to keep on paying uh, my co-host exorbitant salary. And that would be dirtrider.com, Dirt Rider Magazine, Test Rider Extraordinaire, the Chris Kiefer. Kiefer, what's up? Happy holidays, everybody. Good to be here in Vegas again. Thanks for coming in, bro. Yeah, thanks for having me. Oh, someone in the chat room said, not Kiefer. Oh, one so not cool already. That's not good. Uh, <laughs> thanks for Thanks for coming, bud. Appreciate it. You've yeah. been busy lately. Uh, David Pingree was scheduled to come in. but Yeah, I called that. Yeah, Electronic Ping <laughs> out for this weekend. But we'll get him on, don't worry, very shortly here. Also, in studio for the first couple of hours, maybe more, maybe less, he's in town on a golfing-slash-gambling-slash-drinking weekend of uh, fun and games. He does the PR for Next Level and, and the Monster Energy Kawasaki team. And a good friend of mine, the Tom McGovern. Monster, what's up? Good friend, really? Yeah, put, put your microphone oh. up there. There you go. For, right. First time on the radio, yeah, so I, know. I, I don't know how Thanks for works. coming in. No, hey, thanks for having me, and uh, thanks for getting me fired with the gambling and drinking parts. Oh, of the no, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a holiday, bro. No one listens to this show. Oh, don't perfect. Worry about yeah, it. yeah, that's what I planned on. Uh, uh, fantastic to have you in studio. Talk to a little bit about uh, what's going on with the Monster Energy Kawasaki guys. Brand new team for you. Want to talk to you a little bit about RV, and uh, i got much, much more to talk about. Uh, producing the show, holding it down taking your calls, running things behind the scenes. He's over his breakup. The Devin Gibbs. Back to killing it. Back to killing it. Back to killing it. <laughs> you, you, were, uh, you were down low for I a few weeks. I was down. Right. I was not killing right. it. I was, I was very not killing it. We have not asked you about your uh, stand-up uh, uh, gig. How's that going? It's going all right. I, uh, you still do it? Yeah, I, I, I went a little hiatus for a little while. Yeah, you know, you with my, uh, because of the chick? With, yeah. yeah. So, but now I think I, think I got a, a bunch of material from it. So oh, nice. I'm ready to get back yeah. out there. Devin is an amateur stand-up comedian, McGovern. Uh, seems professional. Yeah. You got a lot of woman-hate <laughs> jokes now? 
<laughs> yeah. uh, no, just more ex-girlfriend yeah. hate jokes. Yeah, you're going to end up on the uh, on YouTube because someone's going to film you yelling the N-word over and over and over <laughs> about your chick or hey. something. <laughs> so no gonna... such thing as bad publicity. Right, yeah, good point. I guess. Taylor Swift, the comedy, it sounds like. Uh, 702-586-7857. Call in anytime. Uh, Devin will take your call, and uh, we'll get, get what's on your mind. We'll talk to you guys. We'll see what's going on. I really don't care. Uh, we do care. We promise you. I, 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 we do care. We got your uh, BTOsports.com Gabbit Gibbs coming up. The Race Tech Suspension Email Segment. NFAB Question of the Day. We're going to turn on the future headlines, though. Did you do that with me? Oh, yeah. Okay. I thought we're, that's what you were doing. We're, we're, Not this we're, week? We're playing with the future headlines. We're going to do future headlines right. this week. Yeah, JT loves that shit. Yeah, very big fan. <laughs> and uh, and we also have the expert on goggle Teros, which uh, are, are a bunch of questions uh, you have to answer, uh, McGovern, in 15 seconds or less. Or the ultimate penalty will be paid. 15 seconds for Tim Ferry? <laughs> That's one of the answers. Congratulations. Um, all right. Uh, like I said, we got some stuff to give away. We got some good guests coming on. Uh, but first, uh, let's... Uh, Dun, dun, dun. Anything new? <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't. I haven't seen anything. We we haven't put out anything this this week. So. How's how, how's Han and Millsaps? Good. Everything good. Yeah, yeah Han and Millsaps okay, are great. Right. We had a yeah. we had a nice little Christmas party at oh, Kalisaki. Nice. McGrath's on the team now. McGrath yeah. came out. Yeah, we had a. And Kiefer, anything new with you? Just kind of riding. Testing? Yeah, just yeah. riding, yeah. testing. I haven't really even looked at the internet lately. I don't know All what's right. going on. All right, folks. Thanks for listening. It's been a great Pulp and Mix show. Thank we'll you. See you next what week. What the hell happened? Um, <laughs> Look, uh, the news came last week. I was in Morgantown shooting some uh, Racer X season, Supercar season preview videos. Did a little bit of a podcast. James Stewart, Yoshimura Suzuki's James Stewart. Uh, obviously, we know we tested positive for uh, an amphetamine in Seattle Supercross. And we've been waiting and waiting and waiting. He had a hearing in front of the FIM. And, uh, and I mean, I, I think I've said a few times I didn't think he'd miss any races. A little just, bit. Just a, just a, a few bit. times here and there. Um, I was wrong. He's going to miss a lot of races. Yeah. Um, I'm – okay, so it's, it's basically – it is a uh, – it's a 16-month suspension uh, retroactive to when he tested positive. So he's off suspension at the middle of August, which means he can make the last two outdoors. But because of this positive test, uh, for something that James already has a TUE, therapeutic use exemption, uh, so next he's, he's going to be legal to use this medicine that he tested positive for going forward from here. But he didn't fill out a TUE, didn't get an exception, uh, exemption uh, and for Seattle, and he is out. I, I mean, I'll get to my reaction in a second, but uh, Kiefer, um, beyond anything you thought, correct? Yeah, I mean, I when you said he wasn't going to get anything, I originally thought, like, well, he's going to get maybe two, three, four races. And for me, I think that is the right way to do things. I think he kind of already proved his punishment so to speak last year him not racing and doing what he did now hold on you're in the jt camp of that well I, you guys are idiots what why hit that he chose not to race but he knew but it doesn't matter what he knew no one said don't come racing okay now jt likes to think that he already missed those races and he was no no that's that's ridiculous okay let's take that out okay. of it let's, take that out of it. let's take that out of it okay i still think maybe four races maximum I mean, I think he deserved to be penalized. Right. Uh, I've said that many times. He deserved to be fined, points taken away, maybe miss a race or two. I, I didn't even think that would happen because we don't do anything in our sport. And I, do, I think he should be penalized. But this was way over the top of what I thought. Uh, Tom, what do you think of the whole thing? Uh, the, I'm going to try and try it a little carefully here. But, uh, but I, I think... 
What are you talking about, bro? He delivered you a perfect season. He did deliver us a perfect yeah. season. And, and <laughs> I mean, at, at the end of the day, they beating were, Tim Ferry, by the way. Well, yeah. he beat everybody. He did. Let's not bad. act like bad. It was uh, okay. Anyways, so but yeah, Monster Tom. Yeah. I mean, we know you got you got to dance the it's, uh, <laughs> the delicate dance here of being an OEM representative. To, to me, it, if the rules are out there and the rules are in place and they're broken, then you need to be punished for it. This punishment is pretty severe. Though. We're all saying that. Oh, it, okay. It's maybe overly severe. And I think the FIM could have been in a much better spot if they would have just had a published list of what the punishment is. If you test positive for this, here's what your penalty is. Yeah. Then not only do you know your rules, you know the punishment going in, and you're good to go. Now, some people are freaking out about the FIM delivering this punishment and what are they doing in our series. And those bunch of Euro bastards don't belong in America. People need to understand, if the FIM's punishment on James was too lenient, the WADA, the World Administrative of Drug Association, would go back and tell FIM, that's not good enough, we're going to do it on our own. When you join WADA or USADA, you deem, you sign over your rights to punish, to, to let them have the ultimate word. Now, judging on past cases with road racers and bicyclist guys, this is about what a lot of them have gotten. So FIM, yes, gave the penalty to James, but WADA was watching. And if, if it wasn't enough, WADA would have came down. So people need to understand that, first of all. Why do we have FIM in the series? Tom, would you like to explain that? Uh, I, that, that came before I did. Oh, really? Series, oh. So, uh, I'll tell you why. But a series needs a sanctioning body, whether it's the AMA, whether it's yes. FIM. And, yes. and I know there was a here's, lot of politics behind Here's this. where Feld really – well, they've kicked themselves in the ass a few times, but – they, a- AMA and Feld were fighting over Supercross. AMA decided to go with another promotions company called Jam Sports. And they immediately issued, do you remember this, Kiefer? Barely. They issued a, um, I don't even know, I think it was a 10-race series uh, across America. And AMA was, um, the OEMs being part of the AMA's board, they were all going to have to go with the AMA, wherever the AMA went. AMA went with Jam Motorsports. Feld Motorsports, who at the time was Clear Channel or Live Nation, I don't even know. But... Clear, let's say uh, Clear Channel. Probably Clear Channel, I want to say. Fell Motorsports, who was Clear Channel back then, they went and did a clever end around and went above the AMA's head, got FIM sanctioning for their series, and they did a bunch of other things that, that cost them in court uh, down the road uh, as far as blocking arenas and blocking availabilities for stadiums and these things. But that's another story for another time. But by, the, by failed going with FIM... They now, AMA now eventually had to just, I believe, just kind of roll over and let them, let them go because now FIM, who, if you're in motorcycle affiliation in any country across the, the world that sort of races motorcycles, you are beholden, beholden to the FIM. And let's not forget that where the money comes from, from every one of these motorcycle companies, they're also involved in other international racing. So they're close ties with the FIM. The FIM tells them, hey, this is what we want to do. Yep. That's what they're going to do. Let's take a step back. Okay. Okay. You're James. I'm not James. Okay. I'm Steve. But you are right now. Okay, I'm James. James. I'm a badass right. on a bike. You kill it. Right. You're ingesting this Watch stuff. Watch me scrub. You're ingesting Adderall. Watch my reality show. Okay. Okay. You know this could happen. So why don't you get your TUE before it does happen? This is where it starts. So why doesn't well, he just take care of it the right way and get it handled? I've, I've talked to people uh, close to James about this in the last little while. 
And yeah, he he effed up. He there's about ten or twenty pages in there that you sign for your registration for your license and that you don't look at really. Yeah, uh, you should. Yeah, but there's a part in there where it says, "Hey, are you taking any of these things that are on the banned substances list?" And you say no, and you sign away. Now, I don't think James is disputing that fact. He, right. he screwed up. Right. That's the bottom line. But this is this is a really harsh punishment for something. That, keep in mind, the FI WADA has said. In 2016, you can compete with this substance. We let you do it. Doctors and smart doctors and therapists and whoever else have declared that James needs this substance, believed to be Adderall, Mm -hmm. to race a motorcycle. So it's already been approved. And I know from talking to a a higher power um, that there's another another few racers out there that have TUEs for this. And they went through the right steps. And actually, if you want to, I read an article the other day, Monster Tom, you'll, you'll, you'll know maybe a little bit about this. Baseball players uh, used to have, I believe, um, there used to be seven or eight exemptions for TUEs for Adderall yep. uh, 10 years ago. There's 135 now. Absolutely. Yeah. So baseball <laughs> players are, are all of a sudden. You find an advantage. You go Finding an advantage for right. this. And hey, whatever. Look. The, there's, there's people debating whether James needs it or not. I don't think that's for us to debate. Doctors have said he needs it. Good enough for me. Like, I'll wash my hands. Great. Okay, you need that. But getting back to the FIM, Feld has, uh, I believe, re-upped with the FIM a couple times, or at least once, since the original yeah. agreement when they went around. So Feld is kind of, you know, I mean, they're, with, they're in bed with the FIM, and the FIM is in bed with water for this testing. Do you believe... Um, Tom, that we need drug testing in the sport. I think, coming from where I do in you know in other motorsports, and absolutely, and I, I think a, a guy who actually tested positive for Adderall in NASCAR was AJ Elmendinger, and he tested positive. He went into the program and he was back racing within six months. They had a great system set up where they have this road to recovery where once you test positive and. This is anybody who has a hard card in NASCAR. If you're a crew member, if you're a PR guy like me, if you're a media member, yep. you can be drug tested in NASCAR. If you fail for you to get entrance back in, hmm. you have to go through this road to recovery. Mm-hmm. All the steps are laid out. Here's what but you got to do. That's NASCAR taking it in their own hands. Absolutely. Right. They, but they utilize WADA testing. Oh, they do? Yes. Okay. Or um, USADA, I mean, but yeah. they're, they're all the same. Right. Kiefer, I mean, you, you believe drug testing is a good thing. Yes. I believe it, it levels the playing field. Yeah. Okay. If we do it right, I think James was the first one actually to get caught doing something. So we're breaking new ground. So I think there's always a guinea pig in every situation. And not to say this situation is the exact same, but usually when something bad happens, something good comes out of it. So let's say, for instance, Kurt Caselli passing away, the Caselli Foundation's formed, a lot of other people will be safer. Because of that situation. James Stewart, not passing a drug test, might create something better for the FIM and AMA to... That doesn't have. help James Stewart right now. Well, <laughs> I know, but, I, but what I'm saying is, like, like I told you going back, he knew what he was taking, prescription or not. Yeah. Someone in his camp, if he didn't know it was not supposed to be doing this without a TUE, his camp should be saying, okay, we need to get this handled before, it, before we get jacked. And he got jacked. This is crazy... Crazy in the fact that however long ago Seattle was, and then he races the outdoors until he doesn't, then he doesn't race the Monster Cup, then he has an appeal, 
and we're still we still wait till three weeks before Anaheim won. That's when you give the the penalty, right? Yoshimura Suzuki, we've all we're all we've all been involved in teams or or high levels. Uh, Tom, the teams have ordered the parts, done the testing, decided how much suspension they needed, got the posters made, got the publicity stuff uh, done. I mean, this if you're a team, if you're Mike Webb, you're effed. Absolutely. Not like, a, not you, a, you, you, you can't you can't move forward thinking that you're going to have a suspension like that. Yeah, that you, puts you yeah. behind the eight ball right away. Mm-hmm. Like you have to move forward and and continue on as if everything's going to be great. And I, I mean, if you read the press releases, the support that Suzuki's given James is amazing. And like, if yeah, you're wanna, James, you got to feel really good about. I want to talk that. about that a little bit. That's okay. There's a few things. One, Monster, we had this debate, I think, on our podcast with Wygan and Thomas. Do you think he still gets paid? I mean, obviously, we don't know. But, uh, well, yeah, uh, I mean, it's got to be in your contract that if you're not racing, you're not getting paid. We that, all know that. But if you get hurt and you're not racing, you still get paid. So Up I, to a certain point, right? Or uh, no? It depends on how yeah, the contract's written. Right. But my my guess, and this is yeah, yeah. D- 100% guess, I don't, nobody come well, after me. This is Kawasaki's oh, official hold, word? Hold on, Kawasaki. Hold on, lift up your feet. There's eggshells over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. this, what Kawasaki <laughs> says. <laughs> but if he can't fulfill his contract, I would bet that Suzuki's lawyers would say that you can't fulfill your contract. We're going to have to void it. And so that would mean he's not going to be here, able to get paid. And another thing, too. I think from where he goes forward – James is known to, like, not talk, hide out, do his own thing. And now it's out. He's coming to Anaheim. How he interacts with fans, people, um, media is going to be key to how everybody gets over this and moves on, especially for him. I think he needs to kind of move on, too. And if he's out here in the public eye, I think that has something to do with the money situation, too. Like, hey, you have to come to these races and do some PR and do some stuff for us. Yeah. Hey, you're not racing. You might as well be doing something. Uh, absolutely. They, they, what, what it would be is his writing contract would then become a personal services agreement. Um, and that's actually something similar. We, we have that with Ryan Villapoto at Kawasaki now. You know, he's racing in oh, Europe. He's but, not racing? No, he's racing in Europe. <laughs> but, you know, for so that, it, just so everybody knows, Kawasaki Europe is totally different from Kawasaki US. Right. So with that, it's two different contracts, uh, and obviously we we love Ryan over at Kawasaki. And I thought you hated him. So does you that may mean that is, <laughs> his salary is based on two different contracts, or is it separate? It's it's two separate. One's a personal okay. services agreement, no different than him getting paid by Thor or, or or any other any other endorsement deal. Well, should he made out then? He got okay, an extra contract. Enough Ryan Villapoto talk. <laughs> oh, we'll talk about that later. I do have questions about that, but. Um, Who's taking Bubba's ride? Let's talk about that. Suzuki has really stood behind James, and it's impressive. Some teams with that kind of money, that kind of suspension, might wash their hands. Would you agree, Kiefer? Yeah, yeah some I mean, companies would, for sure. I mean, I think it's that part is impressive. Yes. That Suzuki's like, they've already issued a press release. Hey, we're, we're standing behind the guy. We're, we're there. We're going to be. And, and let's not forget, James still has one more appeal left through the, what is it, the International Court of Sport or Arbitration of Sport. But if it takes eight months to get an answer from his original, you know, deal, how long is this appeal going to be? That 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 that's the unknown. Is is it something where they they hear it right away, or it's scheduled that they only meet in May of every year, and they meet twice a year, or whatever it is? That's um, that's research I haven't done. But if do, it, you, do you think that? Uh, screw with my GoPro here. Um, do you think that that? Did you guys see the AMA letter? From Ron Bigman, the president of the AMA? Yes. Yeah, I've bridged over it. 
Now, he, he obviously leaked that to the press on purpose. First of all, I'll just say that. That's absolutely for sure. But it was leaked or whatever. Okay, good, good job. I don't think that helps at all or does anything. But do either one of you think that? No, I don't think so either. No, it, it, I mean, all it does is it, it exposes a lack of communication between FIM and AMA, which yeah. y- you don't want to you don't, you don't air your dirty laundry like that. And absolutely write that letter. Oh, if that's your, if that's yeah. your thoughts, write that letter. Oh, but you as a PR don't, guy think don't, that that's – Don't leak it to the press. Like it, it was just it, a mission it, statement. It, it, <laughs> 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 In my mind, it's absolutely – if you feel that needs to be said and needs to be you know, addressed with the FIM, you, you write that letter, and if it gets out because FIM releases it, hey, that's on them. But uh, it, I w- my advice – uh, to the if I was doing PR for the AMA is hey that's that's something we're going to handle in private and uh, and also as part of that letter hey we need to meet on this and come up with moving forward how we're going to address our communication and and how we address penalties that are FIM you know, penalties right because look at the position to put Davey and and Emic Sports in over the summer well yeah. there was that loophole that hey wait a second he, he, he can't James can that. still race even though he's yeah. temporarily suspended. Yeah, and we found, I didn't even know all about that until I read about it. There's been some people that are – well, I was just in Morgantown, by the way. I don't know if you guys knew that. There's some people that I've talked to in positions of power that are really pissed about this and the fact that there's just no communication. Like, hey, hey, American promoters, teams, series, we're taking your arguably number one draw away without even like, what do you think? What can we do? This is what we're gonna do. None of that. Just well, the the. What do you think? I you can't. You you don't really want promoters being able to influence. Okay, I got you. Penalties. Yeah. Like, right. I got. Todd uh, Gendo would probably would think that that was not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, at the same time, you look at the NFL. The the team owners pay Roger Goodell's salary. Roger Goodell's one who decides the punishment. So you think the team owners don't have some say in what's going on with that? The, the and, bottom line is. James screwed up. Right. I think he knows that. This is way too harsh of a penalty, right? Absolutely. Yes. I mean, is there? I mean, there are people on the message boards and on my Twitter that think this is fine. I don't see how you could think this is fine for something that you got a TUE for. If he was uh, caught with some HGH, anabolic steroids, uh, blood doping, I'm, I'm all f- cocaine. Throw the book at him. But I even say. The and this this is one of the downsides of how long this appeal took, and and on the FIM side, reality of it is he didn't get that TUE till what was it October, so the, in theory this should have all been decided well before he even got that TUE, right. and that TUE should have no bearing on this penalty. Be, but at the same time, this penalty shouldn't be as well as severe. Yeah, as it no, is. the TUE shouldn't have anything to do with that. I agree with you, but it just goes to show you that this isn't uh, the devil's drug. Yeah, this well, is. I, Something that he needs to compete. I look at it from a team standpoint. If we want to introduce a new bike, we have to make sure the frame's homologated. Yeah, sure you do. It, well, in, in this case... <laughs> sand, sand, sand. In this case, you know, James raced without, without the TUE and then got it TUE'd, or then got the TUE. It'd be like us going out racing without a homologated frame. Then, oh, by the way, here's our homologated frame six months later. I think Pete. Well, some people said KTM did that when they first introduced the Dungey replica. But anyways, um, uh, yeah. does Devin even pay attention to the show? Like this is no. my first. Like, no, <laughs> no mad skills tonight, please. No, I'm not okay. on mad skills. Right. I'm checking Twitter no for skills. questions. Um, 
here's the thing with with the uh, uh, the James thing, um, and I've done a little bit of reading on Adderall. We're we're pretty much sure it's Adderall that James tested positive. There's plenty of people that will tell you all about Adderall and how college kids are taking it. We talked about major league baseball players helping them. The bottom line is 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 a doctor has said that James needs this to 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 get by, to get uh, focus, concentrate, that kind of stuff. The the things that I've read about Adderall is that if you're taking it, if you need it and you take it, it gets you back to us three, normal. Well, okay, relatively speaking, <laughs> it's when you don't need it that you take it that it enhances concentration, improves focus. Um, I don't know what else. Basically, it's kind of like a little bit of speed, a little bit ish, right. you know, but not as gnarly. Maybe like those mini things you used to take when you drive around all night. You guys ever take those? Mini things like the Girl Scout no. cookies. They used to sell them. At, they used to sell them at the truck stops to stay up all night. A little five hours. You ever energies. see those? Things? No, those. No. Yeah, no, you don't take that stuff. It's bad for you. Oh, I drink it all the time because I had to get <laughs> to the next race. And look how you turned out. To, yeah, two top privateer and supercosses. Look how I turned out. <laughs> Summer, look at the trophy, yeah. man. Look, yeah. at the, look at the fucking trophy right in front. Of you. That's how I turned out. <laughs> so Number cursing one. is allowed. Huh? Number one. So <laughs> me. Number one. Me being the test writer that I am. Yes. You're going to test this? I'm, I'm going to go get a prescription for Adderall, and I'm going to try this for myself, and I'll come back on the show and let everybody know what it does. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Let us do it. It'll be good. It'll be good. Uh, hey, coming up with Larry Brooks on the show, uh, coming up next, he's working with Josh Hill this year of Valley Yamaha. I don't know. If, did you hear that news? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if you knew that or not. Um, but more James Stewart talk with, with Jason Thomas in the next hour. I did want to touch on some things with you, Monster Tom. We don't have you for all night long. Millsaps, Han, how's things? Have you been out to the test track much? It's great. I, I not as much as I, eh, not as much as I'd like. Okay. It's, it's always fun to go out and just yeah. watch. Guys. Ken's out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we actually we send Ken because then it allows me to go golf more. So. Right, right, right. <laughs> now, Did Ken uh, ever tell you about how I got him the job at Next Level? What do you mean? He, he he's the one who sent me the. You sent me his resume from from your email address. Yep. Hey, hey, this guy lo- looks like he's a, he's got a good good deal. Yeah, he got an internship. He's Canadian. For him. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, let me call him up. Let's see. We call this kid up and, yeah. oh, yeah, you know, Ken race is, and, is, is. and it's great. And I'm like, oh, how well do you know Steve? No, I just sent him an email through his website. Well, he, well, he gave you a glowing recommendation. Because we had mutual friends. Because we had mutual oh, friends. Okay. Yeah, so I, I I'm like, him. you don't even know the guy and he gives you that? Yeah. I, I, if you want to come move to Southern California and not get paid for a summer, yeah, come on down. Just come on down. <laughs> All right, look. Uh, uh, so Han and Millsaps, uh, you guys are rebuilding or reloading. Let's say you're reloading. Reloading. Weimer and RV are gone. Um, Millsaps and Han, they certainly seem like they are getting along, judging they, by oh, that. It's, it's the amazing interviews. to watch those two get along. We've had a couple of events, uh, whether it's the photo shoots or, or stuff at, at yeah. Cali headquarters. They ride together from their house. They live pretty close to each other, so they uh, so they can jump in the carpool lane. They, they ride together. They uh, mm-hmm. and, and just the interaction between the two of them is awesome to watch. Good. Like they they're they're long lost brothers. I think that, right. <laughs> that they finally found themselves. Uh, let me ask you about RV uh, here. What do you think happened? He had another year on his deal. He won four Supercross titles in a row. He completely botched his knee injury slash what am I going to do for the outdoors thing. And, he, and we had it out on our show last time he was on. But um, I probably should have listened to that. You should have. <laughs> he, he was getting on me. It was awesome. But what do you think happened? Why is he doing this? Well, It's no secret he wanted to retire. He, he, well, he's won he had another... four Supercross championships in a row. What mm-hmm. else can he do? Okay. If he comes in and wins a fifth title in a row, people go, well, yeah, that's what you do. Yeah. I think what's lost. Did you sense it in him? No. No? No, because he, he, look at the drive that kid has. Yeah. Like, I mean, 
he he wants to win. I, I don't care what we're doing. No. And uh, what what's hard to do is step back and realize the dynasty that we've been a part of for the last four years. Like, think about it. If you watch from the out, if if you're some outsider five years, ten years from now, you're gonna yeah. look back at this and go, "Man, that kid had an amazing four years." And there's nothing else he could, like, yeah. if he wins a fifth, uh, it just continues a dynasty. But if he finishes second, all of a sudden, oh, what happened to him? So well, if you didn't see you this can't. coming, you must have been pretty surprised when it kind of was like, hey, he's not coming back. It was it, it was eye-opening. Like, it, yeah. was, it wasn't something where we're like, we weren't, much like you said, you know, ordering posters and doing that. Yeah. We were preparing, and, and in my mind, I had a... We knew his deal was up, and he had talked that, hey, at the end of this deal, he was going to be done racing. Yep. In my mind, I wanted to give him a, a, a farewell tour. Let's let's give the fans, yeah. let's give everybody a chance to say goodbye. Sure. So we, I had started planning that. You know, nothing really official. Yeah. And when this came up, it was, you know what, this is awesome. It, it's something he wants to do. He want, And just talking to him, he was he was at our kickoff as well. Uh, we had he and Ty, since he and Tyler were in California, we mm-hmm. brought him in and, and – uh, Actually presented him with this championship ring from last year, and uh, chance of Billy that ring's just sitting in the in the bottom of his truck right now. No, no, no. For okay. sure, he's got it in his house. Okay, he's not wearing it. It's you know, <laughs> you, you know Ryan as well as I do. He's <laughs> I, I, not big into that kind of no, stuff. No, exactly. Right, but uh, but the excitement he has about going to Europe, yeah, is pretty impressive. It's. You you saw it at the end of last year it, the, that you know the he was the candle wasn't flickering as bright as maybe it yeah, had in no, the past. I, I think he was kind of over it. it I, it's I do. back. Yeah. It's he he's really excited and you know he was coming down joking around with Mikey a little bit. And oh, because him and Mikey were rough. They were rough. It, it got a little I think rough. Mike was a little upset. Ryan was a little upset. They're okay. They're okay. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. Just like I it said, just the, as bad. it wouldn't be the first time that a you know rider nah, mechanic didn't get along, then got back along. Well, that's <laughs> the most important part of a mechanic's job. Let's be honest: is not putting the bike together. It's not anything other than rider relationship. That's, yeah. that's right. Because if that rider doesn't trust that mechanic, then no, that's right. It doesn't matter. That's right. Excel. <laughs> and Mike's losing a little bit of money too. Phil's bonus is going to be yeah. gone. <laughs> yeah, I don't oh. know. That might have came into Mike's, Mike's unhappiness. I don't yeah. know. But, um, uh, yeah, it's it's surprising for sure. But, man, it, is it ever going to be cool? And uh, Cincinnati just went up on the Broncos. Heather's uh. so pumped. Heather Kiefer, very excited. Um, <laughs> uh, we're coming up with Larry Brooks next on the show. So, um, yeah, and, and then also, too, um, bad news in the fact we'll get to McGrath a little bit later, but Censorello, jeez, that's a, that's a shame for him. I mean, it is. Look, look, the guy has what six starts total in Supercross, five, three, three wins, five podiums, and three wins. Yeah. What exactly is his prognosis there? So out for Supercross. Out, out for Supercross. Is his shoulder same shoulder? Yeah, yeah uh, same it, shoulder. He, different problem. I've been told. So it's not the labrum or anything. I don't know. No, no, no. What do you it, hear? It, <laughs> well, what can you tell us? Eggshells. What, what, what does what, Kawasaki <laughs> t- tell us? Well. well, uh, well I don't know if you guys saw the news out of uh, baseball this past week with the Matt Kemp trade and yeah. uh, San Diego being in violation of HIPAA, releasing that he had arthritis in his hip and now subject to legal action. Oh, are they really? Yeah. yeah. So, so in this case, I'm gonna I'm gonna say mm. that he had surgery. It oh, you successful. and I have debated this over and over. It's, you and your stupid HIPAA laws. It, well, it's and sometimes I use it as a nice blanket. To, I know you do. to keep me from having to say something I don't want to say. Yeah. No. But at, at a, but I also agree with it. At some point, you know. It, yeah. If I don't want somebody to know what's wrong with me, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I don't want somebody saying it for me. No, and I mean, 
look, if I got herpes, I don't want the press box knowing I do. Exactly. I mean, obviously, that's a massive jump, but no, in a way, it, it's your medical history. Exactly. It's, it's your medical problem. I don't problem. get it. I think it's bullshit. And, well, and, <laughs> really? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I get it. If my shoulder's blown out, tell me. I mean, it's your shoulder. Tell me what's up with it. You know? Yeah, I, yeah, I, but, I, I see both sides. But yeah. that it also could affect future contracts, things like that. Yeah, it, like, yeah. there's. Mil- it, Millsaps admitted today in an interview on Racer X that. You know, he was snowing the media, including me, because I did an interview with him, about how bad his injuries were because his contract was up. You know, he didn't want people to read that he had 18 foot surgeries. Absolutely. You know? And so I understand it, you know, but, I mean, I'm not huge on the lying factor either, but, you know, I guess whatever. It's not lying. It's just (laughs) fabricating. It's a good line choice. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right, hey, let's get to our first guest here on the night. Um... And uh, we will uh, we'll talk to a little bit more about the JS7 stuff. Uh, I want to talk, get, get your take on MC joining the team. Kiefer will uh, get into what's going on with Dirt Rider and everything else that's going on. But first, been a while since he's been on our show. And by the way, this guy was our first ever guest on the Moto Show four years ago with myself and Paul Lindsay. So he's back. Larry Brooks! What's going on, guys? What's happening, man? Nice to see you. Uh, come on, Nice to have you on the show. Thank you. Appreciate it. No worries. Um... You're back. You're back. Coach sort Brooks. Of. Coach Brooks. Um, Coach. Um, we're going to get you a whistle and a stopwatch. <laughs> uh, you're, no, look, uh, Racer X, uh, Aaron Hansel, uh, wrote that you're a team manager of this Valley Josh Yamaha effort for Supercross, but you're really just kind of coaching Hill like you did at the San Manuel team on the weekends, after work, whatever, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it all came up kind of quick and odd you know josh actually uh we all got together and talked he called me and and he pretty much said you know he manned up and just said the things that 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 kind of went wrong last time we had worked together and Mm -hmm. and uh he felt he needed help you know to he he didn't have a ride first off he didn't have a ride he, he was kind of the last man on the list that, that didn't have a ride, and he wanted some help, and he, he asked me for it. And, you know, just the way that it all came across, and, and I'm, I like Josh Hill, you know. He's mm-hmm. a good kid. And we worked good together, and, and I just felt obligated to help. I felt we left a lot on the table in 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, he started that season off really well after all the hard work that, that we had put in preseason, and and, uh, you know, we left uh, the West Coast part of the series uh, tied in the point with, for the points lead. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, things kind of fell apart from there. But, you know, the guy showed a lot of potential, a lot of promise, you know, then got hurt, and, you know. And anyway, so, you know, I just felt like, gosh, you know, the, the, the situation was right with, with what I've got going on in my life right now. And I felt like... Uh, you know, I, I still enjoy racing. I love racing. I want to be part of it. And I definitely wasn't part of it. And uh, I thought, shoot, no better way to do it than, than mm-hmm. coaching and helping a rider. And someone that I like is even better. I think Josh is in a spot, and we've talked about this on our show, uh, similar to Jake Weimer, where, like, kind of the industry shown them, hey, we do not want to help you. We have nothing for you. Uh, obviously, yeah. Chad Lanza at Valley is helping Josh, and, and Tedder is helping Weimer. But these are two riders that have podium supercrosses, one heat races. I mean, they, they're the very best of the best, and there's nothing out there. But they've got skill, and now they have this chip 
They have this attitude. They're at the bottom. I think this uh, Weimer and Josh could be two guys that could really do something with this motivation. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's nothing worse to race against than a pissed-off rider, you know, and <laughs> um, I think we've talked about this before. You know, the hardest uh, championship run that, that I ever had was with James the time that we were racing Chad, and Chad didn't like me, and he did not want James to beat him, <laughs> and that was the hardest time, the hardest championship, I think, that, that – that we ever, well, we ended up winning, which was great, but yeah. that we ever had to race, you know, and Chad Reed's a bad dude. So, right. you know, any of these guys, they have so much talent, so much potential that it really comes down to the attitude and, and the mental side of it. Um, yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be interesting to see, and, and Josh will be uh, on the on the Valley Yamaha a little bit. You've talked to your old buddy Keith McCarty, right? So he's got a little bit of Yamaha yeah. support there. That's right. That's right. Uh, Keith, uh I talked to Keith for a while, and and he's supporting it. Yamaha U.S. Yamaha supporting it, and, and uh, you know they 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 thought it was a good match, you know, with me and Josh working together again, mm-hmm. and and uh, they wanted to be part of it, you know, and and Josh has a lot to prove, you know, he 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 didn't have a ride, you know, and he he needs to prove himself out there and and show that that he is a championship contender. If if he can't do that, then Really, you know, why Why would he have a ride? So it's really in, in the <laughs> right. balls in his court to prove. And he's got some skills. Josh Hill has some serious Supercross skills. Yeah. I mean, he podiumed last year, for Christ's sake. I know. Uh, how's he yeah. look on the Yamaha? It's, it's early. I mean, it's, I mean, it's late. It's not much time on the bike, but how's he look so far? It, it's early. It's late. Uh, well, yeah, you know what I mean. Right. Yeah. Right. I went with him uh, Saturday to Milestone, and there were some – good guys i mean everyone's riding right now and and uh, the only one out there that was faster than him was tomac and tomac was about a half second faster mm-hmm. yeah um, but that was the first day that josh had good suspension on his bike the motor was stocked with a pipe and mm-hmm. you know and he's just he's just riding it well he, it it reminded me of 2010 just that little bicycle twitch that he has off the jumps and just yeah. the body style and he, he rode it well um like a young Tim Ferry, kind of. Yeah, Timmy had serious skills too. I was I was fortunate enough to work with him and you. Right. Um, I molded him. But yeah, no, they they Are, both kind of had that right up the front like bicycle style. I like it. Since you haven't worked with Josh that long, but you worked with him before, uh, have you started yelling at him yet? Because I know you, Brooks. I know you get into it. Um, You're very very uh, intense. Have you started that's yelling? That's what at coaches him? do. They blow the whistle. <laughs> I, know. I, I wear the sweat. Right, the, the right. silk sweat right. and the headband and the whistle, <laughs> and I just I just blow it right just in his face. Start yelling at him, uh, <laughs> Kiefer. I used to see Brooks doing starts at the Yamaha track with Jeremy or with Timmy or whoever, and he's dropping a rock, you know, and he's kneeling down, and the riders are roosting the shit out of him, and he just doesn't <laughs> care. He's dropping the rock over just and makes over. Him angrier. He, yeah, and he just yeah. Good start. Yeah, ah, and, and he's red clay all over his face, his glasses. It doesn't matter. I'm just like, wow, I, this guy. Hey, Larry. I've got it, my own starting gate now, so okay. I, <laughs> I, I don't have to lay in the dirt anymore like okay. that. Oh. Is, is, uh, is Josh going to have good suspension like some – some Yamaha stuff, or is he running Pro Circuit stuff, Enzo stuff, or what exactly is his bike setup going to so, be? So the deal with Yamaha is Yamaha gave him 
factory KYB, like the full blown deal. Oh, good. But then, but then KYB didn't have the manpower to support it, mm-hmm. so they pawned it off to Ross Enzo, and Ross gave him the the kit stuff, which mm-hmm. is you know the next level down. It, it's what Star raced with last year, um, which is good stuff. Good, really good. Uh- Let's talk a little bit about what you're doing now. You're 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 back at Dave Dameron's place, Chaparral. You're working on uh, uh, some, you know, basically souped up UTV program that Dave's doing. You're also building a, a production bike from scratch and make it into, you know, basically a works bike for people. Uh, working on some similar race projects, things like that. You're kind of a a guy that's uh, Dave's got you doing some special projects. How do you like that? How's it going? Oh, I'm having a blast, actually. You know, it it took me a while to. to kind of wrap my brain around not going to the races and test track and things that I had just grown you know, accustomed to and, and thought that was my life. And, and, you know, with, with, with the last team I was with just falling apart and me just, you know, I, it crushed me, honestly, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've got these guys lives in my hands. It felt like, and just to tell them that we can't continue or to, you know, just, it, it just, I, I kind of lost it a little bit. I felt mentally that <laughs> yeah, yeah. I needed to get away from it. I just, I get so involved in whatever I do and, and I throw, you know, my, my, my a hundred percent at it, you know, that when it does fall apart or if it falls apart, it just, it crushes me. And honestly, it took me a couple of years to kind of mm-hmm. get my brain going again. And, and I just went to Dave and told him, you know, I just, I want to be a normal guy. I want to have a job. I want to, I want to have a eight to six job or whatever yeah. it is. At Chaparral, it's from six to ten at night. But um, <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. But um, I mean, and so I mean, Dave and I stayed friends, and and so he was kind of happy to have me there. And you know, I'm just running his. Uh, we call it the mod department, and we just modify whatever. You know, it's it's more of a fab shop that. You know, we fabricate our own sh- own uh, cages and uh, UTV cages, UTV bumpers for those Polaris thousands, and um, uh, just kind of build our own parts. So, really, it's it's what we did in our race shops before. So it's 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 similar, but a lot mm-hmm. less stress. Yeah, you kind of went incognito there for a while, Brooks. Not not responding yeah. to texts or anything. Like very low no. key. No, no. I I waited till everyone quit texting me. You know, didn't, right, didn't right, reply right, to right. anybody. Just kind of shut it off. And right. you know, I, I just I just had to get my brain right. You know, my I felt that I kind of dropped back into my family and just mm-hmm. kind of, you know, I just had to get my brain straight. I felt like I let a lot of people down, and I just don't like that feeling. It, right. it hurt. Um, but having said that, how are you enjoying being back at the test track and, you know, and, and that kind of stuff? How, how's that going? Like, I mean, it's, you're, you're like in it, but you're not. So maybe it's a nice mix. Yeah. Yeah. No. And that's kind of what I wanted. You know, I, I, I told Josh and everyone that was there that I don't want to be team manager. Don't, don't call me team manager. <laughs> don't refer to me as a team manager. Nothing to do with managing. I don't want that title anymore. If you want to title me something you know call me coach or something call me larry you know just just don't call me manager just right. you know that that whole name just it, it sends a chill up my spine now you know and, right. um but going back to the track was 
it was really pleasant, tell you the truth. You know, it's just being in the dirt and being with the riders. And I did a motocross action test a while back with Jody. And oh, my MXA God, you're back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and it was it was awesome. It was really cool. It just it just felt it just felt normal, you know. That's yeah. kind of what I grew up doing and and who I grew up being and stuff and you know, and I understand people want to call me this manager guy because that's kind of how they mm-hmm. they view me and that's kind of what I grew into, but you know, it just to me it just it I I feel like I failed at it there at the end and I just couldn't take it and the, I, I don't like failing, so I just yeah. thought, you know, I'll get away. But coming back to the track and working with the rider and and especially somebody with a lot of talent like Josh Hill, it, it was a lot of fun. I can't do it like I want to do it, which would be, you know, seven days a week, yeah. 12 hours a day. But, you know, I just do it on the weekends and after work and watch videos with them during the week at, mm-hmm. at night and just you know, just have fun with it. 702-586-7857. you got a question for uh, Larry Brooks. On the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com. Did you have to put an orange helmet back on, Larry? For, 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 no, for Jody? no, no. Actually, I just built the bike that they tested. Oh, okay. I didn't actually ride it. Yeah, it looked but... cool. I was out there, and he delivered it to him, oh, yeah? testing. Oh. And uh, yep. it was like a Chaparral. It was a YZ450, wasn't it? Yep, yep. Yeah, and it has some I of Dubok stuff on yeah. it, and it oh, yeah. looks sick. Oh, nice, nice. That sounds good. Um, uh, hey, uh, um, the the last team you, you ran with, Jeremy, uh, didn't go well, like you said. You felt like you let some people down, and, and I get that and everything else. Did it cost you a relationship with MC? How's that? Was that all? Is that okay, or is that something you yeah. guys need to come around to at some point? No, no, me and Jeremy are good. Okay. You know, we're, we're, we're fine. It just, you know, it, it – you know, I, I, I kind of felt like I let everybody down, and I kind of put myself in that position. I kind of take the reins, whatever mm-hmm. I do, and and you know, here, give me the keys, I'll drive, kind of thing. <laughs> right. And uh, you know, and when it does, or if it did, or how it did go downhill, it just, yeah. it just hurt, you know. And I, I felt like I let Jeremy down. I felt like I let you know uh, Andrew down, the mechanics and. You just have so many people, so many of these people's lives kind of, yeah. you know, at at your fingertips and you're controlling it. It, it just, you don't want to be that guy to say, hey, I'm sorry, we're not going racing anymore. Like that, <laughs> right. that's, that's just wrong. Right. Know? Well, the reason I asked that a little bit of lead in because on Racer X, they've been running the, you know, the year by year Supercross stuff. And uh, we're right in the middle of the uh, Chaparral Jeremy McGrath, Larry Brooks, titles, all these. I don't know if you've been reading them or not, but it's probably been taking you down some memory lanes. Actually, Dave Damron read that today. He was uh, he was showing one of his PR guys that are in there, and, and the guy kind of came to me, and he was saying, oh, yeah, Dave was telling me all about this and telling him stories. And so it was really cool to hear it from him and that yeah. Dave was excited about it. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I mean, there were some special times back then, no doubt about it, with, with, with oh, Dave. Sure. You know, you starting the Chaparral team, and then uh, eventually getting MC and going on to multi-time uh, titles. Um, uh, so, hey, one of the things we talked about before you got on, obviously the JS7 news, that was big. Uh-huh. And it's a, a harsh penalty. Uh, thoughts on that? What, what, uh, what uh, one of your old riders, we, we may not see him on the gate for, for eight months. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's... It's unfortunate for sure for him that he's not going to be able to race. I think very unfortunate for Suzuki that Suzuki yeah. that they're not going to have a, a top rider out in the field. And, 
you know, to to get caught or or go down the way it all did just is mm-hmm. is terrible for the you know, not necessarily for the individual, but yeah. for the sport, I think in general, it's, it, it's bad. It's, it's like it, what it would be for football or any other sport, you know, with the big debacle they had with steroids in, in baseball, it just, mm-hmm. it really took a bite out of that sport. You know, the legitimacy of the sport, it just kind of killed it. And, you know, what do you do? What, what do people think, you know, all the wins and races that James has, do they, do they, they, you know, discontinue those or yeah. how people, how people think about it, you know, and they, I just think that, that I think it hurts the sport more than anything, but it's definitely it's, got to be killing James. Oh, and just the, the amount of time, like I never would have ever, I, I kept saying week after week, Brooks on this show that he ain't going to miss nothing. No, we don't do anything to anybody in our sport. Right, you, right. We, we have teams that cheat. And and uh, um, sound limits that aren't met and 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 rough riding. We never do anything, you know. And I just I knew <laughs> I knew they were the penalty was going to be big only because they had to, you know. Right. That if he really got caught with a banned substance in his blood, then or his, his urine, however they tested it, then he was the first one to get caught. They right. had to do something because if they let him go, yeah. the next guy to get caught, yeah. They, what were they going to say? Oh, you didn't do nothing to James. You know, yeah, why are you yeah. doing it to me? Or, right. you know, if they did let him off, dude, it would have been a free for all. Everyone would have been shooting all kinds of crap into their butt. Yeah. Good point. Kiefer, you got a question for Larry that we yeah, talked about earlier. I was, uh, reading some stuff today and it said, you're going to do some reality show, um, deal and try to like find a privateer to help throughout, you know, the outdoor oh, series or what's this all about Brooks. Yep. Yep. So, so it's, uh, um, these people, uh, the Taylors, Dean and Angela Taylor, it's, it's called American motocross last chance of a lifetime. So the, the, the thought behind it, 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 it came from Dean and Angela Taylor that they wanted to give someone a shot that, that, you know, maybe an amateur kid that came up that, you know, turned pro and kind of got distracted or, you know, started partying or whatever you know how Mm -hmm. it is when they turn pro or or maybe an older guy that just never got on the right track you know they're going to give somebody a chance uh like try out it's going to be a big tryout thing it's a math tv it's going to be a television show Uh a reality show and um you know it's just something that i thought was really cool they're super passionate about it Mm mm-hmm and, uh, you know, it's, it's supposed to be on the same days as uh, the show will be on the same days as the uh, outdoor series is going to be aired. Oh, okay. And this so is it's, this, it's this gonna year? going to be something really yeah. cool. Call Stroop up. There's your first thing. Stroop. Stroop. Look, J-Law. Stroop, you blew it all. <laughs> We're going to give you another chance. I don't know if he's cleaned up yet. I don't so. know either. Um, yeah, uh, but actually, in the motocross industry, you could pretty much pick a hat, a number, a name out of a hat, and you'd be, you'd be have a lot yeah. of guys. There, there's a there's a deep pool to pick from for sure, and I think the 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 kid that does get this position, I think is is gonna you know have a have a chance to prove himself. You know, and, yeah. uh, I'd like to you know say that the, the equipment's gonna be you know top notch and everything. I don't know exactly what bike it's gonna be, but you know, I, I'm uh, I'm going to try to help as much as I can as far as judging it and right. coaching the kid and and things like that. But uh, do you guys you uh, know, I, do you need a trainer? Well, no. Okay. I, Strava no, Steve's available. Okay, I'm available. 
Oh, I hear you've been cycling, Steve. I hear you're like mountain bike wizard now. Dude, you around, don't even know. It? You don't even know. He has carbon bars now. It gets around, doesn't it? Um, yeah, if you need a mechanic slash trainer, I'd love to get on a TV show because I feel like I, I need yeah. a break. I need a break. You know, I need, I need a – Yeah, yeah. You could just park the pen and paper. Well, I guess it's computer. Computer. And, and, park the laptop. And, and your printer. <laughs> and uh, and and to just pick up your right. toolbox and start spinning tea handles. That's again. what I'm That'd saying. That'd be awesome. Right. It'd be like old times. It'd be like summer crop. Yeah, exactly. You start yelling at me, me getting mad, and it'd be just great. It'd be fantastic. <laughs> Good old TV. Times. Larry made me stay at Millville till 2 in the morning uh, on Saturday night before the National because Larry wanted to try these – uh, there's these case inserts to change the offset of the of the of the pivot. You know, oh, you yeah, can raise yeah, the back. Yeah, right. And Larry didn't like Timmy's ride or something, and I just put the cases at two in the morning. And I'm like, really, Larry? Overtime, bro. <laughs> hey, you do it right or don't. Do uh, it. I know that's you, but you're just so gnarly. I'm like, what is wrong with this guy? I want to go home. <laughs> uh, but uh, hey, oh, you're creepy, yeah. Creepy, well, yeah. I want to elaborate more on the show because okay, I want to know more about this. I want to so. be a trainer or a mechanic. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So, are you gonna? Is the is the couple that are doing this? Is they gonna? Are they gonna pick the rider along with you, or who's picking the guy? It's gonna be all of us. We're all. It, it's if you want to compare it to something, compare it to American Idol. Okay. So so you'll have people try out for it uh, as a big group. You know, they're taking resumes and. And they'll choose, like, we get to choose, like, okay, here's a group of guys that are great potential riders that, you know, for whatever the reason was, they never quite made it. And so we'll take this group of 10 or 20, whatever the number may be, and let them ride and watch them. And, and, and you know how you can see, Chris, you can see the potential in a rider once they hit the track and and kind of figure out why they didn't make it, whatever it may no, have been. No, Kiefer, and, Kiefer and, works for Dirt Rider. He only knows good enduro guys. You know? I'm, I'm hybrid, 50-50. Well, I, I know, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, hey, so, and, then, and the riders haven't been picked yet, so this, this process hasn't are you happened. Tr- are you thinking about trying out, Kiefer? Because you've got yeah, a lot of questions. Is. I'm coming, I'm coming you in. you got a lot of questions. I'm coming in. <laughs> the old guy. Hey, you know what? It could be anybody. It could be anybody, and that's... That's kind of the special thing of it, you know. It, it's it's not you know necessarily the age or, or mm-hmm. when they how many years they've been racing whatever. It's that they never quite made it over that hump, and and there was a there's a, always a reason why they didn't make it over that hump. If they didn't get linked up with the right team or the right equipment or you know just mm-hmm. learn they didn't learn how to train or whatever it may have been, you know, and 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 try to plug those holes, fix those problems, and, and kind of put the kid on the right path, whoever it may be. Sounds and out. That's I cool, guess, man. I, I guess I should say man, because if Kiefer's there, there's going to be a man. But. That's right. <laughs> it sounds cool. It sounds interesting. No doubt about it. Uh, hey, yeah. before we let you go, um, look, the, part of the news um, coming out recently is uh, RV uh, uh, quitting stateside here and going to the GPs. Hey. What? Moving to the GPs. He didn't what, quit anything. Well, whatever. Just quit racing in America. <laughs> Calm down, McGovern. Um Look, you, you didn't race at RV's level, but you raced professional dirt bikes at a very high level for a long time. Uh, what do you think about him? Just kind of, you know, just kind of taking a step back and, and not back. I, mean, I don't want people to freak out, but you know what I mean? Just doing going to Europe. What, what's your thoughts on that situation? You know, I don't think he was happy here, you know, and I, I think, dude, 
how many people can say they won four Supercross championships in a row and all the outdoor championships? I mean, what's he going to do? Win another Supercross championship? I mean, <laughs> right. I mean, he could, and he could be the only guy to do it, or he could just, you know, maybe do something that would injure his body. And he's been kind of good at that lately, hurting his knees and stuff. Mm-hmm. But he he doesn't knock on wood. He doesn't seem like he gets hurt as often or as easy in motocross and he enjoys motocross and mm-hmm. you know i think americans don't like it that he's going off to europe and and they feel like he's turning their back on him but i think he he wants to continue racing he loves racing i think the the deal that monster and cowie put out there for him was something he couldn't pass up and you know he had another year on his Cowie contract that he couldn't yeah. just walk away from it. Right, so right. I think he did the best thing that he could, and that was to go to Europe and race motocross events, which Red Bull has been dominating the last couple of years and KTM. And for Cowie and Monster to to back him and put the best motocross rider out there and mm-hmm. send him off to Europe, I think. I think it's awesome. I I love it. I want him to go over there and just kick butt. Oh, Brooks, you're. I think it's. You're why you why people no, are pissed at it or what? Well, I think there's some people that are pissed at it, but I know you, and I know that you would. You know, you want him to just whoop a European ass all over the place. Oh, definitely, <laughs> definitely. I want him to destroy those guys and show them how right. gnarly a top American guy is on their circuit. And it's not going to be easy. Trust me. No, I don't think he's no. going to go over there and cakewalk it at all. No. I think I think it's going to be gnarly because I think Caroli is a bad dude, and for sure. Um, and KTM definitely has a great program over there. I right. think they they've actually got advantages that a lot of other teams don't have because they run so tight with Longo. No, for um, sure. Yeah. That that I think just the organizations run tight and. And KTM and and the uh, Longo organization, whatever it may be, U-string. and U-string. Uh, yeah. and and I think they may favor them a little bit. So Cowie's gonna, Cowie's really gonna have to play their cards right and and think ahead and prepare very well. And I think RV's gonna prepare himself well enough. I think as, from a rider standpoint and fitness and all that, I think he's gonna be fine. I think the team is something that that. Somebody needs to make sure that they're on their game. Um, well, I would assume that they would be. I think the one of the advantages KTM has. I mean, they're so aggressive in racing. I wouldn't be mm-hmm. surprised. And I, there's no there's no production rule over there. Anything goes. I would not be surprised if they make different frames for different types of tracks. You know what I mean? Like that's how gnarly yeah. they are. And I'm sure that they are KTM like KTM hey. already makes different frames. Like those bikes. When we went over from motocross to nations, I mean, I managed the factory KTM team over here. And when we went over to Europe with Rhino to do the motocross the nations one year, they, their 450 mm-hmm. was a million times different than our 450 that we took over there. And, uh, you know, Rhino got on their bike and obviously it was a different chassis and, you know, the swing arm was different. So everything was different. I mean, we had to put a production cha- uh, frame on the bike because the, mm-hmm. the, the factory one was so different. It, it had a different feel to it that he couldn't get used to it and sh- in such a short amount of time that we had to go back to a production one so that he could feel normal on the bike. And so knowing that they're, they're going to pull out all the stops because not only does KTM not want to get beat, but Red Bull doesn't want to get beat. So there's going to be some serious cash thrown at this race. 
I agree. Well, hey, Larry, uh, thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Nice to hear your voice and hear what you're doing and, and going on. And and, uh, and good luck, Coach Larry, with uh, with Josh Hill on the uh, Valley Yamaha squad. I think it uh, I think it should be interesting to see. I, like I said, I think he's going to be hungry, and I think he's going to be one of those guys like uh, like Weimer that has something to prove. You know, so one of the OG um, yep, test yeah. guys right there, it's Brooks. Larry. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 There, there there aren't too many people. I mean, Dubok probably has you covered, But as Larry. far as, like, magazine test guys, like, Larry no. was the guy. You who know? has more hours on a motorcycle? Dubok? And then who after after Dubok? Then Brooks. Yeah, Rich, maybe. Yeah. Rich Taylor? Maybe yeah. Rich. Larry, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I forgot about that. There's yeah. not too many guys who have spent as many hours on a motorcycle than Larry Brooks. Right. There's no way about that. Yeah. I so. think you have to love it as much as I do mm-hmm. to, to definitely to ride that many hours and, and still love it. I mean... Even in Europe, even the Europe races, I was watching Lily. You know, I watched both nights of Lily live. Right, I watched right. Geneva, and I'm, I'm just an idiot. You know, I love it. <laughs> it's a good point, Brooks. And on that note, let's end it. All right. <laughs> uh, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it, man. Good luck with everything. I, I can't wait to see you at A1. And, uh, yeah, thanks again for coming on the show. Bring me a whistle. Whistle. I'll have my sweats and all that. You bring me a whistle. Will do. And if anybody wants to check out Chaparral, uh, go down there. Ask for the Brooks deal. He'll he'll dial you in. So that's right. All right, bud. All right. Thank you. See ya. Thank. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you. All right. The great Larry Brooks, everybody. Um, what do you think? He reminds me of Rhino. He he is. He's intense. Yeah, he's, he's like intense. Rhino. He's like the team Rhino manager guy. I I I've never worked for somebody like Larry Brooks. There's yeah. no doubt. He's a weirdo, intent. He calls himself an idiot, and in a way, he's an idiot about motocross. He just is he the type of guy you can call him out though, and he's okay with it? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, no, he can laugh at himself and right. stuff and all that, but he gets into it, man. And there's no doubt. Look, McGrath's the greatest rider of all time, and and Larry's won all these titles. But you'd be a fool to not say Larry had something to do with some of the, those all those titles. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. look, this guy on the bike is winning it, and, and Jeremy McGrath's a badass. But Larry McGrath, Chad, well, James, Mc, I mean. or, or even like Button and Ferry had their best results ever with Larry. Right, well, Ferry didn't, but whatever. Uh, you know, close. Close. He broke through with with Brooks. Brooks gave him the the help to like realize push. that he could do something. Yeah, you know? push helps. So, hey, techonedesigns.com, proud sponsor of our show for many, many years. We're going to give away a Pulp MX uh, graphic kit for your bike uh, to the first caller right now, uh, 702-586-7857. Tech One Designs Pulp MX graphic kit. Uh, going to do uh, uh, give that away, but you got to answer a trivia question first. So we'll just wait for our, our lines here, and we'll see, uh, we'll see. Okay, here we go. Who's this? By the way, caller? Yeah, you're a caller. Who are you? This is CJ. CJ, look, do you want this Tech One Designs Pulp MX graphic kit? Yeah. Okay, you got to answer a trivia question, though, bro. All right, let's hear it. This, this could get painful. In the past, we've had some issues. Come on, man. Uh, you need to name four Pulp MX show co-hosts. Easy. Okay. Okay. Chris Kiefer. Yep. David Villeman. Yep. Uh, See? Come on, buddy. McGovern doesn't count. You don't count McGovern. Oh, he's on there tonight. Yeah, but he doesn't count. Yeah, he's you an idiot. You can't name him. He's not. A, he's just a one-time guest. Two more. Come on. Who was the guy that sat here for like two years? <laughs> Who was the guy Kiefer replaced it rhymes, tonight? It, it rhymes with <laughs> yeah. It rhymes with Schmingry. David Pingree. Very good. <laughs> Kenny Watson. Very there good. Congratulations. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, and uh, and this is C- your CJ, right? You said yeah. 
All right, but stay on hold. Uh, Devin will get your information. Thanks for uh, listening and thanks for playing, man. I appreciate it. Hey, thanks a lot. I love the show. Thanks, All right, thank you, man. All right, CJ's the big winner. Oh, shit, I hung up on him. <laughs> oh, CJ, call back, dude. Oh, I hit hey. drop instead of hold. Next, okay. next caller, do you want some tech one? We know what he sounds like. Let's take a commercial break. Come back here on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Mafia Moto Crew is an apparel brand based on the behind-the-scenes grit it takes to be a motocrosser. There is a long line of MX racers since the late 70s dubbed the Mafia. They were the baddest of the bad. Mafia riders had no problem riding and racing in the worst of weather conditions. Most of the time, they rode on worn-out equipment without receiving the exposure or respect they deserve nationwide. When it came down to it, Mafia riders were some of the strongest riders and many reached the top level of the sport. This no-quit attitude and determination has made the Mafia a crew of respected standouts. Mafia riders were notorious for undermining authority and they always stuck together. That is what the Mafia Moto Crew strives to uphold today. Rep your crew by placing your order at MafiaMotoCrew.com today and enter discount code PULPCREW at checkout. Rep your crew. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at pictures from back then, and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulpamex. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Supporting riders like Michael Lieb, Vince Freeze, Chris Blows, Cody Gilmore, and the Motosport.com Spine Chillers Arena Cross team of Nathan Skaggs, Mike McDade, Willie Browning, and more. Join the Race Tech team by applying for rider support at Racetech.com. Use the Pulp MX code to save 20% at Racetech.com. Race Tech. 
NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility. Or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement. Or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length. Or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, there's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2014, X-Brand has taken a definitive step forward. With our new Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line, our style now mirrors our unmatched performance in terms of comfort and clarity in all conditions. We've added to our crop of top athletes including Mafia Moto Cruise Enforcer, Nick Way. Also, Crossland Racing's top Jimmy Albertson. Why spend more for a name when you can save money, look great, and enjoy elite optical performance? We offer a complete line of laminates, lenses, nose guards, and zip-offs, so head to your dealer today and demand X-Brand. You can also order direct at eksbrand.com, and Pulp MX Show listeners can enter Pulp Show 14 to save 30% today. Merch Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PulpMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. 
either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulbamex Show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. Hey, 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 W-E-E-L-S. Now that I got all your attention, let's talk about Wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W Wheels are built by the same guys, that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or Excel. WUSA, used by Reed, Roxon, Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000 square foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 7075T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pop MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. 
Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. everybody Pulpa Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com Kiefer I like it it's good good GNR song it's one of the better ones look around everybody wanna be down I just can't see but you ain't no welcome to the show a Cherbies with more than 40 years of experience, yeah. they become a world leader in yeah. accessory plastics. And gear. Amateur. <laughs> no. Uh, a Chevy's racing development program supports riders like Kenny Roxon, Travis Pastrana, Velopoto Dungy, and Chris Kiefer. Yeah. Whether you're simply in need of new fenders or you just want to personalize your bike with different colors, handguards, gas tanks, or skid plates, Cherbies is there for you. Check out the latest plastic styles and colors on the Cherbies Bike Builder. Cherbies.com. Hanging in the studio, a authentic, race-used Chris Kiefer, a Cherbies jersey. That's right. Should've 706 on the program, but number one in your heart. Oh, yeah. Good times. Monster Tom's in. From Kawasaki, he's going to tell us all about how Kawasaki feels tonight about everything. <laughs> everything course. he says is officially Kawasaki's <laughs> stance <laughs> on everything. <laughs> on everything. Hey, uh, coming up next, Jason Thomas. We're going to talk to him. Uh, we got a call, though. Noah, are you there? Yeah, I'm here, Steve. What's up, Noah? 
Uh, something real quick before I get to my question. Okay. Uh, how you guys just gave away that graphics kit? Yeah, bro. All right, well, I'm streaming your show through the website, and I, like, as soon as you said, like, oh, like, first caller, you know, I, I called in right away. And as soon as, um, as soon as the phone gets picked up and I get put on hold, like, you already have your caller. So it's kind of, like, lagging. I don't know if there's anything, like, that I'm doing that could change that or whatever. There, it's just luck of the yeah. draw. You can be psychic and be 30 seconds before Steve says anything, and then you'll probably get it. There is a uh, about a 30-second delay from the, from the um, stream, but I don't know if maybe if you listen on the phone or you listen through TuneIn, maybe it's not a stream. I don't know, man. Yeah. yeah like the, the delay should be for everybody. Yeah, man. it should be because it, it comes from here. Yeah, I, um, that's what I was just guessing. I was just figured it was still like the draw kind of thing. Uh, I think the winner see. was the guy across the street um, from yeah. the lion's den, so <laughs> yeah. it, it got there sooner. Yeah, sorry, Bo. But, hey, look, techonedesigns.com. Go on there. Give, there's a code you can use to save yourself money. They'll, they'll dial you in. Yeah, I, I, uh, I use your code a lot. But uh, to get to my question real yes. quick, um, I just got uh, an FMF. Uh, I think it's like a 4.1 uh, slip-on for yep. my uh, YZ450 yep. to 2013. And uh, okay. I was going to switch it out uh, coming up after Christmas and stuff like that. And I had, uh, I don't know, I just was going to ask if uh, you had any tips or anything I should do when I'm switching them out. Is there anything? Because I've never done it before. It's a stock pipe. So. Um, no. Well, now you have these beautiful things called EFI, which will adjust for you. Um, and the Great. FMF system is a good system. It works well. It fits good. Key for anything you can think of. I mean, this guy bolted on and go ride. He just, want, he just put a slip on, correct? Yeah, yeah, just a slip on. Yeah, it's just a slip on because with a 13, it's like how the exhaust like kind of like goes up and then like moves yep. around like kind of in the subframe. Yeah. So, and those are like almost impossible to find like a full kit. So, yeah. The uh, the the cool thing is that I, I believe, and Kiefer, you can correct me if I'm wrong, uh, the Yamahas greatly benefit from a slip on. Like, they're pretty choked up stock. Yeah, sometimes. Well, the new muffler, like the 15 muffler, is pretty dang good, but the 13 could use a slip-on. And sometimes yeah. when you just put a slip-on on and use the stock headpipe, the, it mm. actually is better. So sometimes Sweet. I just use a stock headpipe and a slip-on, and it works pretty good. Yeah, the stock, uh, the stocks, I guess the stock muffler on the 13s are huge. Like it almost sticks out over yeah. the uh, the Yeah, it's like a bazooka. Yeah, they're big. Monster Tom says just buy a Kawasaki. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he, his they, advice is. They didn't want to put a aftermarket they, on it But you, you shouldn't have to remap it or anything. It should be good to yeah, go. Yeah, you'll be good, bro. Sweet. I actually, uh, my, the, actually, the bike that I wanted, uh, you know, because I just started, uh, or I just got it for a 50, was a Cowie. But uh, one, of the, one of the kids I grew up with, he trains down at MTF. And he, he had, like, a bunch of, uh, like, his old, like, backup race bikes from 13, so he was selling them with, like, low hours. And, like, they had a bunch of, like, GYTR, st like, stuff in them. So I was yep. like, I had to get it, you know, for a cheap price. Okay. So. Well, there we go. Uh, no, no, that's fine. No harm will fell, man. Thanks, Noah. Appreciate yeah. it, man. Good luck right, with that. Have a good show. Thank you. Better, Noah. All right. Uh, welcome to the show. He is a former top privateer in the sport, two-time German Supercross champion, two-time Montreal Supercross champion, dun, now dun, dun, a dun. Uh, top sales uh, uh, manager at the WPS slash Fly Racing. He is Jason Thomas. And has tested the new fly boot. And he has had the new fly boot on his feet. Right. What's happening? What's up, JT? What, these, these, this fly boot stuff, it's, it's everywhere. Fly gear, best out there, bro. <laughs> Kenny Watson's weighed in. When's the boots coming out? Up. When are they coming out? Uh, we've got about another three weeks. Mm. So New Year. Phenomenal. Yeah, uh, we have a sales meeting in January. So <laughs> Okay. Uh, Jason Thomas's appearance on the show brought to you by Fly Racing. Fly gear. Best out there, bro. Flyracing.com. Check them out. Uh, some of the best stuff out there. Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, 
uh, Jimmy Albertson, Adam Entenap, just a few of the top-level athletes that use fly racing. And, oh, by the way, I use and endorse fly racing mountain bike equipment. So, um, Monster Thompson's studio. I don't know if Devin told you that. JT, yeah, what's I, up? Well, I, I saw it on the yeah. – uh, Monster. Well, you texted me earlier, and I saw it on the PR stuff. Monster Tom. And everything he says tonight is what Kawasaki is, says. Everything he says tonight is Kawasaki's official statement. It's binding. I'm binding. Yes. You know he's a gator, right? Yeah, that's JT, that's why we're going to talk Will Muschamp and Florida football and all that fun Let's stuff. Do it. Jim why are you a gator? What happened there? That's where I went to school. Oh, it is? Yeah. Where are you from originally? Florida, Cocoa Beach. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought you were a Cali guy. No. Oh, God, here Look we go. the tan. He still has the tan. Dude, here we go. So you two can discuss Tim Tebow and his failures <laughs> as an NFL quarterback and what should have been done. And that's jerk off. It's not a failure. It's just a setback. <laughs> hey, hey look, look at Johnny Manziel. Look at Team Tebow NFL records. I'll, I'll take one over the other for so, sure. So this is just a setback, and uh, – and so you're still holding up hope, JT. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right. Just a minor setback on the road to success. Look, we we uh, we discussed the the first half hour of the show was all JS7, and uh, so J, I mean JT, you're with us. It, it, too harsh of a penalty, pretty amazing, and uh, and it's pretty 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 big deal for our sport. Yeah, I think some penalty was warranted, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I don't know if that was the correct one. So let me ask you guys this: If you're Mike Webb. At Suzuki, Kiefer, I'll start with you. Do you do you call Jake Weimer? No. Do you call uh, somebody? Call anybody? What do you do? You go into season with Blake Baggett? Yeah, go see with Blake Baggett. Leave the hopes on him. Let James do some PR. And it's kind of late in the game right now to get a buy, you know a guy that's actually going to do really well. I mean, you can get a guy for a top ten, but do they really want that? No. So. What do you think, JT? Yeah, I think what Kiefer said, I mean, are you going to get anybody that's really going to get any, you know, like, I don't know what Weimer's contract situation is, but there's only a couple guys out there, you know, Josh Hill maybe, a couple guys that may not have the most ironclad deals. But other than that, I mean, not, it's kind of slim pickings out there. I feel bad for Yosh guys, all those guys, like we talked about, just putting all that Blake work Baggett. in. No, I know, but I mean, putting all the work in with JS and testing and ordering parts and doing all that, posters and blah, 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 blah. And now they're just, just yeah, you you're out. feel bad for them because they ordered posters? Yeah, I do. I feel bad for them. <laughs> okay. Because they ordered posters. He's still going to sign them. Hey, JT, as, some, as a guy who does a poster ordering for Kawasaki, it's it's a little more than you're, you're <laughs> giving it credit for, man. Um, all right. Hey, let's get into the X-Brand Goggle tear-off segment right now here on the show. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. Rapid-fire. These questions submitted by Corey Moser. X-Brand goggles. Choice of champions everywhere. Brock Tickle uses X-Brand. If you don't wear X-Brand, you won't win. It's that simple, people. And uh, use the code PulpMX14 to save yourself money at xbrand.com, eksbrand.com. The top goggles out there. Gary Sutherland used X-Brands yeah, to, win, to win the Works the works, the works title. Yeah, he won the Works title <sighs> using X-Brands. Hater. I was, I was going to say Dirt And on the cover of the new Dirt Rider magazine. DirtRider.com. Chris Kiefer. All right. Uh, Monster, you're new to this game. You, uh, these are questions submitted by a Corey Moser. Yep. Whoever a is. dedicated Pulpamex employee, and you have 15 seconds, and that—that's it. Just me? Tom, no, you have all as of much us. time as you need. No, you do <laughs> not. <laughs> you need. Don't 50. let them pressure you. I, I can stall. 
Okay. As I look it up on my phone. Uh, Devin, let's 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 have it. All right, Steve. Yep. If you could do a podcast with someone that is dead, who would it be? Donnie Schmidt. Could we, could, we, could we just say passed away? Eh. <laughs> it's Moser. <laughs> okay. All right, JT. Uh, do you think uh, do you think well we will see another writer fail a drug test or any of the related paperwork next year? Just the next in the next year? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say no in the next year, but I think you know moving forward it's going to happen sometime. Ten seconds, ten point nine. Good job. You're you're doing well, JT. Are we really on the clock here? Yep. I'm timing. Oh, yeah, it's it. complete bullshit. No, <laughs> no, he's got a clock. At like <laughs> mm-hmm. fifteen seconds. All right. Kiefer. Yeah. What is the breast, best? Breasts. Yes. Breasts. I, I love breasts. I figured that's what the answer was anyways. Breasts. What's the best Christmas get, gift uh, or present that Heather has given you? And he said breasts because he, Heather's right there. and he, I got all flustered. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The best uh, gift. She, has, she gave me a Cervelo Burberry. R3 road bike, which is pretty nice. And she also has given me after hours stuff. Inside the bedroom, but we won't talk about that. I what about sure, what about Burberry cologne? I for sure thought it was. Oh, be she Burberry. just bought me Burberry cologne when you sniffed another dude. And when said, I sniffed a dude, and she bought it for me because I uh, told her I really like it, and I'm wearing it right now, and I smell wonderful. JT could appreciate it. Suck it, Steve. Oh, <laughs> All right, next question. All right, Monster Tom, which athlete goes through the most Monster Energy drinks? Ash Hodges. That's an athlete? Yeah, absolutely. Dirt that's Shark. Not, that's, that's Dirt Shark. Yeah. Yeah. Are you talking about his brother? No. Oh, him? He's an athlete. No, that does not count. He's not an athlete. <laughs> I thought you meant his brother. No. I, I don't know that's the, Axel. Is I don't know the brother. names. but Yeah, no. Nah, okay. Dirt Shark goes through a ton of stuff. Are we going to let that stand? Uh, no, that's uh, bullshit. Yeah, it wasn't an athlete. Redo. Oh. We'll give you a second chance, dude. 30 30 second first time if Mathis can get away with saying that he... Is an Oakley core athlete or whatever? <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Ash is definitely a, a monster it's actually, athlete. It's actually an excellent point. All right, move on. Next okay. question. All right, <laughs> Steve. If Stewart had not been suspended, what would have been the reaction? Anarchy. I mean, there would have been some people really pissed, but uh, like again, surprise, he got suspended. I think people just would have rolled their eyes. I really don't think anything would happen. Just people just being like, yep, that's what happens in the sport. Yeah. Everybody carry on. All right. Yeah. Well, the, I think Vital MX Board would just be everybody right now who's saying it's terrible uh, would be saying that it's great, and everybody <laughs> saying it's great would be it's saying it's terrible. terrible. Right. So it, we'd still have 60 pages or whatever we're at now. <laughs> yeah. well, Sorby's going to light fires around Anaheim Stadium here in a couple weeks. All right, next question. <clears throat> All right. Hopefully Sorby says something really stupid, and they don't let him in the country. <laughs> All right, JT. Uh, which rider, in your opinion, will be the first one to picked up for a villain villain ride? The first, the first rider to be picked up. Yeah. Man, that's tough. I think, like I said, with the you know the Stewart thing a few minutes ago, I think there's a few guys out there that I, I would go with immediately, like Weimer and Hill. I just don't know how you know. I know I'm going over the 15 seconds here, and I 22. completely honestly don't care. But the thing about it is, is if those guys are smart, they would have put clauses into their deals, basically saying if a factory offer comes along, that they have the right to accept it. So if I was them, that's what I would have in my deal. And, and if that's the case, then I don't think it'll take very long because we all know how uh, dangerous this sport is, and, and that kind of stuff happens all the time. 
Lame. 46 seconds. <laughs> All right, next question. Stop All right. It. Kiefer. Yeah. Which motocross magazine has the best pinups? Jesus. Is there an... There... There, I mean, we don't do that, so obviously I can't say us. Oh, you uh, never... You don't, we don't have do, we Gary don't do. Sutherland in a, in a thong? No. <laughs> Backwards. <laughs> uh, Transworld, obviously. They have good chicks. They're the only ones who do it, aren't they? Uh, I, don't, I don't know, but... Yeah, I think MXA's done it every now and then. I don't again. like Transworld's new paper. Really? I don't like the paper. They switched to it about, what, six months ago or something. Like, too hard? Or? Monster knows what I'm talking about. I do. But I, I, I don't have any opinion on the paper. Bullshit. Yeah. You got an opinion. It, it never occurred to me to, to <laughs> complain no. about... Listen, it's garbage paper. I need to switch that back. It's not like this paper. That's right. Dirt or, or Racer X paper. Oh, I, I read Racer X on my iPad, so like. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, it's, oh, I it's, can't get it's into digital magazine stuff. I can't, I can't either. Uh, I miss Cycle News. I really yeah. do. Yeah. Well, just read it on your iPad. No, it it's sucks. Right there. Yeah, I don't like any of that stuff. Yeah. I like, tell you what, though. I only read books on an iPad. What's the difference? You can't navigate around the magazines easily with an iPad. I, I disagree. I, okay. Well, uh, just Transworld should fucked up with their paper. Okay. Well, Can we agree on that? Yeah, Don. Okay. All right. Next question. All right. Tom, what is the most difficult part about your job as Heather celebrates? Dealing with folks like Steve Mathis. Really? No. I, I just working with the media in general. It's not that. No. It's no. Difficult. No. 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 I'm calling bullshit. No. It, your hardest part of your job is dealing with the writers. No. Yes. No. The, the writers are actually really easy to, to deal. Really, with. to get to autograph signings and things like that. It's all really easy. Yeah. It, it really is. Like, come follow me for a day. It's hey guys, we need to go and. What about when you need to get Christoph Purcell to an outdoor national press conference? Or even the podium at Redbud. <laughs> When he, when he didn't go to that. There, there are difficult moments, but... The media and, is more difficult? Uh, certain media. Okay. And, and Steve being one of them. And to, really? to explain it, it's because you don't go through us. We, it's not that we want to control anything. Yeah, I'm not but, going through you guys. But we need to know that, hey, Ryan Villapoto is coming on the show tonight. No, we you need, don't. Yep. Yeah. We Here, need to know it so we can, we can take credit for it and put it on, put here's it on the our thing. reports. I would go through all the media guys. For sure. It would make my life probably easier. But in the times that I have gone through media, guys, and not you guys. I'm not talking uh, about – I am not talking about through us. I'm not talking about Kawasaki here. But when I've gone through media people in the past, they can't do it. Yeah, they, that, they fail to get the interview. They can. Sla- they won't. No, I think yeah. they, they tell me they can't do it. They're like, sorry, he won't yeah, reply. That, they say they can't, but they just yeah. won't. Okay, uh, well then – like, I know on my end, anytime we get a request, we – do everything we can to fulfill that request. What's the jankiest request you ever got? Without naming any names, without throwing anybody under the bus. Who? You, every year we get, and I'm not going to call out any certain website yeah, or anything, yeah, but, yeah, but we get, like, I, I like Do it. dirtbikes.com. And they want to sit which, down with Ryan Which Bottle. you're like, uh, <laughs> hey, uh, what, what kind of, what kind of, you know, what's your monthlies on? Yeah. Oh, oh, it's great. We get 100 people. And, uh, they actually say that? They say we get 100 people? Yeah. They, they come back like it's a, like 100 is a great number. And we're like, well, we, we, have, we have a – and we actually created a minimum standard so that we – Did we you have, really? So we have a formula. Yeah. We, we would love to do the interview with you, but we can't because you don't meet the minimum standard. We have standards. 100 people? They, <laughs> yeah. they, they oh. come back with that? Yeah. They're proud of it. <laughs> That's like That's the like pa- website. Steve. I yeah, was going to say, where did Paul Ben Max start? It didn't start with – No, no. But millions so it, of folks it has now. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. 
Now, as I say, like, let's say if someone started up a website and say, hey, I'm going to interview someone, so they have to go through you, and they're going to be like, eh, you haven't did anything yet, so we're not going to. And we're not going to automatically. We have the guidelines so that's an easy no, right. but that doesn't mean we just automatically go so no. Do it's, you get pissed when, I, when guys like me don't go through you? I, pissed isn't the right word, okay. but it, it's like, hey, <laughs> just call us. JT, JT. He's pissed, JT, right? <laughs> like, like, just, just call. Like, if you come through us and we let you down. I've then yeah skip us I get it but, I, I haven't but gone don't through, get let I don't down. know if I've ever gone through you but I've used Ken a couple yeah. times and he's come through every time I needed him that, and that's yeah. that's what we that's what we're paid to do but could let you get re- could you really get Ryan Villapoto to come on the Pulp Mech show yeah absolutely I don't think you could he'd go Mathis no and the beauty of it and <laughs> specifically the Pulp Mech show yes because. He likes your show. Call him right now. See if he comes on the show right now. I'll text him. I'm not going to call him. Call him right now on the air. Just hold up the phone. Yes. <laughs> no. And we'll see what he says. I guarantee you he, won't, he will not come on. We're going to text him right now, right? All right. Bill Poto. Okay. All right, next All right. question. 15 seconds. Rapid fire. There you go. <laughs> Steve. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Uh, talking about here. the Stewart suspension. Yes. Did anyone predict this? Did anyone see this big of a penalty being lashed out? Was there anyone yeah, no. saying this is going to happen? Watch there out. Were, there were jerkies in the pits who are into cycling and into things like this that, that told me it would be two years, uh, t- 12 months. Uh, people did predict this kind of stuff from the pa- I mean, I called them their idiots, and I punched them in the balls or whatever. But there was people who, who based on past history, sort of predicted this. So. Did you see that tweet that uh, I retweeted the other day about Wada's code going to four years? Yeah, I saw that. Wow. There's no chance he replied. That's retirement. Time. All right, next question. All right, JT. Name a rider who will start the season out slow but finish strong, and then name another rider who will start out the season fast but finish slow. Hmm. I'm going to go. Fucking Moser. I'm going to say Roxon starts like on fire. And then uh, maybe maybe falls off a bit. I just don't know how far at the end because he's just he's just done it every series he's ever been in. You know, I didn't think he was going to do it this summer, and then he did it again. Twenty three. So I'm going to take him, and then I think starting slow, and then picking up. I'm going to go with Chad. By the way, monster JT says Chad's looking good. Good. No, uh, Shock, uh, no, sh- we, we, shocking. We get updates too, and he, he is looking good. Just JT. Yeah, little... Tim Ferry's looking good, too. Mathis hates Chad Reed. Oh, uh, here we go. <laughs> uh, all right, next question. <laughs> all right, Kiefer, who do you think will have the farthest off bike setup at A1? Uh... Good question. I'm going to have to say... Um... 11 seconds. Dungey. I think that's a good. I think that's good. They got those bikes a little late. Yep. So he's a notoriously. And Dungy's always been a little bit picky about his picky stuff. Picky tester. Yep. Yep. All right, uh, Tom. This is the last question. Uh, which sport or athlete would be the hardest to write a positive PR for? <sighs> Moser. Pookie, where's my coffee? J Law. There's a lot. Uh, like the, 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 there's a lot of. Tough, sugar but out. right now Roger Goodell in NFL. Yeah. Did you do that? Like look at, yeah. look at everything he's gone through. Right. I wouldn't want to be the guy spinning that and trying to say that you know uh, he has made some massive <laughs> domestic violence was kind of okay, then it was really bad, and now it's really bad and <laughs> but kind of okay. And... Hey, um, but you look at the owners; they love him. 
Oh, absolutely. Well, he's a lightning rod. Absolutely love him. Absolutely. So, I don't think he cares. I really don't think he cares what the public or whatever thinks because the people that are paying him $45 million a year, yep. they love him. I just like all the domestic abuse commercials now that they have on the NFL Network. Yeah, they they didn't just have a quick overreaction at all, did they? Yeah. Um, Those are the worst commercials ever. So bad. Like bad acting, too. Like, I've never felt so uncomfortable watching someone swallow before. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Wow. You, your mind always goes there, Keith. You, tell me, you there. tell me it doesn't go there. <laughs> not with You're me, calm. not right away. Oh, it goes right Not there. right away. Quick with me. Um, that's why I said it matter to me. Yeah, 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 all good. Hey, uh, that's been the Expert on Goggle Tear-Off segment. <laughs> Use the code uh, PulpMX14 to save yourself money at X-Brand Goggles. Uh, we're going to give away... A pair of X-Brands to somebody who writes in to contest at pulpamexshow.com. I'm going to pick a random emailer for a free pair of X-Brand goggles. Contest at pulpamexshow.com. Send your emails in. Win some X-Brands. Hey, you guys answer this call here from Scott. I'm going to make a coffee. Okay? Do it. So, okay. <laughs> All right, Scott. Welcome to the show. And what's your question for Kiefer, Monster Tom, or JT? <laughs> Hey, uh, I was just wondering, did um, Mitch ever get out a press release of who's riding what coast? No, Mitch will have something out on uh, January 2nd at the, at the press conference. That's usually how it works. Actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that there, there definitely won't be a press release uh, for that. But Mitch always, and it's, in my mind, it's actually a pretty smart way of going about uh, how he chooses the riders for each coast, is he wants every guy to be ready to race at Anaheim. Because who knows what's going to happen injury wise? Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, but what about when they else? peak? Like you have to peak kind of at a certain time too. You know? Well, they they all strive to peak right at a one, and then maintain for the guys who are East Coast. And uh, at, at the photo shoot, it was pretty funny because none of the guys even know what they're racing yet. So so they're they're like, hey, if we can make a decision, that'd be great. And you know, we want because it, it, it's going to be a good year for those guys. Um, there's a lot of new faces over there. Uh, is Tonus in? Is he? In, he's going to go east because he's hurt, right? Uh, I honestly don't know what Kosi's going to do. It'd be tough for him to make west, but right. that's you know it, it all depends on the full extent of the injury. He's still over in Switzerland. Uh, what would your lineup? What heard. would your lineup be? Scott. Scott. Uh, um, mine would probably be probably put Bowers on east. Um, and Tonus obviously on east, and then. Oh, Savachi, Savachi West for sure. Um, I'm I'm missing Chris oh, Aldridge. Uh, Aldridge. What's Aldridge? Aldridge. Oh, Aldridge. He he. You need to put him east just because he's rookie. So. So you'd run one guy in the west and three guys out east. <laughs> no, no. I'm <laughs> nah, just I'm, I'm just messing with you, man. Right? <laughs> so, um, yeah. Well, I don't know. I guess then that in that case you put you put Bowers on the west. So Bowers, Savachi, West, and then Tonus. And Alders on uh, East is that? Is that yeah, that, actually, it's a pretty good because I think Bowers is pretty good on tacky stuff too. And Aldridge, Aldridge, I think I've seen him at the Supercross track ride, and I think he needs a little bit more time under his belt. You know, coming off from amateur and not being used yeah. to Supercross, and he's riding good, but you can tell he's still kind of sketchy a little bit. So, give him another month or two to you know to ride some tracks, and I think it'd be good. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. That's. I mean, that's almost like a suicide mission to put a guy comes to have amateurs into the West Coast Supercross, especially because right. West Coast is always more competitive too. Right. So you uh, have no idea. He doesn't get with you and tell you which one to. No. <laughs> like, like I, I wish I could say, hey, yeah, no, I, I know something nobody else knows, 
<laughs> but like the like I said, the riders don't even know currently what race or what coast they're riding. JT, who would you put? By the way, Tom's shocker that you said that you think that's a smart idea for Mitch. It, 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 no, it really is. Like, <laughs> there are times that Mitch and I have disagreed, and I was wrong, and uh, <laughs> and uh, but but no, really, that in my mind is a really smart way to go about that because injuries are so prominent in the sport. You you got to have guys ready because you don't want to go into the first race with. Oh, we we could have been better, but we didn't prepare because we thought this guy was going East Coast. I think it's really good yeah. for Mitch, but I think it sucks for the riders. Oh, uh, there yeah. there there's something to be said for that for sure. All right, thanks, Scott. Yeah, hey JT, what do you think? Just real quick about what? Um, I could go either way on Bowers. I think uh, I think having harder dirt would help him because he's heavy, but I think he rides the tacky stuff. So I'm I'm either way on that. And then with the Aldridge thing. I haven't seen him ride, so if, if uh, you know, I'll trust Keeper's judgment there, but I was kind of thinking him being a, a West, you know, Pacific Northwest kid, I was thinking that the kind of slipperier tracks would suit him a little bit better. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if he needs more time, he needs more time. Uh, breaking news from a guy on Twitter, uh, at D Height, DJ Height, get this monster clown off the show. Hey, thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. Hey, if they're not booing you, they're not, they don't uh, know you. Thanks, Scott. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Right, see ya. Thanks for calling. What? Can, can we stall the show for like three minutes? Why? Uh, I need to make a coffee. <laughs> yeah, who's hosting the show? There, Scott's what? asking. No, no, no host. You guys can't on? carry it. No, no, you no. Guys no. I was asking. <laughs> I want to talk about the YouTube dude. YouTube dude. The the dude that has the show. A Wayno. Wayno. <laughs> Listen to JT. Just uh, hold on. We got We'll talk Wayno later. Okay. We'll okay. Talk later. This was this was Mathis's biggest mind, thing that happened to Mathis. This is gold. This is gold. But did for you me. see my tweet where I said I deserve this way? No, I. And then you, but you called his opinion idiotic in the same tweet. No, I mean I, they are, but I, 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 I could have blocked him, and I like you know what? I deserve this. I brought him to yeah, life. That was like a that was like a backhanded like. Yeah, yeah. He said I deserve this, but you're an idiot. No, I mean, is yeah. this guy doing it for laughs? Is this guy full serious? Oh, he's serious. Oh my god, that's awesome. We'll talk Wayno Mathis later. He's having so much fun with this, and now he's got himself into a real conundrum. <laughs> it started off with all so much giggles. It has now gone so terribly wrong. All right, we got we only got Monster Tom for a little while, so the guy on Twitter can calm down. <laughs> exactly. yeah, I'll leave eventually, man. Maybe, what maybe I'll stay What now. I don't understand is, like, what have you done to, like, like, uh, like you've been great. Like, you're, you're uh, offering some uh, opinions. Like, who would ever say, like, get him off the show? Like, what has he done? That's probably one of the oh, are you in Vegas? What was that? Why are you in Vegas? Uh, you, you must have missed opening the show to play golf and gamble a little and maybe drink a little yeah. while, while the right. crowds are down. Um, hey, okay, uh, btosports.com, Gabba Gibbs. btosports.com, Gabba Gibbs, Gabba Gibbs, Gabba Gibbs, Gabba Gibbs. Gabba Gibbs, Gabba Gibbs, Gabba Gibbs, Gabba Gibbs, Gabba Gibbs. BTOsports.com, the nation's leading retailer for anything you need for your bike or body. Use the code PULPAMEX to save yourself money on your checking out. BTOsports.com, proud sponsors of Justin Brayton and Andrew Short, the all-nice guy team in 2015. Uh, fantastic guys, and uh, BTOsports.com, always there, supporting the sport. Brand new website. 
Uh, these are your questions. Submit it on Twitter. Uh, two, three thousand, four thousand of them. And uh, Devin takes them uh, after he wipes his tears from his relationship that has gone sour and uh, picks the best uh, five or six. And uh, here we go. Gabba Gibbs. Look at his face. Oh, dude. <laughs> I didn't know. I Devin, had have you tried to get her to come home like Kenny did with uh, Gigi? <laughs> uh, yeah, I tried. It failed. So I just kept it moving. Uh, that wasn't Gigi. That was BMX chick. There was, the, But Gigi was another one. Yeah. Uh, they all run together. Mm-hmm. Same crowd. Yeah, fantastic. All right, let's do it. Uh, all right, this first one's from Stephen Kane. Uh, he's for anybody. Do you guys think uh, after James appeals? I think it's Stephen. Stephen, Stephen. Uh, he's very sensitive about his reading and lack of reading awesome. ability, JT. And we're trying not to bring that to light. <laughs> his dad was upset at us <laughs> for making fun of him. So if tra- only the host of the show's name was Stephen. It's spelled differently, I think, oh, isn't yes, it? Yes, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it I'm not shy away from the importance of literacy. <laughs> Suck it. Okay, let's do it. If, when James, James. Doesn't, if James doesn't race the entire uh, 2015 season, do you guys think he may get his knee fixed? That's actually not a bad question because he, <laughs> he has a knee issue. It, it, exactly. Uh, I mean, there's okay. Look, a light bulb just went off. Or my does head anybody and, does hey. anybody think he races the two nationals once his suspension clears? No, right? Oh, no. Well, ba- based on that Suzuki release, you 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 want him to, and you know he and and even his his Instagram post, he he wants to be out there for the fans. That's that's the way you get out there for the fans is you go out and you race those races as soon as you're eligible. What if he comes out for the two nationals, wins one one, flips everybody off over the finish? That'd be awesome. More power to him. That's like <laughs> that would be awesome. That's a great story. Yeah. Like what? He... That would be awesome. <laughs> like... I, you know what? Sure, JT, you're the racer here. Kiefer, you're the racer. Get their knee fixed. Yeah, why not? You're off. Get it done. All right. So you come back next year strong. His knee's jacked for sure. Well, I, I mean, we we think it is. I, did, I, don't, I don't know well, nothing I mean, about it actually. An AC an ACL. He's he's a hundred percent at. Four or five months. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and, I'm, and I mean like 100%. Right. You know, like riding and good to go. So I would uh-huh. think if, you know, it shouldn't matter either way. Okay. All right, next question. All right, this next one is from Phil Your Poto. Your doesn't count. <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> this next question is from Pill Poto Snack. Okay. Uh, out of which of these guys do you guys think will land a Supercross fill-in ride? Purcell, Hanny, Metcalf, Way, Josh Hill, or Gerke? JT, go first. Uh, was Weimer in there? No. Or name him again, uh, real quick. Sorry. Uh, it's Purcell. From the choices, I would go with Hill. Purcell, Hanny, Metcalf, Way, Josh Hill, and Gerke. Metcalf's doing the first uh, six only. Gerke's got an arena cross gig. Uh, Purcell is out of it. Um, a Hill, yeah. Yeah. Hill, monster uh, huh? Yeah. I, 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 what does Kawasaki think? <laughs> Who is Kawasaki going to pick up? Well, Kawasaki. Has a lot of support behind Hanny for his, his ride yeah. in that motorsport program. And do you think he can win? Absolutely. Like <laughs> that, see, that's no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. But that was a true. That, that sounds like <laughs> bullshit when you say it like that. No, though. but a- absolutely he can win though because look at look what he did when he was riding with Mitch's program, and, and look at the su- success he had. He he came down. He was what se- finished second in the points. Could have won the title. Right. Good thing he didn't because he'd have to move up. Yeah. But I don't want to be a dick. You're his manager. You but can't. But generally, be. that's when people are dicks when yeah, they say exactly. that. Right? <laughs> you guys have Millsaps and Han. Yeah. You might want to look into who's first on that list. <laughs> Just saying. Wow. Just saying. Wow. You have a guy coming off a. Like, ye- hold on. Let me knock on some wood in the stadium or something. You like have that. a guy who coming off 
uh, a year he didn't race and has missed more outdoor races than probably anybody. And you have Will Hahn, who's made it through one season without injury. I'm just saying. Love the guys. It's bound to turn around for them at some point, uh, Here right? we go. All right, here <laughs> like, we go. Luck's got to go somewhere. Okay, next question. All right, this next one's from Cruz76. Uh, if James sco- scores no points next year, is he in jeopardy of losing the number seven? No, okay. not at all. All right. Two years, right? I mean, I don't know, but no. No. This next one's from Missy Russell for you, Kiefer. Uh, how many hours on a two-stroke before you replace a cylinder and crankshaft? That's Mathis's. That's not mine. Well, he, she's asking you. Mathis. What, what's the question? How this long? Coffee's delicious. Is it? Made it yourself? Uh, how many hours on a two-stroke before you replace a cylinder and crankshaft? You should rebuild the crank. Do not throw it away. 60, 70 hours? Wow. Cylinder? Yeah, why not run it? Yeah, it's Nicosil. Lasts forever. Yeah. Uh, if it was me, I'd go to the the next race. I know a team Green Tech's going to be there and talk to them. Those guys are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> not Mathis. Uh, all right, next question. All right, this next one's from Brad Hoskins. Uh, which rookie will have the highest finish in the 450 class at A1? 450 class? Yes, sir. Rookie? Yes. Sealy Wilson, Baggett. Uh, Anderson, Anderson um, at A1, coming out of the gate, just boom, nerves at all-time high, pressure at the all-time high. I'm going to go with the guy that has the most experience in the class, Cole Seeley. Mm. I'm going to go with Anderson. Monster's going to go with the Kawasaki well, guy. Now you know what? I, I'm, a, I'm a Dean guy. I, th- I think he can you – know, you look what he did at Daytona last year on the 450, and I, I think he can he can come out and be fast and open some eyes. All right, JT? I'm going to say, I think it's between Seeley and Anderson, the first one. I don't know why. I, th- I think Dino will have bright spots. I just don't know if it'll be the first race. So, yeah. uh, I think you'd go either way. Just flip a coin. I guess I'll take Seeley. Speaking of this. I mean, you look at, sorry, sorry I didn't mean to no, cut you off. You no, look no. at their Anaheim results from last year. How do you pick between those two? Yeah, no. I mean, it's like the last turn every race. Going, uh,. Uh, going off this fill-in stuff or the, the Mitch Payton stuff and all that earlier, I got a text today from somebody that's you know in the mix, and I, I mean I don't know whether to put this in the rumor stage or this guy should be the cops should call him call this guy and arrest him. <laughs> he said Mitch is looking at Vince Freeze for a fill-in. God, that dude, that's not that's not that far off. I mean I don't. Does really he like need the, a fill-in? I don't like the guy personally, but the dude rides great, especially Supercross. Has anybody heard anything? Okay. JT, have you, when you talk to Vince a lot, have you heard anything? No. Okay. Monster? Although my roommate is, like, really good friends with him. Oh. That's your roommate. Um, all right, next question. All right, this next one is from at Willie722. Uh, Seven Deuce Deuce. Uh, how does Jeremy Martin do next year in Supercross? Fuck, I just hope he qualifies. First round. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> good God. I mean, honestly, he won Vegas last year, yeah. won the national title. I, he's going to be a title guy. Yeah. Is he west or east, do we know? He's doing east because Webb he, so, he went 2-1 the last two races. And Webb, said, Webb tweeted something about getting ready for A1 or something. So okay. it looks like yeah. that's what. And how can he not be a contender? Like, yeah. you, you, you got to get it. He's got that kind of skill. You got to have him up there. Just qualify. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I don't want to be a dick, but I'm going to be a dick. Just qualify. Those guys all caught a huge break with Cinderella going out. My opinion, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, Alex Martin, look for Alex Martin wearing the X Brown goggles on the Rock River team. 
killing it. Clear vision. All right, next question. All right, this next one is from Bill Jenkins. Uh, how will RC and Eldon work together now that they deal directly with Ken? Fine, I think. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't think... Be an Eldon? Uh, yeah. Was there a problem? RC. No. RC and Alden. I don't think RC and Alden were all pumped on each other when it when that thing ended. But... Uh, I think RC's mellowed out a lot, too. It's like, been a while. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and you, everyone on, this, on the phone and in studio here... How many times have two people in the industry motherfucked each other and said they'll never work with that dude again? And then in about a year, they're on the same team or they're sponsoring that guy, like you know. Right. And everybody's professional, and they want they want the most success they can get. RV, the only, did RV get back to you yet? Uh, you know what? I didn't even check. But <laughs> way, way to interrupt a nice thought I had going yeah, there. Sorry. But <laughs> but being professional, you want success, and that's yeah. You, you got to work with who you have to work with. And Ryan has not responded yet. Okay, we cold but, called them last week. But we usually do more than I don't know five minutes notice for interviews. That's so. Do you want me? Do you want me to go too. through you for, to talk to Millsaps or Han? Absolutely. Okay, I won't this year. Yeah, I will go through you guys. Either me or Ken. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Whoever's at the races. Yeah. I will not call them or text yeah. them. Yeah. So like that doesn't happen. No, <laughs> it, it never does. No, JT, I will. I will be a new media. I will do media the proper way. Yeah. And you're just talking about off. You're going to do that for everybody. Interviews. You're going to do yeah, like, offsite stuff. Yeah, Mandy. You're gonna do it like the I whole like, way. I like Steph. Steph not at KTM. She's great. You're gonna, she's, you're gonna ask her yeah, every time you need a KTM guy. She's great. The, I don't when she you. when she got the job. Uh, oh, Alex Martin's riding West Coast. By the way, I got a text just right now. Watch for Alex sure. Martin on the West Coast, killing it in his ice brand goggles. Uh, Steph and I love her, and she's she's great at her job and everything else. She told me one time, if you need to get Kenny or Marvin, just let me know. I'll help you. And I'm like, don't you have another rider on your team? Dunge. <laughs> yeah. If you need Kenny or Marvin, I'll, I'm there for you. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Dunge just probably told her, not the fat guy. Not the fat guy. Anyways, but Dunge has come on the show since then. So. Um, all right, next question. All right, this next one's from Ryan Phillips. Uh, Vicky Golden's going to be racing 250 East. Really? I guess so. Does Vic, she, the, Vicky Gold? The is? chick, yeah. Does she do anything? Well, she signs up. She races. She rides practice. <laughs> Fuck. I don't think she makes a nice show. Say, I was going to say racing may be a stretch, but I didn't want to be the dick. <laughs> I like Vicky. I don't think she makes the night show. Uh, I'm going to disagree. Okay. Night show, you say yeah? Um, not uh, initially. Yeah, but, but. Fifth round in, sixth round in, starting to thin out a little bit. I okay. think she can throw down a lap to make the night show. Okay. After that, done deal. Whoops are big. It's super cuss. Yeah. But I think if any chick could do it, she has she has a lot of I skill. I agree with that. I'll, yeah. go, I'll go with that. Yeah. Well, that's not how it works, though. How does it work? If it can't be just if any girl can do it, she's the one. Like if they're not going to just hand out a ribbon, like you know. I'm just saying, out of all the out of all the out of all the women that I've seen race and throw down a bike and do stuff, she has the most skill that I've seen as a woman racer. And, and let's okay. not act like that. Her making a night show and even better making a main event wouldn't be huge for Supercross. It, it, it would open up a lot of avenues in mainstream media because a, a woman is doing something that's never been done before. Do you think it would help our sport like it did with, you know, four wheel racing, or you think it would make our sport softer? No, I think it would help our sport a ton. I mean, look at e- even last year in HRA. I think uh, it was one of the Force daughters. She won the hundredth race as a woman in in NHRA and that's it, it 
that was the only NHRA stories I saw all year, and that was because it was yeah. something that that drew attention and, and was a little out there. I will double down my bag at bet. <laughs> Where are you going to walk from? <laughs> Frickin Wherever the race is. Oh, uh, JC and his walk. I just called. Tried, I just tried, tried to call Villapoto <laughs> because he just Instagrammed six minutes ago, so he didn't answer. But you but, know, he saw it. But it, well, what's the Instagram too? Because remember, he has a no. It was he his. Also, it wasn't a GoPro a, guy. He has a, he has a guy right. who, who does some stuff. For uh, him too. The guy who has that thing spelled correctly. Yes, that guy. Um, uh, no, this was him because it was beer and pizza or something. Um, and smokes because he's no, here it's, now. I saw that. Cheap hey, and, and how about those people that just oh, he just was, don't get it? He, he was great at our uh, at our kickoff. He's like, you know, I, I I hosted and much like on Twitter, I got a. Uh, some guy on Instagram called me an a-hole, not respecting the king, and I'm like, it's been a bad week on social media for me. Like, nobody wants me doing anything. But ask, ask Ryan about going to Europe. He goes, oh, it's great. I smoke about a pack of cigarettes a day, and, and the gasp inside the Cowie Auditorium, they're like, and you're like, no, nah, he's just joking, guys. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's not. Uh, okay, so JT, you're walking home if Baggett makes the podium. You're walking home from any Supercross other than Daytona. Oh, he just texted me back. He said, next week, man. So, uh, so maybe you shouldn't go through. Well, he's a Euro guy now. That's why I'm, yeah, not, that's I'm not doing PR right. for him. Uh, so, JT, you're going to walk home. Right now. You're going to walk home from any uh, Supercross that Baggett makes the podium other than Daytona. Yep. And you're also going to walk home if what? What happens? She makes the main event. Oh, main, for sure. What about night show? No. No. I mean, some, some races there's only like 44 guys. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's, I'm not going to do that. But right. a main event? Yep. Yeah, I don't think she's making a main either. Do you have any more? Yeah, we got a couple more. Okay, let's hurry up. These monsters got to go. Without a doubt. Uh, let's see. We at Laser Two Fifty F. Is that Jeff Alessi? Hopefully. Uh, what is the seven? Is it deuces? too soon? Is that too soon? No, no. it's good. Perfect. Okay. Right. <laughs> what is the uh, seven deuce 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 plans for Supercross? Will he be at a one? Yeah, his fucking his plans are to fucking conquer. That's what his plans are. <laughs> Taking it over. Yeah. No, he's. Does yeah. seven deuce deuce make the main yeah, no at a one? Ooh. I hope he doesn't listen to this. I think he does. He does make the main. No. What? I think he does listen to this show. Oh. <laughs> oh I'm, like, I'm like, you think he does? Why wouldn't you want him listening? I don't think he does. JT? Dude, I saw a list on Vidal. Speaking of Vidal, I saw a list of like 24 guys. Oh, yeah, it, nice. And he wasn't even in there. <laughs> no, it's... Seven Deuce Deuce makes the main at A1, yes or no? Yes. Yeah. I love the seven deuce deuce, but I don't know about a one man a one. That's what I'm saying. Maybe the next round or whatever things change. So no Nick Schmidt. I got come out of being like tenth in points the year before and not made it. Just straight up wasn't fast enough. Yeah, Mm -hmm. gnarly. Gnarly. All right, next question. All right, last question for from Kyle Greenwalt. Uh, For all the average Joes out there, if we all had to go into a shop and buy a bike right now, what are we purchasing? Kawasaki. KX. This is obviously not for you, oh. Monster. Well, uh, Kiefer's buying a Yamaha. He's <laughs> buying a Kawasaki. <laughs> what are you buying? JT is buying a, I think a KTM these yeah, days. KTM. I what probably you buying, Steve? like a Goldwing. A Goldwing. <laughs> I'm buying one of those Can-Am three wheelers. Oh, okay. The two on the front and the one on the back. Oh, you're gay. No. God. You know, that Those comes with a free pair really, of Crocs. really, really homosexual. Right. You I, might as well just start sniffing dudes next, bro. Driving to nah, Vegas. Yeah, man. Those are cool. I saw a guy uh, wearing his Honda. Cool, by the way. He had a Honda shift jersey on. The guy in, in moto pants. And then a second dude riding with him. On the Can-Am thing? On the Can-Am thing. Both of them wearing moto <laughs> 
can't, I, uh, you can't even finish your I sentence. I, like I saw it and I'm like, that, honestly, if I'm bu- this isn't really happening, is it? Take this to your superiors, Dude, yeah. monster. Okay? Be legit. Okay. Okay. Take this to your superiors. If you want to kill it, if Kawasaki wants to kill it, the UTV market is already played out. Okay, done deal. Uh, you can't do anything more than that. Everyone's got one. You know what the next thing is? You want to know? Uh, yeah, love And to. I mean, people are listening, so they're going to steal this idea. Build a bike like a Honda Cub. Bring a Honda Cub back. Oh, dude, don't even bring up Honda Cubs. That's the greatest. Bring them back. Kawasaki. I can't, I can't, I can't hey. say what I wanted to say there. Kawas- I've had a don't lot of fun them- on Honda Cubs. Do not call them Cubs. <laughs> no. Nah. Because that's Honda. Yeah. Uh, the remote, she's freaking out. Just hit any button. No, now hit the center button. Great radio, bro. Um, <laughs> don't call it the Cub. Call it the Kawasaki ah, Kumquat. Kumquat's <laughs> not, <laughs> not going to sell. I'm kidding. No, those are fun bikes. They're, they're That's what I'm saying. But, don't bring those back. You ever had one, Kiefer? No, I don't, know what the, I don't know what it is. What? No. Oh, JT, you know what one is. A Honda Cub? Yeah. Oh, I wanted one so bad. But <laughs> is we it like a 50? Couldn't get one. It, I don't know what size they were. It, what size were they, JT? Uh, I think they're 50 cc. I think they are too because it seemed faster. I than think that. I know oh, what you're they, talking about. They were we used to we they were our pit vehicles in uh, in cart and champ car and in Indy car they still use them too. Yeah, and I'm talking custom paint jobs on them and it, tell tell Cowie to bring them back. They're great. Bring them back. Well, they didn't. Man, have I wanted them in one first so place. bad when we were kids. Like all the cool kids had them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. KLX 110 is not I a bad tried, alternate though. I tried to trade. <laughs> What would you buy, seriously? I tried to trade my YSR fifty, dude, for, a, for a Cub. <laughs> I wanted. I was going to trade a YSR fifty straight up for a Cub. <laughs> did you race those little uh, pit races on those YSR fifty? No, I never did any races on uh, them. But uh, I did a couple of those. What would I buy? Yeah. If you're going to ride dirt bike related, like just go out. And yeah, if I wanted to buy a bike, um, Project Ninety. I would honestly. That's be a new bike. Uh, you know what? I don't know. I don't know. You're going to waffle? You're going to be there. I'm going to waffle. They all got, like, I think the Cowies are solid. Like, everything's good about them. But? They're great. You know, they're maybe a little big, a little tall. I'm not that tall of a guy. But see, that's what Cowie's got your back on that now. Here we go. Jesus Christ. You have adjustable handlebars. You have adjustable pegs. The bike is made to be adjusted exactly to I agree with this guy on Twitter. Don't say no air fork shit, though. Go back to spring fork. That's what you need. Oh, Wayne just, <laughs> I don't make those decisions. <laughs> Wayne just texted but me. But that triple chamber air force. Wayne, no, Wayne, Wayne just tweeted me. He just tweeted oh. me. <sighs> okay, we got to take a commercial break. JT, uh, we may get back with you. We may, we may not. I don't know. I want to be on for Wayne. Oh, for the Wayne talk? Can we call? Can, yeah. can you get his number? Can we talk to that guy? No, I was going to do it, and then Wayne effed himself. Uh, so oh, he's not going to be on the show? No. <laughs> no, he's not, he, he, he did not want to come on the show. Are you serious? Come yeah. on. No, and then he insulted me a whole bunch, which made me think oh. that he really didn't want to come on the show. He said he he said he loved the publicity. He loves the haters. He wouldn't come on the show. He said he said, "Why would I come on your show? You control it." No, t- Just- I I subscribed. You did? Yes. I want to win the fucking bag. <laughs> of course, it's Cologne. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right, JT, we'll get I'm back with you. you. He robbed a Dillard's. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what we're talking about, Lester? I, I, gotta, I sort sort of through the through the deal, right, but right. but robbing Dillard's. Did you go to FSU there? All right, okay, JT, we'll get back Pretty with much. you. All right, we gotta go. Peter Wark, Peter right. Wark. FlyRacing.com. Jason, Jason Thomas. 
Fly gear, best out there. Uh, we're going to take a commercial break. Come back with Brock Tickle and Michael Lieb. Are you a believer? I'm a believe. You're a believer? I like Belieb. He's a cool All right, we'll get uh, Brock Tickle and Michael Lieb on here. Monster Tom, are you sticking around or are you leaving? What are you doing? I'll stick around for another segment. Oh, that guy on Twitter is going to be so <laughs> that's, that's the only reason why I'm doing it. <laughs> All right, everybody, we'll be right back after these words. Full-time X Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at pictures from back then, and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulpamex. Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying riders, racers, and tuners with the industry's best suspension products, period. Paul Theed has taught most of his competition the ins and outs of suspension. Why does he reveal his secrets? The more you know, the more you'll choose Racetech. The creators of the do-it-yourself gold valve kit, a revalve in a box. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Theed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically improved bottoming resistance, increased traction, control, and consistency. Racetech's high-performance springs are high-performance because they're extremely lightweight for their rates. Use the Pulp MX code to save 20% at Racetech.com. Racetech. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All 
all EnFab products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy EnFab products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-ENFAB. EnFab, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility. Or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement. Or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length. Or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, there's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2014, X-Brand has taken a definitive step forward. With our new Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line, our style now mirrors our unmatched performance in terms of comfort and clarity in all conditions. We've added to our crop of top athletes, including Mafia Moto Cruise Enforcer, Nick Way. Also, Crossland Racing's top Jimmy Albertson. Why spend more for a name when you can save money, look great, and enjoy elite optical performance? We offer a complete line of laminates, lenses, nose guards, and zip-offs, so head to your dealer today and demand X-Brand. You can also order direct at eksbrand.com, and Pulp MX Show listeners can enter Pulp Show 14 to save 30% today. Merch Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex Show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA 
proven on the track. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 7075T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know know these bars bars can take the abuse you'll give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. everybody Kiefer Goo Goo that's your second Goo Goo Doll song hey don't let the name fool you that band kicks ass not gonna lie uh, I was driving around the other day and Slide came on that's good. I left it on yeah. I might have even turned it up right yeah I think the name scares people away Goo Goo man Goo Goo Dolls now did I read something that they went bankrupt no yeah really? they're bankrupt yeah that sucks yeah Maybe he was singing a national anthem there last week, so maybe he's on he's hurting for some money. Yeah, maybe so. What's Monster what's Kawasaki's official statement on Goo Goo Dolls? Monster? Good band actually. Yeah, it's okay. a good band. Right. Can we get the mic? Like if we had professional equipment like on the studios here, not three hundred dollar headset. Like Kenny problems. Like we're right. we're, we're over here, I'm running the Wygant headset. Kiefer never we can has, have just a Kiefer never mic has a problem. Hey, uh eight ten solutions, uh the number eight ten solutions dot com. Check them out. Uh, they got the Rhino Global products and, and Brat Bars and uh, all your nutritional supplements need, which, I, I mean, now that I'm mountain biking, I could use some stuff. 
Um, you know what I find out? Uh, God, because I've been mountain biking so much, hungry all the time. Yeah, burn And i got to be careful to not put the wrong food in, you know? Yeah. Sucks. What? So when you're mountain biking, are you eating some cleaner shit now? Or what? Well, yeah, because I, I have to eat, and I'm just like, I can't eat that. i got to eat this. So, like, apples right. and bananas are big. Uh, um, yeah, just, you know, kind of sucks. That's ah, good for you. I know, but I just got to be careful because you get hungry, man. I saw you climb a 1,000 feet there. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's that's about my longest ride because I don't have – I mean, I'm busy. I don't have time to, like, go on these gnarly rides. A 1,000 feet's a good ride. Yeah, no, no, yeah, you know, no joke. Um, all right, welcome back on the show, a10solutions.com. Use the code PULPAMEX to save yourself money with those guys. Uh, anything you need for uh, um, uh, Rhino Global products or Brat Bar or anything else, check them out. And, of course, Works Connection, they've been on our show for, geez, almost for since the beginning. And, Kiefer, if anybody knows quality products, Works Connection is it. Yeah, I mean, besides the clutch purchase, too, like, I just uh, got these, if you guys got air forks, they have these little uh, Schrader valve extenders that stick out so that it's not a pain in the ass to stick the, the air nozzle in your forks. Pretty cool, you know? Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. W Wheels, Mafia Moto Crew, Guts Racing, official seat foam of Monster Pro Circuit. Um, uh, FMF Racing, a Cherubis, Works Connection, NFAB, Jeep and Truck Parts, Vortex Racing, Atlas Neck Braces, X-Brand Goggles, Race Tech Suspension, Fly Racing. Team is Monster Energy Pro Circuit Kawasaki, though. <laughs> if you get that once or twice, that'd be nice. All right, Monster Energy Pro Circuit Kawasaki. Uh, I, Velo said next week he'll come on, and then I yeah. said to him that we were having a bet on who could get him on the show, and exactly. neither one of us <laughs> yeah, were exactly. successful. <laughs> so thanks a lot. I'm gonna, do I need to call Ken? No, uh, the uh, Steve Gutrich, who's the manager of all Kawasaki's European racing program, oh, is, he's the guy? is who we need to talk uh, to. Ryan you know who says he's him. coming in studio? Uh, he's got some time on his hands. Uh, Adam Sincerlo <laughs> says he's going to come up. Is he? Do a show. That, so. he'd, he'd be great in here. Actually. Yeah, I think he'd be a good co Oh, he'd be really good. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it'll actually happen because the amount of people that said they would come up and they know people that actually have, you know? I'll tell you what, do you, so. you want us to work on that? Let's work on that. Let's work Let's on that. Let's get when, the Cowie PR guys <laughs> to work on that. Hey, wait, wait. So you, you go around me, and then you're like, I don't think it's going to happen. Nah, but, ah, you know what? Maybe if you can make it happen. Because this, this was before our, my I, new pack. I, I, my I'm new pack. You. Now I got my pack. So, nah, hey, maybe I'll, maybe Will Hall's calling me right now, but I got a, I got a red button him. <laughs> yeah. And I, go through you guys. No, nah, absolutely. Absolutely. If Will calls you. I know. Hey. Uh, Especially Will. The only American-made sprocket company out there that has back-to-back 450 Supercross titles is Vortex Racing. So if you want to support the American-made products, uh, go to VortexRacing.com. Uh, you can also save 40% on Vortex uh, bars and sprockets. Email roger at vortexracing.com. Great bars, great sprockets. Uh, I know uh, you have a, a deal with the competitor stuff, but have you ever right. used Vortex? Yeah, uh, we use some on bike builds. Yeah. It's good stuff. Good stuff. And actually, the sprockets look bitching, too, how they're cut. It's yeah, cool. they kind of don't have that little middle piece or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, so Vortex Racing is pleased and proud to present our next guest on the Pulp Mex Show, presented by BTOsports.com. He is a newly signed RCH Suzuki rider. He is X-Brand Goggles RCH rider Brock Tickle. What's up, Brock? Uh, nothing. Just uh, got done eating dinner, just hanging out, uh, ready for a good day of riding tomorrow. Swisscore uh, prepped you for coming on the show tonight? Your number one fan? No, he didn't even text me. He doesn't like me anymore. Oh, yeah, that's what happens when you get hurt. Your phone stops ringing, right? Yeah, Yeah, that's what happens. Uh, I, I feel good for, uh, uh, from now on, I'm just going to refer to you as X-Brand Goggles. This is Brock Tickle. Just, that's it. That's that's your main sponsor. So. Do you think RCH will like right. it? As long as, as long as there's no water in between my tear-offs, 
No, no. What are your goggle demands now that you're wearing x brand and I have to build them? What are your goggle demands? Right. Um, are you hard to work for? Are you going to yell at me? I'm terrible. I'm really bad. You gotta. There's no cheap pads on there. I don't want to see Target brand or Walmart brand. No, no. I want, I, I want the good brand. I've already been told, and I already supply my riders with uh, uh, the top uh, uh, feminine hygiene pads out there. Uh, um, Tampax? Is it Tampax? Is that the number one brand? Kotex. 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 Oh, yeah. Why does the guy know this? I don't know. Kotex. I, I, I get the Kotexes. Hashtag Burberry. Yeah. What's your favorite color goggle? They're all on the same page. Yeah. No, you can't use the cheap ones I've been told a while ago. You just can't do it. They don't work as good. Um, yep. Hey, uh, congratulations on the on the RCH ride. I mean, we, we've kind of known it for a while. You've been riding their bike, but it became official this week. Uh, you got to be pumped. Uh, they, they You're back on the team. Yeah, no, I'm super stoked it all worked out. Obviously, um, it was kind of slow there for a bit, but mm-hmm. um, it was. Uh, I knew I I knew if it was going to happen, it was going to be me. So that's that's kind of why I waited around, and I kept getting told that that's what it was going to be, and I trusted them, and uh, we got it done. And uh, I'm super stoked. They did a they did a really good job uh, this summer with Ivan with the bike, mm-hmm. and uh, made some good improvements, and. They hired a couple more people on board, Aaron Johnson, to work with uh, some of the ECU stuff and stuff like that. So I'm stoked mm-hmm. to have Aaron on the team, uh, worked with him at PC. So I'm looking forward to uh, a good year. Um, I feel pretty good. I've only had basically a month on Supercross, so mm-hmm. uh, it's been good. Vortex Racing brings you uh, Brock Tickle, RCH's Brock Tickle, uh, 702 586 Seven eight five seven. You got a question for uh, Brock Tickle? It's um, it's nice to see them bring you back. I know that you know they obviously signed Kenny Rocks and a lot of funds went to him. But you know you had a bad injury last year. You weren't able to race uh, more than half the Supercross series and all the outdoors. It's nice to see a team stick behind you. Yeah, no, I'm I'm super stoked. Um, the whole team has uh, been behind me since I got hurt and. Uh, I tried to go to as many races as I could while I was hurt, just just, just to stay around the scene, so that way mm-hmm. I didn't drop all the way off the map. But uh, yeah. it's been good. I've had it's been fun uh, getting some, just building everything back up to to where I need to be to be strong for uh, a one and whatnot. And I see progress, and that that gets me motivated and uh, makes me want to be better. So I'm looking forward to uh, a good year, and uh, hopefully uh, in a week and a half take off where i where i was uh, where i was when i got hurt mm-hmm. um this is Kiefer. when you're riding the new bike since you're riding the 15 do you feel any difference between the with the new frame on with the 15 well honestly um i i had a 14 stock bike when i first started riding again and then uh when i first um got a 15 stock bike i could tell a big difference but uh, I never, I never went back to back on Supercross, so I couldn't really give you my feedback on that. Other than the whole bike's different, motor setups way different, um, suspension's a little bit different for this year, and uh, it's all it's all positive and it's uh, better than where we were last year. So bringing Aaron Johnson onto the team does that make total number of staff members over there over fifty or under fifty? It's it's a big crew. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, I'm, the way everything, I mean, them adding, I think the people they have been adding is uh-huh. just going to make it better for us riders, and I think that's the 
the, the key to having a good team is having a good group of staff that work well together. And uh, I feel like every one of them is, is part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I also noticed that you're not wearing a neck brace this, you know, right now when you start riding. Is that something you're going to stick with, or what's the reason behind that? Um, I just obviously I got hurt with it on, and I broke my T7, which was. Um, right there below and it's just uncomfortable for me right now to wear a neck brace and um with the injury i have obviously my mobility is not um a hundred percent um like it was before i got hurt so i feel like just wearing the neck brace makes me makes me feel stiff at the moment and whatnot so it's not a question that i'll be in one again but um at the moment, it just it feels better with it off. Maybe you should try an Atlas Brace, atlasbrace.com, official sponsor of the Pulp Mech Show. It's like you're wearing yeah, nothing I have at all. One. I'm telling you what, put it on. You'll never, you'll, it's basically like pretty much putting a cloud of a pillow on your, around your neck. So, um, anyways. No, I didn't, I didn't commit to those guys. That's what, uh, that's, I actually tried braces. Mm-hmm. I tried that brace and, um, just didn't want to make a full commitment, obviously if I didn't know if I was comfortable wearing it or not. So that's kind of where I was at with that. Hey, um, you had a pretty gnarly injury. You got some some hardware on your back from a crash in Toronto. And I'll, by the way, I hope you don't think poorly of Canada because of that crash. I know you had a bad time in the hospital and everything, but you probably had some great poutine. So, you know, it's going to be a wash. Um, uh, but uh, you've had a bad crash. You had some hardware. How does that – there's a lot of mental sort of roadblocks up maybe – from that injury or how do you feel like it, did it take a little bit to be like, Hey, I'm good. I'm healed. I can, I can over jump that thing. I can, I can seat bounce this jump. There was there a little bit of a mental obstacle to get over. Um, what's crazy is like the first day I got the first, I got released to ride. Um, I called the team, got a bike and first day I was heading to the track. I was thinking in my head, like, gotta take it easy. Gotta take it easy. And I got on the track, and I just kept telling myself that. And I get on the track and jump everything second lap. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I know it's Elsinore, but like, yeah, yeah, still. I jump everything second lap, over jump a couple of jumps throughout the day, and no problem. So I think that kind of, I don't know, kind of mm-hmm. put blinders over that for me. And then obviously, first day Supercross, I was a little nervous, but the crazy thing is, my first day Supercross, I felt better than I do normally. Yeah. Well, like, because I, you know, you race all year. You take a month off after outdoors. Your first day back Supercross, normally, from what I can remember, mm-hmm. seems rusty, like really rusty. Right. And I didn't feel that way. Like I timed everything perfect the first time I hit it. I was jumping all the rhythm lanes by the fifth lap on the track and everything. So like I was out, just everything went smoothly. And I think it just kind of, obviously, if I would have had a problem or messed up on a rhythm or jump or something, yeah. it probably would have been in my head. But since then, I haven't – it doesn't even phase me. Wow, that's good. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, good to hear. Um, how's Watson been? Give me your best Watson story from the last few weeks. It's got to be one. Um, shoot, I don't, gotta be something. I don't know if I really have one. He's okay. kind of been uh, – I haven't talked to him much. He checks in on me every once in a while. And, okay. Um, Keep I haven't it. really talked to him, but – Keep it yeah, in mind. Watson's awesome. I really, I really like Watson on the team, and um, him and I just have that that joking, right. obviously relationship. So that that kind of makes it cool for me mm-hmm. and whatnot to to stay relaxed. So um, 
no, I'm stoked that that everything's working mm-hmm. out. Hey, you come into uh, the last few years. You come into Anaheim One, uh, the RCH team, a, a big production, lots of sponsors, uh, factory factory bike. Uh, in a sense, all eyes were on you. Um, now yep. all eyes are on Kenny Roxon. No offense, but he's their big signee. Uh, you were injured last year. Uh, pretty low pressure for you. This this could really help. You're coming in under the radar a little bit. Yeah, you know, I had my my best 450 season. I'm not in Supercross, I would say. Mm-hmm. But my rookie year, 450, obviously I was at Mitch's team and whatnot, and it was basically my team. Like, I'm not saying they didn't. Obviously, Mitch didn't care. I'm not saying that yeah. at all. But, like, it was kind of. It was really was off of me. It was really you and, it and Aaron. Me, yeah. It was me, Feeney, and Aaron Johnson. That's yep. that's at the races. That's that's who I dealt with. You know what I mean? Yep. And Mitch gave me his words when he needed to and whatnot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was kind of just low key, and that's I I did I did really well in outdoors that year. So I'm looking forward to it. It'll be a good year, and uh, with Kenny with Kenny on the team, I think it's just going to help me to to strive to be better each and every week, and um, obviously. He's going to be one of the top guys, and mm-hmm. uh, nobody really likes being the second person on the team. And I'm not saying that in a bad way. I think that just mentally it's going to help right. me to be better. When you when you go to the track and you watch Kenny ride, and then you know how fast you can ride, what's one thing that you can pick up on when you watch him ride at the track? What's one thing that you think you can improve that maybe he can help you with? He does a lot of stuff really well, and I'm I'm honestly pretty good at watching people and picking up on stuff and mm-hmm. trying it if it works for me good if it doesn't then move on to the next thing but uh his his corner speed is really obviously i mean that's what most of the races i mean that's where you get most of your lap times from is from the corners and he's just so smooth everywhere and doesn't clip anything like and clipping stuff if you think about it if you do it on every yeah. if you do it on five jumps on a lap that could be a half a second and a half a second nowadays is the difference between first and eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot of little stuff. I mean, with he's so smooth. He's kind of he's kind of the newer era, kind of a Porcel a little bit, obviously. But um, he does a lot of stuff really good. So I think that, that another thing that's good for me is I'll be able to watch him throughout the week and pick up on what I can. And uh, I don't know. I feel good right now. I'm pumped on the way my riding's going. I feel fresh. I'm. Mm-hmm having fun and uh um stoked with with that i got to do all my own gear stuff i got to it's kind of it's me a little bit different obviously for me but i mm-hmm. i like change and i think that's that it's gonna make me feel good too like i feel like i my whole kit's gonna look good i'm mm-hmm. just pumped everything worked out uh with it being so last minute yeah x-brown goggles i mean those are worth half a second a lap that's right. you know basically how it works um Hey, uh, and you know what? I've talked to some riders over the years that have been teammates with big-time guys, and I'm always like, hey, how is that or whatever? And they're like, I don't really see the guy. Uh, He doesn't really help me. We don't watch video at the same time, et cetera, et cetera. I don't get the sense, now maybe I'm wrong, but I don't get the sense Kenny is like that at all. I mean, he's pretty cool, pretty laid-back, open dude. Yeah, no, for sure. He's – He's awesome. It has that good personality. He's upbeat. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just going to be a good year for for the whole team. I, yeah, I'm I'm just stoked he's part of it, and I'm part of it too. So that way, um, we can both 
like I feel like he makes it fun around the pit. He'll make it fun around the pit. Yeah. And I don't know. That thing, having fun is the number one thing of doing the best you can do on the weekends. When do we get the media Jimmy John certificates? When does that happen? <laughs> I like me a sandwich. I don't know. Okay. I'm not in that department. All right. We need to, Watts, you know what? That's Watson's department for sure. Right? I gotta get some of those. Like yep. that, that would be his right up his alley deal that's, with the sponsors. That's his question. That's your that's your question for him. Yep. All right, Watson. I'm gonna call him. Uh hey, let's take a call. <laughs> we have uh uh Mike. Mike's on line one. Mike, Michael, welcome to the show. What's your question for uh RCH X brand goggles, Brock Tickle? Um I was just calling because I was wondering what are uh Brock's What are Brock's like, what the two fifteen season, so yeah. What's Brock's what, huh? You, you goals. broke goals. Okay, you broke up a little bit there. What's your goals, Brock? Do you have some? Yeah, my goals right now at the moment, my my short term goals at the moment are to the first six races. I want to be inside the top ten and obviously be healthy for the whole year. And I think if I'm inside the top ten every race from the first six races, um, I normally do normally seem to do better on the east. So when we head east, that's that's where I really want to get some good results. Obviously, I'll t- I want to, I want them early, but I'm setting them up so that way when I get back east, I I feel like I'm I'm better on the tracks over there, and uh, I think that's realistic. And uh, go from there. I feel like my speed is better than last year at the moment, and uh, just see where it takes me. I don't want to have too much pressure on myself for a one. Mm-hmm. I just want to go out there and uh, do the best I can do, and then. Uh, let the cards fall. All right, Mike. Thanks for calling, man. All right, thanks, guys. I love your show, and we, hope for the best for you, Brock. We love you. That Thank you, you love our show. Thanks, Mike. Um, yeah, it's, it should be an interesting year, and, and you know, you may start a little slow. You haven't raced for a long time. Uh, the competition's deep. You haven't had a ton of time on the bike, but yeah, like you said, you're just build, 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 right? And then by the time you're getting to the East Coast, uh, yeah, you could get the old magic back. Yeah, no, for sure. And I, like I said, I, it's crazy to me. Like, I really do 100% feel like my speed's better than what it was last year this time. And that's that's kind of where, I mean, we've talked about this before. You've always said, I want to see Brock Tickle, like, push it a little more. Pepperoni pizza, and, yeah. And, like, I I feel like I have that right now. But it's it feels in control. So I'm I'm stoked to tell everything's working. I'm really, really pumped on all the hard work from the guys on the team. Um, the bikes, the bikes, honestly, a lot. It's a lot better, and I'm. Mm-hmm. It'll be fun to fun to race and uh, see where we're at a one. And it, and I think another thing cool is about you is like you're you're flying under the radar more this year as far as you've been out for a little bit. And if I recall last year, you were in the press conference, you know, at a one, and there was more hype and. And I almost think like this year you're you can kind of just focus on you and your riding, and you don't have to worry about doing other you know other things because Kenny kind of has to do all that anyway. So, to me, I think this is a better bet for you being on the team with Kenny because you can actually focus more on yourself, you know. Yeah, and you know that's what I kind of feel like I've been doing too. Like at, during the week, I feel like it's been more about getting my stuff done and doing it a hundred percent, and um, it's been. Like I said, it's been fun. I've had a a good month of getting ready and doing the best I can at the moment, and uh, have one more week. So have a good week uh, next week, and then uh, I don't know. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm pumped. 
I started booking flights the other day. I'm like, holy shit, it's here. It's here, man. Comes quick. Right? Yeah. That's what that's what blew my mind. Like it literally like Dude. as much downtime as I did have and um, right. it blew by. I, it seemed like I was it on really the road. It seemed like I was on the road every other week. I was going to some janky Canadian arena cross series, the motocross the nations, Lille. You know, Pittsburgh. You kind of put that on yourself, though, Steve. I do. No, I do. But I just I, do I just, the day program like I do. I want another. I want another. If I had another three weeks, I'd be pumped. That's it. I just want three more weeks. But I'm not gonna have that. <laughs> Pick and choose. I know. You're right? not gonna get that. You're I know. You're coming my in. Goggles, you're gonna be fired if my goggles aren't there. Yeah, no, I know. Believe me, I'm aware of this. Uh, all right, hey, thanks for coming on the show, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, I no lo- problem. I look forward to uh, building on, your on. goggles with my carefully watchmaker-like hands <laughs> and, uh, and and having terrific success this year. What, Tifer? You're coming into a right-hander, Brock, at A1. Yep. And you look to your right, and you see the number 800 coming on the inside. Oh, here we go. You what, had to do this, Kiefer. What do you do? Um... I don't know. Let let him hit me again. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take another another show. We need to get Berluti. Berluti. Let him hit me again. I don't even want to talk about that because that that ain't gonna happen this year. Don't worry. I think about. we have some "Want to See That's My Swing Arm" news. T-shirts left over. So, uh, thanks, Brock. Appreciate it, man. Good luck. Yeah, no I, I, we'll, we'll talk soon. I'm sure. Thanks, Brock. Yeah, no problem. Thank you, guys. All right. See ya. All right. See ya. Brock Tickle, everybody. Give me his highest finish this year, McGovern. I, I see Brock is his highest Supercross finish this season. He'll score a top five. He'll score fifth. I'm with you. Five. Sixth. Fuck you, Keither. Yeah, well, why you got to hate? <laughs> um, all right, everybody. It's time for the InFab question of the day. Hey, they make great product, by the way. The InFab oh. question of the day. I hooked you up with Enfab. Yeah, you, you, yeah. Got, you got me a deal. I got I yeah. got some running or uh, some steps? S- steps. I got steps on, on a Ridgey now. It, it, I, I, they were easy to install. A PR guy could do it. I didn't. I had to drill one little pinch area and n dash fab dot com. Awesome. Dress up your Jeep, truck, or SUV <laughs> with the hottest looking, hardest working accessories from Enfab, probably built in Houston, Texas. n dash fab dot com. Uh, check them out. Barsha and Pike on the Toyota JGR Enfab Yamaha team and Nicoletti. Although, if everything goes right, we won't see Nicoletti till the outdoors. I just want to ride a butt patch. and fab butt patch would be cool. We'll get you one. All right. We'll get you one. Um, hey, so this is the question of the day. It's supposed to be. But we're trying something new. Question of the week, wouldn't it? Because it's a weekly show, not a daily show. Ooh. Okay, you know what? It's a great I, point. I agree with DJ Hype. Okay. <laughs> um, we're doing something new. It's not the question of the day. It is the future headlines. We're going to try future headlines. You have to pick either or. Future headlines and fab. Uh, where are they? Here they are. Okay, ready? Did we want JT on this uh, segment? He loves it so much. Yeah, dial him up, I guess. Okay. Let's see if he's there, if he wants to do it. Because we're coming up with Michael Lieb in like six minutes. So we got to make this, you got to make this in a hurry. Should we just wait for JT? No, well, we can talk about something else, can't we? In no, that... we just sit here in silence. <laughs> Crab <laughs> ass radio would be. We're talking about my <laughs> like... wife pulling her hair out right now. Poor Denver. Why didn't they run that? All right. They just ran. Okay. Here we go. It's good. Let's do it. NFAB future headlines. You have to pick one or the other. Okay? Oh, I don't get to make them up? No. Okay. Are we going to see... This is a cycle news headline. Future cycle news headline. Are we going to see... JS suspension sets him back? Or... 
JS7 wins again. So, when he comes back, is he ever going to win again, or is this it like, for James Stewart? How far into the future? Future headlines, bro. Oh, wins again. He, he's got way too much talent not to win. He's off for a year? Okay, I, I don't okay, care. Okay, okay. <laughs> Kiefer? JS7 wins again. But not the first time out. No, yeah, yeah. That's why. That's why. I, no, like, no, no, no. I just like, meant August just, is probably a little soon for that. But. Future headline, JT. JS suspension sets him back, or JS seven wins again. For when is this? When he comes back to racing. Uh, Meaning, will he ever win again? Ever. Not. Not just like the first race or. Eh, I think somewhere in the middle. Waffle, 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 waffle. JS7 average. <laughs> Future cycle news headlines. Will Hahn continues climb to the top, or will Hahn hurt again? Which headline will we see from cycle news, Kiefer, this year? Will Hahn climbs to the top again. No, it's not again. Oh. Wilhan hurt again. Oh. Or Wilhan climbs to the top. <laughs> Wilhan climbs to the top. JT, what do you got? Um, Wilhan, solid start. Okay, look, asshole. It's one or the other. Okay? I make my own headlines. No, it's one or the other. It's, Monst- it's not, though. Monster Tom, we're going to take, take it. You say Wilhan climbs to the top? Yeah, I may actually use that as a headline in one of the press releases this okay, year. Okay, if, right. if I can make that work. Future headline for Anaheim 1 this year from Cycle News. Anaheim 1 is wonderful with the number 1. Wonderful. Okay. Get it? Number 1's not racing this. Anaheim 1 is wonderful or Anaheim 1. Something missing. Meaning no JS7, no RV. Two of the biggest stars we have. Not on the line. Monster Tom. Well, I'm, I'm going to pull a JT here and go out. Go off. You can't. He, they're going to they're gonna use a Feld tagline, Anaheim 1, who's next? Look, idiots, it's one or the other. Okay? I got you. Anaheim is wonderful. wonderful. I got that one. That's what I want. JT, NFAB, future headline. I'm waiting for it. I just <laughs> gave it to you. <laughs> oh, I thought it wasn't for me. No, it's for... <laughs> Anaheim 1 is wonderful, with the number 1 for wonderful, which is very clever. Or, Anaheim 1, something missing. Uh, like we'll I would go with, with uh, Anaheim off to a great start. No, that's not an option. F you, dude. JT, you and I are on the same page on this. So, with no Ryan segment. Villapoto or JS7 at Anaheim 1, you don't think... Do you think ticket sales are affected? Do you think people care? Do I think th- racing's better. Did Did you see the race at Monster Cup this year? I did. It was pretty exciting, right? Pretty pretty good pretty good event all in all. Only because uh, Davy Millsaps won. Is that why you're saying that? No. Nah, look oh. at look at how well Trey rode. Look at like it was just an exciting event. Okay. Now don't get me wrong. I love Anaheim won last year. James coming back through the field and doing what he did was. It was spectacular, right. and mm-hmm. and it ended spectacularly for him too. But since you wrote these, why aren't you answering them? Yeah, no, man, I'm the host. I'm the host. 
I'm going to start answering them if you guys don't pick one or the other. Okay? Maybe so. consult before you write them. All right, JT. Thanks for coming on. Is that it? That's it. We got our next guest coming in. Devin thought right. Devin thought you you'd get you you should be on this segment. Glad to glad to take care of so, your headlines for you. Someone in the chat room says it's a failed segment, and I maybe agree with them. Oh no, it no. is definitely failed. No, no, no. Future headlines. You guys are only Kiefer is allowed to play from now on. <laughs> all right, see you, see you, JT. See you, see you, JT. Uh, all right, let's come a couple of our next guests. Michael Lieb, uh, privateer rider, a little bit doing his own thing. A yeah. little bit. Uh, That's cool. Uh, you saw what he's doing? Yeah, it's bitching. I thought it's a good idea. Uh, by the way, everybody, uh, Monster Tom's appearance on the show brought to you by Atlas Brace, atlasbrace.com, official brace of Ryan Villapoto. Uh, if you're uh, on the fence about a neck brace, you heard Tickle talk about the Atlas, and seems like Tickle would go with the Atlas if he's going to go with any neck brace at all. So if you feel like a neck brace is restrictive or holding you back, atlasbrace.com, Villapoto, Dean Wilson wears one, Jace Anderson wears them now. Uh, brand new for 2015. I saw the new brace. It's redesigned in every way. Lightweight. The padding is all redone. It's smaller. It's tighter. It feels better. Atlasbrace.com. What are you laughing at? I don't want to say because you always think I go there. You said smaller, tighter, feels better. Of course it does. <laughs> this Atlas, is hey, killing bro, it. Bro, this isn't Playboy Radio. <laughs> Sorry. Like, seriously. All right. I'm with R- you, Keith. Remind me to... I got to talk to you about something in regards to your co-hosting stuff about the show. Oh, Remind shit. Remind me about that after the 9 o'clock hour. Demoted. <laughs> All right. Let's welcome our next guest on the show, Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com. He is a privateer sensation, uh, doing something a little different this year, and we'll talk to him a little about it. Michael Lee, welcome to the show. How's it going, guys? Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It's been a little while, hasn't it? It has, it has. 702-586-757. You got a question for Michael Lieb. And Chris Kiefer here says he is a B Lieber. So he's in your corner, bro. That's that's good to know. Yeah. The uh the Belieber thing is is pretty funny. But uh <laughs> yeah. Um are you wearing X brand next year? What's going on? Uh, what's the deal? Um, negotiations are ongoing. What's happening? Negotiations are ongoing. There you go. Okay, well listen, yeah. if you wanna win you wear X brands. That's the bottom line. It's half a I second. I don't want to. I mean, like when we get to the races, I don't want you to say, "Oh, we ran out of goggles because, like, you know, Brock Tickle passed me up." <laughs> I just don't want any of that. Uh, come on, bro. <laughs> Actually, I was going to say whenever I ever did that to you, but I did do that to you at a race. Uh, I was low on goggles or something. I don't remember what happened, but I didn't give you whatever. Oof, all the... that's not good, dude. Oh, bro. That's all right. I'll, I'll forgive you this one time. No, come on. Just wear them. Uh, let's just make the deal now. You know? Let, let's just make it. You're, you're just going to wear them, right? You know this privateer life thing? It, it, it isn't cheap. Like, it's it's really expensive. <laughs> no, it is. You're right about that. Um, <laughs> um, hey, so let's let's talk a little bit about your deal. So uh saw it on Racer X, and I've been t- texting you every now and then and seen some photos. So you're sort of going a different route. You're like, hey companies i'm available put your name all over my body and you're running uh like some white gear that either can be sponsored for one race for the series or whatever you're doing 250 west supercross um talk about the decision a little bit and how's that's going and what made you do it and 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 everything else kind of kind of a unique approach yeah something different my dad and i kind of came across um last year um we were actually going to do it last year until access signed me and picked me up preseason but anyway, we, um, we're, we're just kind of sitting there. And, I mean, obviously, you know, it's a six-figure privateer budget, which we run to go race just West Coast alone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's you look at outside sponsors, you know, 
and things like that. And what are they all attracted to? They're all attracted to NASCAR and places where they can be advertisement, you know, main advertisement spots on whether, yeah. you know, the car or, or whatever it may be. So why don't we do that? Why haven't we done this before? Why is, um, you know, why has it taken the history of motocross until right now mm-hmm. for someone to step in and say, hey, I can advertise my gear wherever I want. And, and you know, we're, we're also doing some stuff where, you know, bike um, advertisement is open as well. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're selling pieces individually. Um, obviously, per race, it's not something like, you know, another really good part of it. Say we go to Phoenix and, you know, Bob's Plumber or whatever. They, yeah. You know, they're interested in it and they love motocross. They want to come out and they can bring their staff and, you know, they're kind of like a part of that that night in Phoenix. And, you know, it's just, it brings in a complete different, you know, aspect to, to our racing and what we do. Interesting. And you know what? I mean, we've always kind of be, been beholden to the gear companies and, and they want to put their logos all over your body. And, and rightfully so. They, they pay a lot of money to some of these guys and everything else. But, you know, if this works for you, you could get a hell of a lot more money out of, out of doing what you're doing than you could from any gear guys if this is working out. And, and how, so how's that going? It's going really well. We've actually got um, family RVs came on board, uh, Crown Limos, um, a company called Excelsior. Um, a guy actually, when we posted up that big thing on the Internet, basically released what we were doing. A guy named Kevin Beeks um, introduced us to a company called Excelsior, and they're like just an ind- independence insurance agency that specializes in commercial insurance and, and all that stuff. And he's come on and just, you know, kind of opened our eyes to how big of a can you know, we believe as a team that we've just opened mm-hmm. and, um, you know, guys like family RV and Excelsior and, and outside people already see such a big, um, you know, re- reward for what we're doing. And, and they really see the big, big yeah. picture of it. So, you know, it's, it's, it's working. I mean, we're making money, we're raising money and that's oh, nice. at the end of the day, our goal. Uh, Monster Tom, you come from an IndyCar background before yeah. you got into this mode. I mean, the driver's suits, you know, a little A-star in the upper right corner and the rest is, is just for sale. I mean, to, yeah, to the teams, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it, no, absolutely. It's it's, it's a it's a way, and we don't do that in motocross so much. Yeah, you do a little bit. Like I, I know on at, at Kawasaki, uh, the the riders have part of their jersey. Kawasaki has part of their jersey as well. That, but and, not, but Lieb's doing it all over, no, like the no, whole oh, thing. No, yeah, yeah. he's definitely revolutionary in this, and and I I think it's a good thing. I mean, it's right. any anything we can do to bring more sponsors in, and and for him to support his program is is awesome. Yeah, if this if this thing works out, Michael, like I said, if you're if you're if you're raising money, it sounds like you are. Great idea because you're going to make more than you could, you know, just calling up a gear company and getting a little bit of money. So, um, we got to get. We should do a pulp mix. That'd be cool. Pulp mix race gear. Yeah. It's going to cost you money. <laughs> hey, we're we're open. You. Uh... Uh, real quick, you know, I do need to plug it. Um, info at rocketexhaust.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how do people um, get a hold of you? Anyone yeah. okay. interested to what we're doing, um, email my dad at info at rocketexhaust.com. And it's, you know, basically as we go. So there is mm-hmm. already events that are completely full. Yeah. Um, there is events filling up. So if you guys want to get on it, um, advertise your brand, please get over to Vital, check it out. Uh, Racer X has it posted up too, and um, if you need any more info on that or how to be a part of it, please hit my dad up. Ah, kind of neat. How's uh, how's preparation going? How's that happening? How, everything's going well. Yeah, it's going really, really well. I uh, I hired on a new trainer, uh, Chris Hay at CH1 Training, mm-hmm. and um, they were uh, my buddy Chris. Actually, we've um, 
we've done a really, really good work in the last uh, four months, I'd say, and and things like that. And as well as, you know, suspension companies coming on, I uh, recently just got together with Enzo, uh, Ross Maeda, and them over there have been awesome. And, uh, you know, once again, I mean, my rocket exhaust and my, my mom with on track and everyone else that's come on board, we're, we're doing it again. And I really think that this year is going to be awesome. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Going back onto the gear deal, how much input do the people that pay to get on your gear, do they have in the color scheme of each event? There is no scout color scheme. There's, there's nothing really to match it with. I mean, if they need to, I mean, if the company's got a green logo and the company next to it's blue mm-hmm. or orange, it, it doesn't matter. Okay. Um, it's just individual spots. I'm not out there to look pretty. I'm out there to advertise people and, and bring a different aspect to the sport that I feel is overdue. How's the gear fit? It's just kind of stuff you and your dad found offshore, right? And you bought it, and, and how's it fit? How's, how's all that? It's custom tailored to my whopping 26 size waist. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's, it's great. It's really good. So, if, um, if I owned Jim's Porn Shack and wanted it in. Right. Now you're talking my language. See? Right. Can we do that? Would Feld care? Well, who would care? Would anybody care? I mean, there is, like, I mean, obviously, like, Feld with, um, like, the whole Jägermeister and stuff like that. I don't, I don't know the ins and outs of that. Okay. All right. But, I mean, I think we're pretty open. I mean, if, right. like, you know, I think that they were getting in trouble because they had, you know, actual alcohol, like, on site at the right. track for people to test. <laughs> that might like be a that. problem, right? What if, like, Vivid Video, like, wanted to do his deal? Yeah, you know? so, I mean, like, we couldn't be playing pornos in the pits. Right. Yeah, yeah. But, okay. Uh, well, yeah. we'll keep that open. Yeah, we should do. It would, you know what, Michael? We should talk though. It'd be cool to do a pulp max for a race. That'd be cool in the jersey, Absolutely. like a big lightning bolt. I'd be pretty pulp. stoked. That'd be sweet. And then I could like say I had a rider. Yeah. I had Blos. I gave him some money. He's on a two stroke. We had a pulp max bike. He didn't qualify on the two stroke. But Lieb could put us in the top five, top ten, easy. There you go. Right. Yeah. I'm, and, I'm he, and then I, I want to land on wood at one of these things. And here's another thing cool about his deal too. Not only, I mean, his results are important. But what he's, do, what he's doing is revolutionary, so he's going to get the play right. from the media that's going to be like, okay, what's he have this, this yeah. week? Yeah, 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 you for know? sure. I would make it Pulp MX and then in quotation, suck it vital. Why don't, why don't we just ink this thing right now? Let's just, let's just do this right <laughs> we can, now. We can ink the X-Brand, we can ink the Pulp MX. Um, how, much, how much did you give Blows for your, that two-stroke deal? <laughs> I gave Blows uh, either a 1500 or a 1000 I don't remember. It was 15 I think. Was it 1500 Yeah. Uh, and we get and let's, he had to let's do let's do right now two grand for a full chest piece at let's say Phoenix. Do I get butt patch and pants or just full chest? Well, Chesty is what full know. frontal. What do you what do you want, Steve? What well, do you want? Well, What's no, I'm idea? wondering if I get pants, butt patch, and chest. Not for two grand, you don't. Well, who who, who, no, get, who gets no. on the pants? To be honest, that would be that would be like the chest piece alone. Do I get bike? <laughs> um. You can choose probably one or the other. How about chesty and visor? Pulp MX uh, stickers on the visor. For two grand? Yeah. Mm, I think two grand would just be a chest piece. <sighs> okay, but wait. Here. Now you're going to tell me you wear a V2000 chest protector. <laughs> and I'm screwed. <laughs> if you show up, Lee, with a chest protector and I just have the chesty, I'm not going to be happy. <laughs> If you want, if you want to be blown up on my chest, right. it would be two grand. Can I get Kiefer? Kiefer ink and pulp. Can I get Kiefer tearing it up around a corner on a unicorn 
with Pulp MX <laughs> cape. That would be badass. Could I do that? For two grand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lee, Lee is like, just write the damn check. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's approaching it the right way. That's... Uh, um, yeah, we should talk. Let's, let's talk. Let's figure it out. Maybe we can do it. Maybe we can. I'll check Pulp right. MX. Uh, but you got to put something. Make sure you don't put Pulp MX. Put something cool in it. Well, I, I want a unicorn. Right. I want, you know, maybe a, a chick with a, a cone bra. Right. Like a Madonna bra. Madonna bra. Yes. I want. Uh, You're losing your brand. I, here, I want man. a pink elephant. You know, I want all this kind of stuff in the background. So This is a lot to throw on a chest. Like, well, <laughs> like, uh, it is. I, and I actually, mean, I think the idea of the unicorn, like, that's pretty good. But right. We're talking about elephants and, and maybe, women. I mean, maybe a gargoyle? That, that's going to be a weird mix. People are going to think you take drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, come to think of it, I need Pike because he's a bigger guy. <laughs> Lee, you're too small for, yeah, for, exactly. for all that on your chest. Why you got a post story card? <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, hey, look, I think it's a cool idea. I really do. Info at rocketmx.com if somebody's Rocket listening. Exhaust. Rocket Exhaust. I'm sorry. Rocket, info at rocketexhaust.com if someone's interested. Did you have something to say? Yeah. No. Oh, but, I thought, I thought you were uh, bracing for something. Unicorn. You riding a unicorn. Pulp MX across the chest. Awesome. No, and I think this is a good chance, too, for the fans. You know, we always see on Vital, hey, let's raise money and mm-hmm. let's have a, a Vital MX team. Well, here's your chance. You know, I, I think, yeah. too, like, uh, I've always thought those Slater skins were a good idea. But from a mechanical point, they made your bike hot and, you know, it made working on it harder. But what a great idea. Yeah. yeah. I mean, those are kind of they're kind of back. A guy ran them last year. but I hope it works out, man. I hope a lot of people jump on this and do it for the whole series. That would be sweet. Yeah. Yeah. No, there, there, there's a lot of people jump on a, on it. Like the people I mentioned before, and like Pits yeah. and Bones, uh, the Papalardo family, they, yep. they have helped out Weston Pike in the past. They've been awesome, amazing people. It's just, it's attracted a lot of amazing people that, um, you know, it's like you don't, you don't meet every day. It's, it's yeah, yeah. you know, outside people that really love the sport for the love of the sport and not just to make a check. And, you know, it, it, that's what I want to do at the end of the day is I want to meet good people. I want to, you know, the sport needs to be a family and mm-hmm. we need to, we need to revolutionary revolutionize, you know, the way that the sport works and things a little bit back even to the way it used to be before. Yeah. I think it's a great idea. You can, you can raise money, get people behind you. You know, uh, I, I did those privateer giveaways on pulpamex.com and I think you won one time, Lieb, I think if I'm not mistaken. No, you no, never, I didn't win. You, you did, never won, but everyone else, does. you, no, no, listen, you were in bro. So if you, <laughs> don't blame me, blame your, blame your friends and family for not going on pulp and voting. But, Ouch. The point, the, no, the point I'm making is that um, uh, I had those. We're giving away $500 to a privateer over and over. We probably give away three or four thousand dollars to privateers, and and I got so much support on Facebook and on pulpamex.com for people who wanted to help these guys out. Um, I did a, a, the blows thing got me great support, and like what I'm saying is there's a segment of our sport who love guys like you and privateers and making it work. Uh, um, and this, so I think this can work because there are a lot of people that love the underdogs and love the privateers going on on their own and trying to make it work. And uh, I think this is going to work. I think it'll be successful. Yeah. I mean, I, I eventually I do want to open this up for, mm-hmm. you know, a, a chance for other people to do this exact same thing and, and not to take away from, from gear companies or, or anything like that. This isn't a spite or anything. It's just the simple fact of, we can bring this outside industry, you know, into our sport. And honestly, our sport needs funding. I mean, oh, yeah. look around at the people that don't have rides. And I like to include myself in that group. And it's, it's kind of sad, you know, and it's in the last five or six years, it's come so far down from what it was. And, you know, we're not going to be able to build it back up through the inside of the industry. 
So, you know, companies outside, you know, that we're, that we don't have access to, that we're gaining access to, mm-hmm. you know, that, that's what we need in the sport. That's what we have to have. We do. Maybe it wasn't for the guys like Monster Tom's team taking all the money from everybody. <laughs> sucking know? us dry. Yeah, sucking, <laughs> sucking us dry. Um, nah, and it's too, and I'm it, kidding. And, I'm he's, yeah. and he's right, too. Like, he has to make money, too. He's risking his, his, you know, his life and his livelihood out there, and he has to. Well, the purse for the 250 class is so good. Well, they, they upped it 5G, didn't they? No. They, hey, did you hear that, Lee? The, the purse and 250 Supercross? What? They put 15 grand into it. Each race. Really? Each race. Yeah. So like I think somebody, la- last somebody, place in the main gets seven hundred instead of I like, thought it was six hundred oh, instead of two hundred. Okay. You yeah. know what I got for sixth place in Oakland this year? What'd you get? Five hundred bucks. Nice, and it cost you two fifty to enter. Um, two twenty five. Two hundred even. Oh, okay. And then, well, I well, mean, uh, there's a whole list of parts there, but then, I mean, anyways. And then four hundred to drive yeah, up. They're uh, they they added some money, so bro- it could be more. We crack on them on the show, but bravo to those guys for doing what they did. No doubt. That's good. I'm really happy to hear that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Hey, we got to let you go. We got to run. Um, good to hear from you. Neat program. Uh, I think it's a good idea, and people can contact you and get on board. And, and you and I will will talk, and maybe we can do something with Pulp MX. Throw a plug in yeah. for him too. Info what? at rocketexhaust.com. Okay, info at rocketexhaust.com. PR guy over here. Sorry, PR guy. <laughs> Just want to help him out. Uh, sorry, this isn't <laughs> Penske Racing's uh, <laughs> weekly show. Sorry. Fuck it. Uh, all right, uh, Lee. Thank you for coming on, man, and uh, good luck with everything. And uh, so we'll get your X brand goggles. We're set with those. We're all done. That's good to hear. We're all. <laughs> Set on that, and then we'll uh, we'll do the rest. Uh, I hope to, I hope to get something done here pretty quick. Yeah, nah, for sure, man. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. All right, thank you guys for having me. Have All a good one. See ya, Michael. Leave everybody. He's a good rider, he and he's got some serious skills on a bike. And this kind of neat idea. I, I like it's different. Different's good. There was often times, uh, many races, him and Jake Cannon are going back for, like, top guy who had the least amount of help for the best finishes. You know, they were going back and forth with it. So he did, Didn't he podium an MXGP one time or something? Yeah. 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 Uh, all right, let's take our last commercial break of the night here on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com. Race Tech email is still to come up, and uh, we got more JS7 talk. Uh, Jason Thomas is going to join us also, and uh, we got, uh, oh, I, I've been dealing with an agent for goggles. I want to tell that story a little bit. Much more voicemail uh, emails coming up too, voicemails as well. I check my messages. You're talking about my co-host saying duties. We got to talk about your co-host duties for next year for 2015. Yep, lots to talk about. Are you gonna stick around? I'll, one more, one more hour. Really? Let's do it. Yeah. Monster said, "Oh, we'll be like, the show. long haul." Monster was like, "Ah, seven, seven thirty. But look at him now. He's <laughs> you, in. You impressed Fuck him. It. I know. He's having fun. I don't, it is a good time in this place. Except for DJ Hype. Fuck it. Uh, you know what that guy. Oh, you know good what? on him. You know Listen, what? the Broncos lost. Kiefer may have to go because yeah, Heather like, is. Like, I may have uh, to take, like, yeah. take over co-hosting duties for yeah. the day. Domestic not violence. A, not a good ride home, bro. Domestic violence. No. Uh, no She's going to be hitting you. Yeah. No handies on the way home. No, There's none of that, no actually. Way. Very angry. Falling asleep right on the freeway. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back on this commercial break. Mafia Moto Crew is an apparel brand based on the behind-the-scenes grit it takes to be a motocrosser. There is a long line of MX racers since the late 70s dubbed the Mafia. They were the baddest of the bad. Mafia riders had no problem riding and racing in the worst of weather conditions. Most of the time, they rode on worn-out equipment without receiving the exposure or respect they deserve nationwide. 
When it came down to it, Mafia riders were some of the strongest riders and many reached the top level of the sport. This no-quit attitude and determination has made the Mafia a crew of respected standouts. Mafia riders were notorious for undermining authority and they always stuck together. That is what the Mafia Moto Crew strives to uphold today. Rep your crew by placing your order at MafiaMotoCrew.com today and enter discount code PULPCREW at checkout. Rep your crew. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code Pulp MX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulpamex. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerve steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerve steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility, or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length, or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. 
whatever the reason is, there's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2014, X-Brand has taken a definitive step forward. With our new Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line, our style now mirrors our unmatched performance in terms of comfort and clarity in all conditions. We've added to our crop of top athletes including Mafia Moto Cruise Enforcer, Nick Way. Also, Crossland Racing's top Jimmy Albertson. Why spend more for a name when you can save money, look great, and enjoy elite optical performance? We offer a complete line of laminates, lenses, nose guards, and zip-offs, so head to your dealer today and demand X-Brand. You can also order direct at eksbrand.com, and Pulp MX Show listeners can enter Pulp Show 14 to save 30% today. Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying riders, racers, and tuners with the industry's best suspension products, period. Paul Theed has taught most of his competition the ins and outs of suspension. Why does he reveal his secrets? The more you know, the more you'll choose Racetech. The creators of the do-it-yourself gold valve kit, a revalve in a box. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Theed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically improved bottoming resistance, increased traction, control, and consistency. Racetech's high-performance springs are high-performance because they're extremely lightweight for their rates. Use the Pulp MX code to save 20% at Racetech.com. Racetech. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Hey, 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 hey. W-E-E-L. Now that I got your attention, let's talk about wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W wheels are built by the same guys that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoke and nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or Excel. WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. 
WUSA.com. Anything you need, cool colors, better strength, they've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp and Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 7075 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these these bars bars can take the abuse you give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pop MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track.
Welcome back, everybody. That's Devin Gibbs' song. Right there, Devin Gibbs, Kiefer. Good song, Gibbs. Good job. Good job. Don't worry about getting on. We know it's good. Yeah, we, we don't yeah. want to turn your mic on. It's good. It's cool, man. It's great. You're sad about your chick. Yeah. It happens. It's all right. She wrecked, she's your wrecking ball. Yeah. She wrecked, look, he wants his mic on. I came in like <laughs> a wrecking ball. I never in the world before. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan I just this, want but. you back. Come on I back. I can see a little tear in his eye. Oh, that's yeah. What's her name? Danielle. Danielle. <laughs> Is that her name? No. Oh. It's Jeff. Awesome. It's Jeff. Come back to me. I'll give you free tickets to my show. Jennifer. Come back to me. Hey. Jennifer! God, you feel amazing. Just come back. I was definitely wrecked from my relationship, but I'm more wrecked from this, this little segment right here. Welcome back, JT. Appreciate it. You like that song? Wrecking Ball. I feel bad for Devin. You feel bad for Devin? He's in a dark place right now. I know. I'm really not in a dark place anymore. Is Jennifer dumped you don't him. Have to, you don't have to hide it, Devin. I can hear it in your voice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I need, I, need, I need to talk to you, JT, and get some lessons on life. Well, Devin, when you called me, the first thing that was on the other end of the line was... <sighs> <laughs> yeah. Deep, deep breath. <laughs> hey, JT. Welcome That's back. all I had to hear. You all right, JT? What's going on, man? Please come home. I miss I'm like you. like one of those uh, radio, radio DJ psychiatrists. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Love. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Paul Pomek Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Michael Lieb, Brock Tickle, Larry Brooks all on tonight. Uh, Tom McGovern, Monster Kawasaki PR in the studio. We've got a lot of Kawasaki. Are you a believer? Uh, he's an all right guy, yeah. I, I believe in his uh, deal that he's doing. That's cool. That wasn't what I asked. Are you a believer? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just cut to the chase. Uh... All right, Racetech, Racetech, uh, world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company, 30 years. Racetech has been supplying racers, riders, and tuners. Factory-level suspension for everyday rider. Vince Freeze, Cody Gilmore, and many more. Top privateers choose Racetech. 20% off Racetech parts and labor. Use discount code PULPAMEX2014 when ordering. And they have a full line of Racetech high-performance springs and their gold valves, of course, and uh, suspension tools and information. Here's some of your best emails. Um... Chris said, I love James, but he's shown some immaturity over the years. I thought he was past that, but failing to provide a TUE is just moronic. I'm so bummed, but don't want to hear shit about WADA being too harsh. Rules are rules, clear as effing day. This could have all been avoided. Let's be adults about this instead of acting like kids and pouting and blaming WADA. James, you are not above the rules. But Chris also says that James comes, comes out guns blazing in 2016. Eh, that's a... I mean, what, what Chris is saying is, is, is out there from a lot of people, right. you know? Uh, and I can't say they're that wrong, you know? This all could have never happened had James not effed up. So uh, Eddie said, just wanted to say thanks to Gibbs for effing up my name when he read my question. The guy's got some serious reading and comprehension issues. I guess I shouldn't complain, though. He could have called me O'Queef instead. Is Eddie O'Keefe. Could have called me O'Queef. I know the feeling. O'Keefe. I can't wait for the Supercross season to get started so we can hear how everything plays out. Hopefully we get to hear some post-interviews with the Dunge and maybe even hear him on the show again. I was also happy to see DV return to Twitter. Um, anyway, just wanted to say keep up the good work of your shows. And with the mountain bike, hope you guys have a 2015. 
Hey, Steve, stamp it. James doesn't miss a race in the 15 season. Don't cancel your bet yet. There's holes all through this, and now it's just a matter of which organization is going to drive a truck through it and save the day for Stewie. I would bet this is planned way. This is a planned way all parties involved can save face and all still walk away happy. This type of stuff shows what happens when everyone pushes to make the sport bigger and better. Go, Stewie. This is from Joshua. Does anybody wait, in wait, here? I, I need to read. Okay. I wonder, I read Does anybody that. believe that James gets out of this? No. J- JT? The only thing I think that's possible is that it gets reduced. You think it could, uh, I huh? Could, I, I don't see it happening, but I, I think it's in the realm of possibility that it gets dropped to, mm-hmm. you know, eight, ten races. I could see that happening, um, but, but I don't would think you, it's going to happen, but I, that's, yeah. it's definitely not going to just go away. You're a gambler. Give me the odds that that happens. Is that a, a faint chance of that, do you feel? Or I would say, like, five to one that it gets reduced. Okay. And I would say like a million to one that it just gets completely wiped away. Right. Uh, Nick said this in. Big fan of the show. I was listening to the latest episode and couldn't help but realize that Devin got a little full of himself after a few positive comments from fans. Let's be real here. Devin may be a bit more knowledgeable than Tits when it comes to moto history, but I'd be willing to bet my life savings that his radio career will abruptly end after the Pulp Mech show. His grasp of simply reading a question in English is a struggle. Then after he attempts to stumble through what he thinks is a coherent sentence, and you call him out, his only response is to say, fuck off. I'm not sure if you had immense pressure from the ADA. Which, what's the ADA? Americans with Disabilities Act. <laughs> American Dental Association. I'm not sure if you had immense pressure from the ADA to hire mentally handicapped employees, but him re- attempting to read is cringeworthy. Keep up the good work, fuck off, Gibbs. I don't give a shit. That's from Nick. I don't care. Okay. You can, <laughs> you can pick on my reading and my spelling and all that. Listen... I don't care. Okay. I really don't care. <laughs> I don't Hold give on. a shit. Do you Nick. really care? Hold on. I care about the show. Uh, I care about you know working with Steve and doing a good job What's ironic here. is the last guy in that chair said, I really don't care. <laughs> no, here's the thing. I really don't care about that guy writing that email. So, yeah, yeah. And I know he really doesn't care about me. But at least he took the time to talk about me. Jennifer I'm not doesn't gonna care take... either anymore. Ooh. Yeah, Danielle. Ain't that, was, that, that was mean. That no, was mean. I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to... I guess you're right. That was kind of a dick. But I just gave him a Christmas bonus. Maybe. I did, yeah. I, that, you can go ahead and just okay. just say whatever you want to say. Okay, this, here, here's, a, here's a technical question. Ryan has a 13YZ450F with SSS suspension. Uh, my question is, if I set my stuff to race tech and had them spring valve the bike for me, would it still be better than, say, a KXF that had the same stuff done to it? Or does the YZ suspension advantage disappear when the fork shocks are revalved? Kiefer. Are we talking 13KX versus 13YZ? Are we talking new KX? Which are you going to bag on the air forks in front of the Cowie guy? Yes. Okay. I don't know what we're talking. Um, yes, it's going to be better than the Cowie fork. In my, in my opinion, yes. Especially if you use race tech. Mm. All right. Uh, there's a lot more Sorry, emails Tom. here. No, that's... It's, you're, you're more than it's entitled opinion. to your opinion. Yeah. Like, this guy said, like, Mathis, "You're not getting shit on like Devin, so like I'd be good with it." This guy said, "Mathis, I haven't heard you talking about a nickname for yourself lately. How about T Bone? You like food and it's kind of motor relevant." T Bone is Costanza. Yeah, I was just about to say <laughs> that. Did you just right. watch Seinfeld? Right. Oh, JT, this one's for you. Sean said, "I just wanted to comment on the gentleman who left the voicemail complaining about being blocked by JT. He ended his call by referring to JT as a sawed-off." Beep. I have not checked Urban Dictionary, but I believe sawed off is an uninspired slur for someone of less than average height. 
He is therefore making fun of someone for a physical characteristic they were born with or have a generic predisposition to. This would leave him in alignment with racist (laughs) or those who make fun of others by calling them retarded. Frequent listeners would also be aware of Pookie's feelings about this. Yes, Pookie's very PC, very politically correct. Uh, So if JT's initial blocking of the caller was hasty, hindsight shows it was for the best. That's Sean, JT. Nostra Thomas said it before. You were getting I, everybody that commented on his Instagram was like, "Please don't block me." I know. Like they did, that everyone, was awesome. Everyone was just—they're living in fear now. You've got them just on the edge, JT. I wield a sword. You do, hey, JT. Do you put such quality content up that people can't afford to miss it if they're blocked? Hey, or? read this, Kiefer, and see if you can help this guy, and then we'll come back to that. All right, uh, that's been the Race Tech email suspension email uh, Race Tech email segment. Uh, Racetech.com. Anything you need for your bike suspension-wise, they got it. Check them out. Uh, great company. And uh, like I said, from the best privateers in the sport to the local average guy, uh, Racetech.com can do it, and uh, they can save you money doing it. Um, hey, so uh, breaking news, last commercial break, Wayno called in. Wayno called in. Devin, you dealt with Wayno. I did deal with Wayno. He wanted to uh, – he said he'll come on the show. He'll talk to you. But you have to donate to his cousin's foundation. I don't know what it was. But you had to do it. And as you can see, he's not on the show. What was this um, charity? Oh. Wayno tweeted me and said it was Crohn's Research. There we go. He said, no donation to Crohn's Research, no Wayno. That's what he told me. Shitty deal. Yeah, like. No, nothing is Crohn's research. I, I think it's a, a very worthwhile cause. Kenny, can you put your mic up? What's it? What's Especially you. wow! I feel like more. Move it more. up more. Oh, right there. There you go. Okay. Um, I think it would have been a good idea for him to come on anyways, just to talk about the foundation. Yeah. Why? If that's was his purpose. If you want to get people to donate, there's twenty thousand people listening. I wish I would have never seen Wayne's videos. I, I'm but bu- now he's deleted them. <laughs> I'm bummed. I, I went to I went to watch two of them, and both of them were removed by the user. I haven't. So maybe there's something that like, Wayno took his videos down. Yeah. Maybe he can call and we can set up an interview with him and Davy Millsaps or something. <laughs> He's got some viewers. <laughs> um, but why would he take his stuff down? That's what I understand. Maybe people hating on the comments or something. I don't know. Ah, just disable the comments. Maybe because he realizes the fact that he said that James Stewart taking Adderall might ex- explode his heart. Yes. <laughs> and that James should get help. He has friends. Who have been drug addicts and James maybe needs some help. The only person whose heart exploded is exploding is Devin. <laughs> wow. <Poor> Devin. <laughs> All night. Yeah. <laughs> Please come home, Jennifer. JT, you're okay. That's right. But that guy who wrote that letter, fuck that guy. I don't like that guy. Um, I wonder why Wayno took his videos down, though. It's just I wish, like, stand I, behind what you do. I, premium I, content now. You have to subscribe. <laughs> I saw these videos and I... And I, I Wish I hadn't, and I wish I hadn't brought Wayno to the light because now Wayno keeps tweeting me. He called me an 800 pound man. He called me, he said my heart was going to explode. How did you come across him anyway? Uh, someone sent me a link. Okay. He said, so you got to check this guy out. Someone turned you on to him. Yeah, you got to check this guy out. And I, and I watched him. And I love the fact that, look, Wayno's a fan. We're all fans in here, even yeah. Heather to an extent. Uh, um, we're all fans, and that's awesome. And, you know, uh, I got to do this show just from being a fan of the sport and being in the media and whatever. So that's awesome. But when you use your power, like Wayne, to put videos out that are factually wrong and hilarious at the same time. Yeah. I mean, he was giving away cologne. Well, 
much. Yeah, that I paid for it. I better get a damn bag. <laughs> did you send him nine ninety nine? Did the freaking PayPal? You did it. Yes. <laughs> yes, I had twenty bucks in my PayPal, and I gave it to Wayne. <laughs> JT, please tell me you heard that. I love it. <laughs> you might win, dude. I better win. You're gonna I, win. Uh, uh, I don't a want bag? the. I don't want the grand prize. I want the second place bag. What was that? Because it had uh, the 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 candy that I wanted in there. <laughs> it's like shock tarts or some shit that I wanted. Oh my god! Wow. Just drop um, twenty bucks for some shock tarts. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And I, should I block him on Twitter or should no. I? Not, I mean, I shouldn't, right? No. Just no. let that entertainment keep rolling. Just in. Keep, keep it coming yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's probably a good point. When you, you find yourself, you send him a Christmas present. They'll just give it away to a subscriber. <laughs> should send him some Sherry's berries. Send him a hat. Pulp Max hat. Yeah, with some Burberry now sprayed on it. He sent me a message on Facebook. Uh, today and yeah. I didn't I didn't read it I didn't hear it I had my volume off but he was talking to me on Facebook. You know you better be careful, right? You better be careful who you talk to, some because you have no idea. No, who the fuck you don't. Is. Well, well no, you, you've seen him because you've seen his videos. So right. yeah, but I mean, <laughs> so you has got a point. I mean, if he comes up from behind me and yeah, like you, you'll you know? see him. The guy's gonna go to Supercross for sure. You know that, right? He'll go to uh, well, there's no Seattle, Seattle anymore. There's no well, Seattle. He's gonna anymore. go to something. <sighs> Damn it. I feel like uh, I feel like Spider Man with great power comes great responsibility, and I feel like I feel like I didn't use my power responsible of Twitter Not, followers. You, you did you though, know? like the, yeah. That's the beauty of social media right now is it allows every fan to go out and express their opinion, and and it, it's it's great as long as the majority of people like your opinion. If you're Wayno, you get a lot of negativity, and then it brings you down, and you realize, hey, maybe my opinion isn't popular, and then you get mad at Steve for letting people know that your opinion isn't popular. popular? It's, it makes perfect sense to transfer that all that anger onto you. So did he follow like you? Gonna, Go ahead, JT. I think he's going to steal a Basset Hound. In the next video, he's going to have this Basset Hound <laughs> held captive. <laughs> I hope it's Rocky. Like the tablecloth. Right, right. <laughs> did he follow you before this shit happened? No, no, I don't think he knew, he knew okay. who I was. Well, no, no, he knew who I was because he knew the show or whatever right away. So he knew the show or he listens to the show or something. See, now that's where I feel bad because he is probably a fan. He respects what you do, and he's trying to try his own shit, and then you're talking shit on him, and then he feels like, damn, dude, <sighs> my idol that I looked up to is talking shit well, on him. Well, I don't him. know about yeah. an idol, but, yeah, a guy but, that I, I listen to is now mocking me. Right. Bring, your, bring your A game if you want to be out there, though. I mean, you had to listen to these videos. You had to watch them to understand that. Oh, it, it's awesome! I can't believe you gave him nine ninety nine. Fuck it, uh, it's nine ninety nine. Well spent for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Hey, uh, Monster Tom, you want to talk about New Jersey Supercross? Yeah, I just I just love the fact that it's going to be on Fox, Big Fox. I guess is the best way to describe it. Mm-hmm. Schedules early. It's going to be, you know, what is it? The the first gate drop is going to be at three o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, That's crazy. It, you know, well, it's the, the outdoor schedule though. Riders meeting will be at 745. It'll be just like an outdoor. Too early. Jason Thomas brought up a good point. He's on the line here. Yeah. Go ahead, JT, with your point. About the Supercross? Yeah. Uh, I think I... The only point I made was we'd be able to go into New York City that night. <laughs> there, that, no, it wasn't. That, that's a positive as well. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Your, your point was the shadows. Oh, yeah, the shadows with the... Uh, the afternoon shadows are pretty brutal at Supercross. It might be a little rough. Uh, Wayne just tweeted me. He said, you did not PayPal me. Lies. Bullshit. 
Tell Wayne to get get at me. Do you think Wayne is confusing you with me? Maybe. Just key for PayPal to Wayne. He's confusing you with Eddie O'Keefe. Yeah, <laughs> 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 some other handle. Wayne said check or money order only. What? He had a PayPal. Then where the tell him I'll get. Uh, okay. <laughs> Keeper's mad. Tell him I'm when I go home. Wayne, I'm just call in. You're listening. Just call in, and and, and, and never mind your dumb Crohn's disease. Just come in. I'm not making fun of it. Never mind that dumb donating to that. Yeah, okay, that's, that's, that, that's what I mean. Like, not yeah. dumb Crohn's. You know. Yeah. But one, of my favorite, on the one of my favorite hockey players had uh, Crohn's disease. He missed some games and stuff. Yeah, it sucked. Um, okay, so the shadows. Now that that that's a good point. As, as somebody who hasn't raced, like JT, yeah. I I wouldn't even thought of that. But don't you battle those in practice too? So it's kind of there. Yeah, it's a little rough in practice, but you can kind of like you know back out of it if if yeah. things aren't going right yeah. in the race. It's not really the case. We just really haven't ever faced that before in Supercross. Was I guess the, oh, the that's a point. But the guys like us that are in the press box, absolutely hit the New York City early. Yeah. JT, remember when you, me, and Chad went around, around, went around on Friday, and we did, and it was really good to go with somebody who had an ultimate Uber account that was free, and he just wanted <laughs> to check out all the sites in three hours. Can't See? do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. it was like he just handled the Uber, and we would get out, look at something, and get back in the Uber. But it was <laughs> That's all right. awesome. I was, I, 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 I was okay with that. I still want to know the the Uber bill from when we went to World Trade Center to the Yankees game. Right? In, in traffic and everything. Yeah, we went from <laughs> – Chad's just like, yeah, hey, yeah, go to Yankee Stadium. How about when we went to Yankee Stadium, Chad didn't know who Babe Ruth was or <laughs> – Derek Jeter. Derek, no, Derek Jeter. Never heard Never of those guys. guys. He was so miserable, but he bought a Yankees hat and a jacket because it was cold. That was the 36 miles an hour. <sighs> I was hoping you wouldn't bring that up. All right. Uh, <laughs> Dave, what's up? You want to ask about AC? Yeah, I uh, I just tuned in right now, so I don't know what you guys have been talking about. Looking forward to listening to this tomorrow. But um, what's your take on uh, how many times is you know as can Addison Thrill get hurt before this really becomes you know detrimental to his career? Uh, JT, what do you think? Well, I think the biggest problem he's facing now is when you keep hurting the same body part you get into this situation where it's it gets hurt every time you know the thing that worries me was he had a big crash okay and you can hurt anything in a crash like that you know he could have broken his wrist he could have broken his leg but he didn't he hurt the same exact shoulder and that's it so that's a pretty bad sign to me um you know this this injury that he got fixed it was he was supposed to be getting a surgery that would keep him from re-injuring that. That was the whole thing behind it. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So that's a little bit scary because when you have the surgery that's supposed to fix this going down the road and then the first race you race, you re-injure that, that's, that's not, a good, not a good sign. So for him being so young, I'm, I'm a little bit worried about you know, just having longevity with you know, that shoulder because I don't think he'll have a hard time getting help. You know, he's such a – he has so much potential and everybody loves him. It's just uh, – that you know, one body part could could really hinder a you know bright career. But do you think uh, with his charisma on air and you know interviews and stuff, do you think he'll have a you know say his, his racing career you know is halted because of the shoulder injury? Do you think he'll have somewhere to go in the industry? Do you think they'll open up their arms and help him out? 
That's a pretty big. I do. Like, I mean, I think that's way premature yeah. to even think about right now, um, because he is so young, and I think he'll. You know, it's it's really just getting healthy, and uh, he has a long time before he ever has to think about that stuff. But uh, sure, yeah, I, I do think you know as smart as he is, and especially if he can turn in some re- some results and and win a championship or something. He has a, a really bright future in really any direction he wants to go once he's done racing. Uh, Monster, you had something? J- just two things. One, to JT. Well, we know about HIPAA laws, okay? No, no, no. Okay. To, to JT's point, one thing is, is yes, he injured that shoulder, but it was a different injury than what he had fixed last summer. So just so it, it was to the same body part, yeah. but it was a different injury. So in theory, that would have happened no matter what had happened last summer. And to the, to the caller's point, uh, when he asked about Adam and – you know, again, it's premature to say, but yeah. the kid's going to be a success at no matter what he goes and does. Like, I've known him now for seven years, and uh, he's one of the most talented people at pretty much everything he does. So, whether it's in the industry, whether it's out of the industry, he's going to be a success at whatever it is. Yeah. All right. Hey, what, th- uh, oh. uh, couple of the last things. Who, who's the guest right now? Uh, Jason Thomas, Chris Kiefer, and McGovern. Tom McGovern. Oh, great. Um, what? <laughs> what? What was that all about? <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> so, yeah, so, hey, we'll, we'll bring a better game next time. That's, that's Sorry, bro. Uh, <laughs> no, hey, hey, dude, your your riding videos are sick. Uh, you're, like, for the, the age you are, you're kick-ass, man. But, hey, uh, how much weight have you lost, Steve, with this whole uh, Strava Steve? Uh, I don't know, man. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel good. I feel better. I've lost some weight. i got a lot more to go, but... I'm I'm loving it, man. It's good. I enjoy it so far. Yeah, it's well. It's nice to see you doing it because uh, I don't know. I was getting a little concerned about you there. Thank you. you know, you're, you're you're starting to look like you put on a little extra pounds. Yeah, uh, a few. I'm, yeah, I, need I, to I be could, around, man. I could stand to lose ten, twelve pounds for sure. Um, somewhere around there. Do you follow me on Strava, Dave? Uh, I'm no, but okay. I listen to it on the radio. I, I'm too embarrassed to even get on Strava because I have to talk. Well, I'm just saying, you can go on Strava, you can see what, I, you can see what I've been doing, and uh, maybe it'll give you motivation. Yeah, I, I wish. You know, my job's pretty gnarly, so I, I, I work out enough on my job. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I, I give you props for doing it, though. And, Thank you. Uh, you guys uh, look forward to listening to the rest of the show thanks, Dave. tomorrow, and thanks a lot for doing it. All right, see ya. Uh, I love your videos, too, Kiefer. Yeah, yeah, yeah I have some awesome. videos out there. Good yeah, how old I am? I guess I'm <laughs> yeah. all right. Yeah, for, for uh, being old and all. Brett, what's going on, man? You want to talk to Kiefer? Uh, hi, Steve. Yeah, you and Kiefer. How okay. Are you? Uh, good. Hey. Good day, matey. JT, we'll Let's just put it on the Give a bit of a shout out. Recently, I was in the states on a bit of a vacation, and uh, I got to meet two of your co-hosts, and they were the nicest people to meet in the world. You so you didn't meet JT then? No, <laughs> not yet. He's, <laughs> he's the third one out. So I've got I'm to kidding. Meet yet, I'm so. kidding. Who'd you meet? I got to meet Kiefer at Milestone one day. I um, don't know if you remember, Kiefer, I was talking to you about riding in Baja. Yep, yep. I remember that. Yep. And I got to meet Ping at uh, TLD. Oh, cool. Oh, right on. That's yeah, good. They yeah, were very super nice people. Couldn't ask to meet nicer people. How was your Baja trip? It was amazing. Four days of riding. We did about 500 miles in, in the three days. How far, oh. how far down did you guys get? Well, uh, no, we didn't go too far down. We sort of did a bit of a loop. We went from Ensenada down to San Felipe, nice. then back up to Mike's Guys Ranch the next day. And then on the third day, we were sort of rode down back to the Pacific Coast. I don't know where, somewhere south of Ensenada, then back up. So it was pretty cool. Uh, 
Well, that, that sounds like a fun trip, no doubt about it. I'm glad you met Kiefer and Pingree, and they were cool. Did I mean, that's awesome. You just got to meet – don't make fun of JT's airplane window shots, and everything will be good yes. with you and him. It'll all be good. I feel like JT's window shots are awesome. <laughs> What's that, JT? If you travel a lot, you're really not missing out. On, on the airplane shots, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but if you're a homebody – I'm a great follow. <laughs> <laughs> if I do say so myself. <laughs> That's awesome. I, the, have you guys seen JT's throwback with him and Frank? Oh, like, yeah. Those are just, you can't beat those. And with JT holding the fish, I mean, come on. <laughs> you cannot beat JT's throwbacks. There's no chance. No one can. So, all right. Hey, thanks, Brett. Thanks for listening, man. Thank you for. Uh, uh, no worries. Would, would you do a trip to the Baja State? Uh, Baja Fresh? <laughs> or, or just one of the, the four day tours that they run I don't know I that the, Chris Haynes Adventures that does yeah it. you know what my brother would like me to go on one too but honestly going wide open in the desert over these dunes that doesn't interest me much yeah, it seems kind of it, scary it, it's not like that though Keith can probably attest to it it's pretty cool like there's lots of tight technical riding it was good fun do you live on uh, the east or west side of Australia uh, east side oh, so you're not going to be at Manjimup you're not going to be at Manjimup then um, no, but I'd like to go. We'll see how the finances okay, well, hold out. I'm supposed to go to management. Are you, are you going to that? I don't know. I'm supposed to. <laughs> it was good meeting you, man, and uh, hope you got to see a bunch of stuff while you're down here. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, Keith. It was really good. Milestone was a lot of fun. Thanks, Brett. Appreciate cool. it, man. Hi, America. Hey. Good day. Hi, hi back, Australia. <laughs> good day, matey. Hello. How are you? We're good. Sorry, I'm just listening in. You're talking. Sorry to interrupt. That's Tara. Sorry. Oh, yeah, uh, Tara. Welcome to the show, Tara. Yeah. You had, you had any moto questions for uh, Steve? Or? I really enjoy it. No, I'll I, let you talk to Brett, though. I'm interrupting uh, his... Uh, yeah. His <laughs> I'll, I'll let you go, guys. Thanks, uh, Brett. See you, Brett. Thanks, see you, Tara. All right, good times. Uh, that's our show. Hey, what, uh, what if we got a Honda Cub? Would you go do Baja on a Honda Cub? Fuck that. Oh, man. Uh, Doug, what's up, man? Not much, guys. How's it going tonight? Good. Hey, thanks for calling. What's going on? Well, Steve, I was watching, uh, I can't remember what race it was, but I was watching one of those, you know, the years in Supercross they're doing, and they showed uh, one of the races Ricky won. I believe it was in, like, 03 or 04. Comes off the track, and I think he starts yelling at you and yelling about, I think it's the one where he takes Tim off, Timmy out off the triple, cuts over on him. And I was just wondering if you remembered that, your recollection of that, and, like, what he said to you that night. Oh, man. No offense, uh, Doug. I've told this story 800 times. But I'll tell, really, you, I'll yeah. tell, you, I'll tell you 801, though. Jeff Alessi. Um I'm sorry. No, it's I okay. Heard it no, no. I wrote about it. I've talked about it. People always bring it up, which is cool. But I guess it makes these videos or people see it or I don't really know. But I was working for Red Dog, and he, Chad and Ricky were in a tight title battle that year. And Timmy came back after missing some races. Ricky thought that Timmy was riding there to help Chad out and trying to take Ricky out, which was not true because at that point, Timmy and Chad weren't really talking. But uh, Timmy wasn't pumped with the way Ricky was riding because Red Dog got out front for the one and only race of his career. He got a good start. And uh, so they got into it. Timmy tried to take him. Timmy crashed when Ricky passed him, or, or right? Ricky caused him to crash. Comes around. Ricky comes around to lap Timmy. Red Dog uh, tries to take him out, mm, sort of half-assed tries to take him out. He didn't really go for it, but he sort of went for it. So Ricky was not happy. Then Oh, then Chad parked Ricky maybe three turns later. 
made the pass, won the race. So I'm just walking back, you know, from the mechanics area. Ricky sees me after the checkers. That's what you see on TV. He was not happy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, he was telling me, you know, all this about his chicken shit, and, and I'm a mother effer, and Timmy's a mother effer, and we're all mother effers, and blah, 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 blah. He, uh, he threatened to shoot me. He said, I'll get a gun and shoot you. And that's when you can see me throw my hands up in the video. Um, yeah, I did, actually. That's I what did. he said to me. I'm like, look, you've lost your mind. Go talk <laughs> to my rider. I had nothing to do with this. Now, I want to say, Ricky fully 100% apologized. He was very remorseful after the race for what he said in the heat of the moment. JT, you've been around RC your whole life. That guy's intense. I mean, there's nobody who hates losing maybe more than him. So he was not pumped, and he, he apologized, and we moved on sort of, kind of. And then I have one other question, kind of for all of you. I want you guys all to kind of answer on it. What is, like, besides, like, 19, I know you guys said, like, 90 Supercross, but, like, your all-time personal favorite Supercross that you've ever been, you know, a part of, like, Steve, maybe wrenching or just as a journalist, JT as a racer, Kiefer as a racer or whatever, you know, and just, you know, kind of in touch on that. I'm not, not even here. Doug, have you ever heard of a race called Summercross? Uh, yeah, Steve, I've heard of that one. Okay, let's do your second favorite one, and not Bud's Creek. Let's do third favorite one. Doug, have you ever heard of 2000 High Point? Uh, okay, fifth favorite one, Steve. Um, no, you know what? Honestly, uh, and I go back to Chad and Ricky, that year, 03, uh, Timmy was hurt for some of those races, and I was just there on the side of the track kind of being a spotter, helping out with, with, the, with the team. Those were some intense races. Those two dudes wanted to kill each other, and they were head and shoulders above everybody else, and they were intense, man. Because Ricky, like I said, there's no one who hated to lose more than him, and that, that guy's response to someone going faster was to just turn the throttle more, and it, it gave us some really good racing. So if I had to pick a non-Tim Ferry, non-Steve Mathis mechanic in career one, I would say those 2003 races were pretty gnarly. Uh, yeah, what about, like, I mean, I've been watching that, like I said, and 99 seems like to me was a super, comp- I mean, yeah, McGrath, Ricky, young Ricky, Ezra on his game, that that just seems like I kind of forgot about how much parody there was that year. Wyndham, I mean, all the was, underwriters, it was kind of crazy to remind myself of that. There was one year, it was 98 or 99, when MC was on Yamaha. He didn't win the first four or five races or something. Yeah, and, that's ninety nine. That's I've been kind of doing the you know yeah. watch him now that they got it back in and he wins like the fourth or fifth round and then, but it was just it's really lot. Yeah. It's really good racing that year. Yeah, Yogi's on fire too on the Honda. What about you, JT? Yep. What 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 years stand out for you? Um, I think as a fan, uh, ninety two. Ninety two was. Probably my favorite year because I was such a Bradshaw fan. Huh. Yeah. And then, obviously, the meltdown at the end, but his <laughs> five five races in a row that he won, yeah. it, was like, it was like sheer ecstasy. And his gear was sick. Uh, also yeah, too, that Axo stuff back then was incredible. And, yeah, it was. That Anna, was the best. Atlanta 1990, the one of the best Supercrosses of all time, if not the best. Our, yeah, our, I have that. It burned in my head from a little Okay, kid, wait a minute. But... Wait a minute, Doug. Go back and watch it. RJ makes the pass for the lead. In the background, you, There's a, it's a side shot from RJ's right-hand side. In the background, you can see a little boy in a blue jacket jumping up and down 
doing basically cartwheels. That is a young Jason Thomas because RJ was his favorite guy. True story. It's about 11 nice. minutes in. It's about 13 or 11 minutes in on YouTube. Maybe I'll put it on, on my um, – maybe I'll get Swiss Court to put it on uh, my Twitter. But you can see, J- JT, you are ecstatic. You are. Oh, I'm on the stadium floor, <laughs> and I'm just going <laughs> ape shit. <laughs> Have you ever showed well, it to you? Kind of no, like I've never seen me it. in 90 with Jeff Matasovic, Larry Ward at Seattle. Right, right. So. Um, JT's, and also, too, JT's dad, Frank, had him in a camel smokes uh, jacket. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was on the floor. Nice. He did that right. plug out there. Come on. All right. Okay. Well, you guys have a good night. Thanks, have man. Great show. Nice speaking with you. Merry Christmas. Doug, Thanks. Doug, say cheap smokes real quick for your phone. Pardon me? Say cheap smokes. Cheap smokes? God, yeah, sounds, perfect. Sounds close. No, I don't think so. No? Thanks, Doug. All right. Uh, what about your favorite year, Kiefer? He asked about your favorite year, too. Uh, my, I think my favorite year was... When you were doing triples from the inside? <laughs> that was a good on year. On 125? That was a good year. <laughs> I like still a 19, I'm going way back, 86. And right. Anaheim 1 was my first Supercross race ever to go watch. And that was a good one for me just because it was uh, Johnson and Bailey battling. So you were out. there. Yeah. yeah. That was my first Supercross that my dad took me to. And it was, uh, after that, I was hooked. Monster Tom, what about you? Uh, year, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Race, it's probably... What year was it? 2010 when at Phoenix we had Chad on the team and uh, he and James got together, come oh. back to the truck, and oh. Chad's bike has been knocked off the stand. And the evidence is apparently And James Stewart's signature goggles were left in, <laughs> in the truck. That, that, was, that was a pretty good time. It was like Clue. Because that was the same night, too. We ended up, Chad ended up getting penalized by uh, AMA. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the, the, or actually FIM. Uh, Because it was John Gallagher came over with the penalty, Uh, we obviously appealed it. Uh, They they were going to suspend Chad for a race for uh, intentional contact. Because as Chad was getting up, he touched James's uh, helmet, pushed him or something. He well, they 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 claimed he pushed him. He claimed he was just getting up, and that's where his arm went. Um, We were there till four in the morning. The Dirtworks crew had cleared out the entire stadium before we got the appeal. Doing it for waiting on the appeal. Oh man! We wait, so we waited. We hang out in the AMA or hang out in our truck, waiting for the AMA truck. Finally, they come out, and uh, you know what? Jason Wygant stayed till four o'clock to hear the result of the appeal. That's why he's a top journalist. Which was there was no no penalty. So <laughs> it was it, it was it was a great morning in the bowels yeah. of Chase Field or whatever it's called. Phil Ow. has a question for you. I'm sorry, Phil. Phil, you got a question for Monster Tom? Yeah, I do. And is actually JT, is JT on the phone, too? Yes. JT, I'm the one who, I'm the one who asked you about the boots, man. Just so you know. Okay. You're what? I'm the one who asked him about the boots. Oh, the boots. Oh, we can't yep. talk about the boots. Okay. Um, I don't know why I'm up at this hour, because I live in Michigan. I actually work at Babbitt's, so I got to go to work in the morning. Yeah. But um, I've met Tyler Bowers and that whole entire Babbitt's team. Uh, Monster, how do you think he's going to do next year being full-time Supercross? I, I think Tyler's going to do an awesome job. Uh, I mean, look, look what when he came in and filled in for Mitch two years ago at Vegas, he went out and won that won that main event. And uh, the the guy's built to be on a bike, and and he's got a lot of experience. That that arena cross experience is going to pay off, I think, strong for him. And I see him I'll as, as I'll probably one of the top. Drop two, by the way. What was that? Um, 
Eddie Babbitt was walking around with a kid today, who I'm pretty sure is going to be a new TV. It was who's going to be a new TV, a new writer for him this year. Just so you know, what's his name? I don't know. I I, I don't want to release the name, but I'm just saying. Okay. Him and his dad were in today. They were talking. We overheard a little bit. Okay. But he him. Has a new writer coming out to join the team. Does anybody know JT? You know who this is going to be? Is it? Is it? Uh, I I know who the four writers on the Babbitts team are, though. That's why I'm kind of. <laughs> and I thought we made it public. <laughs> Oh, the kid! The kid! The kid! The kid! Seventeen years old. Hmm. Yeah. I'll go with that. Well, look, uh, the monster Kawasaki PR guy thinks the monster energy pro circuit rider is going to do fantastic. <laughs> yeah. What are the odds? So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, but he really will do well. Yeah. Thanks, Phil. No problem. Thanks, JT. You gotta go. Let's, let's yeah. Let, let's let you yeah. go. Hey, JT. Thanks for getting back to me four days later on that. Whoa! Pistico. What happened? What am I getting back to you on? I like, I like texting them about a song that you know we grew up with, and it's like four days later. Yeah, that's great. That's a good song. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, bro. I was. Uh, He's gonna block you. I was on my way to Morgantown. <laughs> He's gonna block you. <laughs> All right, JT. You know, I, I was on the plane and I, I landed, know. and I had like seventeen hundred emails. I'm, I know. I'm fucking with you. And you, uh, can't, you yeah. can't send texts when you're taking pictures of windows. So. Uh, fly racing zone. Got here and he's fly racing zone. Jason Thomas. Uh, three weeks, people, for the boot drop. And uh, we're all excited about that. And also uh, check out flyracing.com for more. Uh, official sponsor of uh, Weston Pike. So that's it. Thanks, bud. All right. See you guys. See, see you, man. See JT. Uh, all right. Let's get to the phone still. Uh, David, what's happening? Hey, uh, do you guys remember a video uh, throttle for the gold? Yeah. 1990 Supercross recap. Yeah. What uh, I – it was a – because I was a little kid when it came out, and actually, I rented it at a little, whatever, VHS place, and and uh, it was the whole reason I even got into the sport, and I've never heard about it since, and I was wondering what your thoughts on it. The video's awesome. It's 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 great. I have it. Yeah. I watch it. Dude, someone needs to put it on YouTube. That shit, I, I think it's, I remember, no. it pretty cool. Bro, it's on YouTube. It's on there. I promise you. It's uh, It's in five parts or something. I've watched it. Really? Yeah. Just start. I, I tried to find it not work, too long ago. Work the Google. It's on there. Okay. Um, who's the monster guy that's on? It's Monster Tom. Uh, and, and I'm not a monster guy. I just That's just a nickname. He's Tom McGovern. <laughs> he's Cowie PR. Ace. I don't know oh, Ace. for Cowie, not monster? Correct. Ah, which you used to race? Or what's your background? I've never... Uh, I'm a, uh, there's a great podcast. We no, I'm just kidding. No, you can't. I yeah. did a podcast with Monster Tom. Search the archives. Yeah, search the archives. He, you can get it a full, but I'll give you the quick. He had a very interesting career in IndyCar and yeah. in public relations and S- stuff. Started off at NASCAR right out of college in PR and went to IndyCar and came out and started doing Supercross. He might be one of oh. only ten people in the pits who has an actual degree. Oh, that's cool. Ten? I don't know, man. Oh. Nah, more All than right. that. More? Okay. All right, thanks, bud. Bye. Right. Mike, what's happening? There you go. It's for you. Mike. Hey, uh, I was calling in because I uh, wanted some queso and and uh, wondering, uh, where's the BTS Sports Bottom Line Show, Mathis? What's going on? Oh, dude, the Bottom Line Show. Um, I like doing that show, and I could do it again. I made some money doing it, so it's worth doing it. I was a little bit up, like everyone at the Nationals and Tom Monster, you can attest to this. They're, everyone's in a hurry. Oh, yeah. There's no time to do anything. 
Um, yeah, the one-day format basically killed it because I was doing a lot of filming on Saturday at the Nationals when everyone was kind of hanging out. There was two practices. There was lots of time to do things. So I, I don't think it's coming back, bro. Uh, well, I mean. Don't get bummed out, Mike. Get in the pits. I don't know what to do now. I, I don't know, man. Try to stay strong. Maybe you can see some, get some therapy. Um, I, I search comedy on YouTube. There's probably some other funny stuff out there. Yeah. I mean, I stayed up until like at least three o'clock in the morning watching them, and I'm way up in here in Michigan. So, uh, you know I what, man? Big fan base. In I, Michigan ha- I had a good time doing them, and some of, hey, legitimately, some of those were really funny. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. And, and I had a good time doing them, and, and the riders were good sports, and but like, unlike Dirt Shark who has run out of ideas and has nothing to do but put the same shit out every week, I felt like ending something early when I, had, when I didn't have any time to be creative anymore. You know, like I couldn't be creative. And I was just like, man, what else can I do that hasn't been done that we need to do? And so, I mean. Hey, screw around with the lessies. That's what's up. Yeah, I could do that. That's a good point. What if you did an old did school? Did you still like- hold a grudge from you with the goggles and everything? The goggles? No, we never had a problem with the goggles. They they had a problem with me reporting on Jeff shining a light, and they had a problem with me asking them to interview in Canada. Especially. Yeah, I watched the uh, GoPro and Max video, and I saw the light, the little green thing. Yeah, it was gnarly, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mike, right. Mike, you better go right, to boys, bed. I'm going to go to bed. Yeah, you got to go to bed, bro. All right, see you. No, but he brings right, up a good, good point. Right. Maybe we do like an old-time... You know, 1920s radio version of the bottom line show. So you have those fake sound effects. Here's, I need you to go to Monster with this idea, okay? Everybody comes to me. Go to Dirt Shark with this idea. (laughs) This is what I want to do. He's a big fan of mine. Um, I really want to do, I think, a college game day type of show from the pits. Now, I know they tried that and they do some of it. It's super lame and, and dumb. I could do a better job. I could get have more fun, and we need funding. I talked to Prater. They would let me do it. They would? They would let me do Didn't it. Didn't one of your – Corey Gibbs was going to try to do it with me. One of your current employers try and do that at the Nationals? Yes, we did try to do so. And, and, yeah, you were on that. How, Sometimes. Why, I, why I, did I didn't it I, I wasn't in charge. I didn't run it. I didn't. I was just like a guest once Oh, you just want to be the boss. No, I want to host, host and it and, have, and be creative and, and, yeah. and have some good ideas and have some funny stuff, and I could do it. So tell Monster to make that happen. That would be a good yeah, idea. That, that's that that because that's all I do. I just walk over there and I'm like, "Hey, Mark Hall, this is where you need to spend your money." Yep. And you, you've it. made billions, but listen to this guy; right, he knows yeah. what's up. Um. <laughs> all right. Hey. Um. This guy says Jacob Williamson is the who he says will be joining Babbitts. Somebody just tweeted me. I have no idea who that is. I don't know. Never either. heard of him. He's a new rider at Babbitts. Who is on Babbitts officially? Uh, officially, you have is, uh, Zach Ames. You're putting me on the spot. Oh. You get Zach Ames, Jacob Hayes, Jake Hayes, yeah, uh, Chris Blows, and Matt Gork. Oh, Blows, and- I'm oh, calling Jake I Hayes. Kirky was doing the Yamaha thing. No, Kirky's not on the Yamaha team. No, Kirky's on Cowie. Ma- Kirky, made a poster Cowie? for Kirky. <laughs> okay, yeah. no, right. he's on Milestone ripping on a 250. Okay. Uh, hey, we're gonna wrap the show up pretty soon. We're gonna get there. You know, get rid of these guys. Kiefer's got to hit the road on the BTLSports.com. Pulp and Mech Show. Um, what are we talking about? Co-host bullshit. Yeah. Okay. So Pookie told me to. Uh, it's another guy confirmed that it is Williamson on that Babbitt's team. So get get those posters yeah, going. If, if we could send some um, photos to us, that'd be great. We could get started on some stuff. <laughs> uh, Kiefer, 
Pookie, Pookie told me to say that if you want to come on the show in 2015 as a co-host, you're yeah. banned. Right now, as of after this show, you are not coming back ever. You're banned. Why? Until you take money. Oh, fuck. She said, unless you take money. He comes up here. I try to pay him for gas or his time. He never takes a, Wait, never takes a dime. Are you driving all the way up from? Yeah. Area. Yeah. Yeah, bro. For this we show. Need, you need a better agent. He won't take money. <laughs> right. Ping takes it all. Hey, get his PayPal and just PayPal it to him. <laughs> he might return it. He might actually nah, return you can't, it. He can't return PayPal. I don't know. Hey, just do it. Just so it you have to take money in 2015. Mm. You have to. All right. Well, I'll think about it. Otherwise, you can't come on. Right. It's just not going to happen. So, just telling you. Okay. All right. Dano wouldn't pay him. What? Yeah. Or Wayno wouldn't pay him. Wayno? <laughs> What's happening with Wayno? Wayno is saying that you lied to him. Wayno. You did not PayPal him money. It's, a, sh- it's a Cash shtick. or check only. <laughs> it's a shtick. He's fucked you over. And he got you. Mind fucked you. Really? Yeah. Why? It's a deep mind fuck. <laughs> I mean, I don't really care that much, but so Wayno, it's it's he, all bullshit. Oh, it was a bet with his daughter that he could try to get famous without. Uh, he he tweeted me like six times. Anyway, he's fucking with you. The whole video thing was a big bullshit thing, and you liked it, and it started to, to make it better for him. I'm not sure I believe Wayno. I think Wayno's turning. I think I'm going to turn the tables on Wayno. Flip now. it on him. Yeah. Love this guy right here. Man, she it, bet me six months ago that I could not get famous with no help from people I know. Watch the show. 50-50, I am an ass, but kind of took a life of its own. But seriously, the giveaway, epic. Wayno. Bueno. fucking idiot. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so at least he's not completely. He, he, but he's it, saying it, you he didn't pay him. He's, the... he's saying he, you didn't pay him. Or he's but then he says paid. he has five pi- PayPal accounts, so he has... The money's in there somewhere. It's somewhere in there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. You've transferred money to. What the hell happened? Well, good. Good luck, Wayno, with everything. Um, did we talk enough about JS? You're gonna tell us a story. What story? I don't know. What was blah, it? Blah, Goggles blah. and agents. Yeah. Uh, no, let's fucking skip it. All right. Uh, wah, wah, wah. Let's do voicemails. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. You can call at any time. Leave a voicemail. I had a lot of them this week, and a lot of them were kind of dumb. One guy called pretending to be someone from WADA, and it was so obviously made up. But he was he was he was not in char- he was keeping character. You know, he's announcing James's penalties, which are off, and and, he, and all this. And then you know he said his name a few times, Mike, whatever from WADA. Then at the very end, he's like, "And please tell JT to not block me." <laughs> like I was, I knew it wasn't really a. I thought I knew it was a fake call, which is cool. But I'm waiting for the punchline here. Like, I'm waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. I'm like, jeez, dude. That wasn't even good. I waited all this time. And that was your, that was your, that was your fucking zinger. Has the computer guy called again? Computer guy? The guy that digitally does his... Oh, yeah. Oh, here we go. Oh, nice. Listen to this. Sweet. Uh, Pookie's not less than, but I wish he was. Song for Pookie. Bye. Van Hagar. Steve and I don't know what I've been living on. It's not enough to fill me up. I am Pookie, and I need more than just words can say. I need everything this life can give me. Hey, hey. Cause sometimes you never know. I just want to go and act like a hoe. Come on, baby. Close your eyes. Let me go with other guys. This can be everything I've dreamed. It's not work. That makes it work on. Now let the magic do the work for you when I'm out of your view. F you, dude. Cause, honey, now something reached out and touched me. Now I know all I want. I want drinks on the fly and watch the guys walk by. 
I want the best of both worlds. I want to go out for days with only my girls. If I could have have the best of both worlds, I'd have heaven right here when you are away at work drinking a beer. <laughs> What's happening? This is a... Uh, uh... He he intertwined Van Halen lyrics yeah, with yeah. Pookie being away for four days. My wife went away for four days. Uh, 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 oh, you heard all about uh, it? Okay. At Washuga, we discussed it. Okay. Oh, she was there. She was there. She does not I like, had her back. She does not like that being brought up. What? Yeah. How do you have her back? Oh, and shock, get away Shocker, sometimes. so did the other girl. Had her back, too. You, you gotta oh, get away sometimes. Uh-huh. No problem. You know, anyways. So that guy. She pretty, loves him. That's like, good. That's that's funny. It's pretty clever. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that guy was funny. That uh, Pookie, putting in Pookie's uh, Pookie's adventures with uh, Van Halen lyrics on a computerized voice. That takes some time. I'm into that. You can tell when he push, pushes question mark. Oh, are we the, boring you? Are you yawning again? Yeah. I'm just tired. Dude, uh, you wanted to stay an extra segment. You can't yeah. be doing that shit. Now you're getting it. Ruben, in. This is Ruben here. Hi, Ruben. I want to leave a message about Burberry Cologne. There's two things I'm going to listen to Kiefer about. It's Attracting Fine Women and Raylan Lutz. So, uh... When I heard that uh, he ordered some Burberry cologne, naturally, I placed an order myself. And uh, Gibbs, you know, when you're doing the reads, uh, maybe you may beforehand just treat them like a stand-up act, bro. No need to get all upset, you know. Uh, kind of seems some professional. Keep it cool. Keep it classy. I want to see you do well. Uh, great show, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Ah, Ruben's got some advice for everybody. That's right. I sold some Burberry. Right on, did. Ruben. Did Gibbs play that just because it was a didn't bag on him for the first time? I, I, pick, I picked these oh, things. Okay. I don't get a choice on anything that happens oh. in here. <laughs> yeah, you do. You Here's pick, your you Christmas pick, you pick your questions. I pick my questions. <laughs> you pick your questions. Yes, I avoid all that Gibbs hate, though. Yes. <laughs> just realize how relieved you are when you walked away from Steve earlier on the break. Oh, no. Remember? I'm still, yeah, I'm still all right with There's, all that. There's, uh, I mean, I, the previous guy before you. He didn't have. He had fans, and then he had some people who didn't like him either. Yeah. Which same as you. You've had some positive letters, emails, positive tweets. I think I'm about fifty fifty on the people you, who hate me and like me. That is pretty much where you want to be. Where yeah. you want to be. Yeah. How yeah. long was Tits here? Uh, two years. Two years. See, you envision him being here longer than two years. He's on a show to show basis. Okay. I'm on a show to show basis. Show to show basis. <laughs> he we just texts me Sunday night. Hey, come over. We had a we had a tryout. He won. He was the best of the bunch. I kicked ass. We did not do any reading skills though, as part of the tryout. So new tryout for next time. <laughs> new tryout. We're gonna open up a book to a random page. All right. Flip open a random Harry Potter book. To right. See if we can do it. Oh man. Hey, I had to call before because your mother was in town and you were eating cookies on the air, stuffing your gob, and now while. Uh, at least you're eating something a little more healthy, uh, like oranges. But I'm asking you to refrain from gobbling anything on the air, including Tim Ferry's nuts. Thank you. Uh, I was. People get really upset. Uh, my mom, my mom baked some cookies when she was. I was eating some chocolate chip cookies. They were terrific. People Your were mom angry. Baked them. Yes, people were angry. Then last week, uh, Berluti was in, and I had some oranges. He had some oranges, and I just he gave me one, and so I was eating some oranges. I did. I heard that too, actually. Oh, you did? Yeah, and you can really hear. Like, <laughs> well, that's good, Berluti. Wow, people <laughs> like play the next one. This. Yo, what's up, Steve? Just listening back to the podcast from Monday, dude. I never complain, but come on, twenty minutes into the show, and you're eating. 
<laughs> I mean, it sounded like you were wolfing down a hoagie. What the hell? It's orange. And then at 22 minutes, you were like a dog with peanut butter. Come on, man. Reel it in. Love the show. Uh, that's what, people get very angry. And when I ate the chocolate chip cookies, I got angry tweets and voicemails too. I like how he wrapped it up at the end. Love yeah, the, love, show, love the show. show, dude. You need to get your shit together. Love your shit, though. By the way, I think it's funny when I when I hear shit like that. It just makes me laugh. It doesn't make me angry at all. Uh, like my my degree is, is in broadcasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what day one of broadcasting school was? Yeah. Don't eat in front of the microphone. So yeah, no, I, it is a faux pas. But yeah. I like to think the show we break the rules. It's laid back. <laughs> I like it. We break the rules on this show. Breaking ground. Hey, so as a broadcast degree, how do we do? How do we do tonight? Oh, we did great. Like, I mean, you've been in here before with RV, yeah. and maybe you weren't paying attention. No, not at all. But was, now <laughs> you're actually you, you semi had to pay attention. Yeah. How do nah, we do? It's, it's great grab ass radio. I don't know if that's a compliment. That's a great compliment. You just come in for a couple hours and play grab ass, talk a little moto, you have a good time. What about, what about the process of the show, the producer, Who cares? the calls, the, the flow, the flow? Who cares? You put out a good product. That's all. That, nobody. I don't care what happens behind the scenes. I don't. I don't care. Are you that, impressed with all this or no? The folding table's a little much. But. <laughs> <laughs> you're an asshole. No, no. Actually, you, you put on a great show. You got That's a great so board funny. there. Uh, you're never coming back. <laughs> no. Um, all right. Hi, Steve. This is Dustin from Salt Lake. Hi, Dustin. Uh, yeah, I was just listening to everyone talking about the James Stewart thing. I made the mistake of going on Vitals forums again this morning. And it's all these – the main thing that I hear people saying is that, oh, Adderall is really not much of, of a drug, and it's not good for the sport if James isn't on the lineup and all that stuff at A1. Uh, I guess I have a few issues with that. The first off – Adderall is a full-on drug. It's a controlled narcotic, and I go to school at the University of Utah, and it is amazing. This is the only guy I kind of let through. There was a lot of people with a lot of thoughts on JS7. I didn't really – there's a lot of experts out there. I just put kind of like one voicemail in there to get the kind of drift of people, but there were some people that were kind of nuts too, you know? So, all right. How many people – start taking Adderall and it's amazing what they can do with it too. They can do, I mean, 20 hour burn study sessions where they don't stop. They just go and they don't do a single thing all semester. They study real hard. They ace the final and yeah, it's, it's amazing how much it enhances your, your abilities. So anyone who says that it doesn't uh, really has no idea. Uh, in addition to that, uh, WADA, USADA, whatever, the anti-doping people. Uh, the, the thing is, it's not their job to make sure if that people come to the races and see their hero. It's not their job to put butts in seats or anything like that. That's Feld or I don't know who the heck is in charge of Supercross anymore. But USADA and WADA, their job is to find people that are breaking rules. It's not find people that are doing a horrible, immoral thing. It's just breaking whatever rule it is, and then they hand out a punishment. So, I don't know. I think it's very fitting that that Stewart should miss some races and stuff. Like has been mentioned before, finances, he's not hurting for money at all. It's not going to do anything if they, if they punish him financially. It might hurt like a Jimmy Albertson or a Kyle Chisholm, but it's not going to hurt anyone else or anyone of James's stature. What will... Hurt is missing a couple races, and I 
think that I, I, I for one, will be pretty let down if that doesn't happen. And I like James, but he, whether it was a big infraction or not, he still broke the rules. They were all under the same rules, and he knew what it was. Uh, end of story. Anyway, yep. Thanks for the show, and we'll talk to you later. I mean, guys got got good points. Yeah. You know, they don't care. We're we're just saying it's a little harsh. Um, yeah. You know, another person, another thing that someone told me close to James was that, uh, um, you know, he told them when he took the test, they said, "Hey, what have you been taking?" He said, "Adderall." Yeah. And I have a prescription. That didn't really matter, but he was, he wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't trying the, to hide at it at the test. He was like, "Hey, I'm on this." You know. So that's what makes me believe like someone's not on his camp in his camp, not filling him in. Like he thought that was legit. Like, hey, I got a prescription. I'm good to go. Like, yeah. I think he's so concentrated on riding and training. Well, we've been around these guys. Um, yeah, they're not the sharpest tech in the deal. They're <laughs> we're motocrossers. We ain't fucking yeah, monster Tom. Monster here. Tom, oh, you know, degrees and shit. <laughs> yeah, his education always waving it in our faces. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Hey, Steve. My name's Austin. I'm a longtime listener. Hi, um, hopefully, this gets on the air because I would love to. No, if you guys know the backstory on this question, but I was going to, but wait. Everyone's always talking about how Andrew Shore is the nicest guy in the world, and uh, you guys seem to make light of it, kind of. Um, I have a funny story. Um, I went to my first ever national in 2010. First of all, it's not that funny. Southwick. Went there. He seemed to be struggling in practice. I don't know if there was an issue with his bike or whatever was happening, but I went over to the Honda pit to meet Kevin Windham because at the time Kevin was riding, uh, filling in for Patrick Honda. So I went over there, and as I'm in line to meet Kevin, I walk up to Andrew. And uh, I always hear Andrew Short's the nicest guy in the world. So I walk up to Andrew, and I say, you know, I ask him what's going on, and uh, the dude just glares at me. He gives me a desk there, grabs a Sharpie, like jams it into the poster, and, and signs the thing like he's trying to rip it to shreds, and then gives me the poster and just kind of gives me the next, you know. So... I don't know if you guys know the story, if someone pissed him off that day, if he was having bike issues, if he was in a fight with somebody. I don't know what the issue was, but it's funny that the only interaction that I ever had with Andrew Short, and I'm sure he's a really nice guy, but the only interaction I ever had with him was uh, him being pissed off at me. So um, just uh, wondering if any of you guys know what happened to Andrew. I was thinking like, oh, my God, because we all know Shorty, and he's like, so great. So I'm like, what, what is going on with this? Happened to Andrew Short in Southwick 2010. And there's the answer. <laughs> Southwick 2010, Shorty's bike quit. Same reason that it quit at Texas earlier that year. Uh, Honda was having some electrical problems. He didn't qualify for the motos. That's... And they had a provisional where he got into the top ten, and they might have made that up right on the spot. We don't really know. But – um. At the time that this guy went to go see him, Andrew thought he was not going to be in the motos. And and it was one interaction, and he wasn't pissed at you, by the way. <laughs> no, but you know I, how, <laughs> you've been there where the yeah. where the first person number two hundred one who doesn't get a ticket. Oh, uh, for Ryan Villapoto. Uh, going back, you know what that that may be the hardest part of the job is. Yeah, you're, you're running an autograph line, and you have to cut it off at some point, and otherwise you would literally miss the racing. Yeah, yeah, and and all of a sudden, hey. You know, and What's the worst anybody freaked out on you? Nobody's ever really bad. Oh, okay. Are you the but, guy that? But I'm you? I'm pretty lenient. Like, yeah. if you got a kid with you, forget about it. You're in. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to turn a kid down. Yeah, like, that's yeah. that's not right. But, but anyway, this guy's wondering about Andrew Short. He was <laughs> he thought he was out of the motors <laughs> exactly with a bike problem that had already happened earlier. 
And if you're Honda, that's not supposed to happen when you're factory and, Honda. And then you're getting in, getting ready to go, you know, once he finds out he's in the motos, the bike problem's still there. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So you're not in the best spot it, mentally. It's funny that this guy had one uh, one interaction. Picked the wrong day. Speaking <laughs> of Honda, did you hear about Gothic's new deal? No. He's the head crew chief at Honda. Now he's going all the races again. Really? Yeah. He called me uh, last night. Wow! Because he goes riding up by my house a lot, yeah. and he's like, "Hey, let's go trail ride." He's like, "Oh yeah, I'm going all the races again." And I guess he's the head crew chief guy. That's funny. I groomed Gothic. <laughs> there he'll, you go. I'll tell you, I groomed him. <laughs> all right. Next question. Next the voice. Hey guys. Hey, this is a good buddy of Jake Weimer's here. Uh, grew up with some racing here in uh, Hayburn, Idaho, Paul, Idaho, whatever. Um, <laughs> He ain't just sitting around waiting for something to happen. You know, he uh, give up on racing. Know the dude for a long time, pretty much all his life. Uh, he's just trying as hard as he can. You know, he come from a small town, made it big. Yeah, that's a tough deal to do around here. So, you know, everybody around here is just country boys. And, uh, you know. So he's not just waiting around for somebody to get this guy as a regular guest. or just waiting around, just giving up on racing. So, um, yeah, I'd, I'd be love to be aired on the show. Mm-hmm. You know, I I could give a good spiel on Jake Weimer. He, he left his phone number. You know, he's, we, uh, weekly Weimer update. Uh-huh. He's an idol in my eyes, and pretty much everybody around here that races good. So, um, yeah, my name is Jordan Brower here. So. Feel free to uh, air me on the show or whatever. I'd be glad to talk to you guys. Very dynamic fan. Very dynamic personality. Wow. I mean, it's awesome. He's calling in for his buddy Jake. He's standing for his buddy Jake. but Just some country boys from somewhere in Idaho. He's a little bit more pumped up when he calls. I know, a little bit, right? 208-312. You're not putting his number out over there. Yo, what's up, Matt? This sheer speed out in the 610. Got a question for yourself. This whole Ricky Carmichael Road to Supercross gig, um, I know that's new this year, um, and that's something that everybody's going to have to come through before they're racing on the um, you know, the 2015 and beyond Supercross circuit. Now my question is, how does that exactly work if you're not really, if you didn't go through it? For example, like uh, say one of Mitch's guys get hurt and you know he wants to pull somebody over uh, you know, from the Euro circuit that hasn't been over here. Are they going to have to go through it? You know, what if, uh, you know, all of a sudden Hurling's like, hey, I want to come and race Supercross. Is he going to have to go through it? You know, or even like your local guys that maybe are, um, you know, AMA pro guys, but, you know, they want to dabble in Supercross races and they're pretty quick. Um, I don't know if I'm all for it or what. I just kind of want to get your input and see what you think. Love the show. Later. I mean, I think they're sticking pretty good to that RC pro to Supercross. Yeah, it's a... They're, they're, I'm sure they, if somebody like Hurlings comes over, they're, they're, there's, no, there's going to be a there's loophole. Quali- yeah, there's loopholes for sure. But, but, but a Jordan Smith from Geico, he has to do the, but uh, yeah, they're like, the West Coast stuff. Or our, our Team Green Kid's coming up. What about Aldridge? Aldridge was able to. He snuck it under the rule. He, the, the way the rule was written, he actually rode, what was it? Uh, if you rode Pro A okay. two years ago, you were able to get your Supercross license. If you got enough points in that, he got enough points in that, got his super. Because all this road to supercross is, is well, it's, it's a way how to attract, you can. It, it, it's how all, you no, earn no. your supercross license. First of all, that's not what it is. Well, well, we were, that's, that, that, yeah. it, it's, that's, a, it's a way 
to get build. people to care about Supercross yeah. or Arena Cross and go to Arena yeah. Cross because Felda's fucked it up so badly. Anyways. So for, from a rider standpoint, yes. It's, yes. It's, it's how you get your Supercross I think it's license. cheese ball. It's dumb. But whatever, guys. Go ahead. What they need to do Arena Cross is start putting it back in November and run it before Supercross and get the hype going. I don't know why they don't do that. Seems like the easiest thing in the world. Do you want people to pay attention to your series? Yeah. Put it in November. No like one's going to watch be. Supercross and Arena Cross. Yeah, no yeah. one's like, oh, my God, what's happening in uh, in Des Moines? Because it's A1. Right. So you're not going to go on Friday night at South Point Casino Vegas weekend? No, I'll be doing my show. Is that an actual Arena Cross yeah. one, though? Yeah, it's the finals. It's the final round. It's not the amateur finals? No, nah, it's the, the, ama- uh, look, the amateur I, stuff. I, I've, uh, I've been, on, I've been on board with Arena Cross. I like some of those rule changes. I'm all about changing things up in our sport, and they're trying the Marina Cross, and there's some great ideas, and I applaud those guys for that. But that series has slipped in the last five to ten years. So they're trying to make it relevant by jamming this Carmichael thing in there. And it's just, it's just ridiculous. I don't like the white uh, on black numbers either. <laughs> 250Fs. I don't like it. All right, bro. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go. How much, more, okay, we how much more we got there? Another five, four, four or five minutes. Jeez, Sorry, showing I thought you were supposed to like, you know, choose the best ones. Dude, where's your coffee, <laughs> man? Get amped up again. No, no, we gotta go. Let's hurry up. Let's hey, go what's out. up? Um, I was curious, kind of a bike build question. What do you guys think? Oh, this if you is just bought your own frame, like a brand one? new frame from like, your local dealership. Then instead of buying, you know, a whole brand new, oh, I know why I did fifteen this. Honda costs yeah. say nine thousand. If you just bought your frame, then you just picked out your your triple clamps. Bars, levers, wheels, you know, went all through it. And it basically, you know, you built your bike, but you didn't have to buy a whole brand new bike and then buy all the additional stuff. So what do you think about that? Okay, really stupid question. And it would be more expensive to buy the parts than to buy, buy the motorcycle. Right. But here's why, I wanted, here's why I kept that in there. Okay. Kiefer, yeah. you're the ace tester bike extraordinaire guy. Yes. If you had to build the ultimate bike, Lovely. motor, yep. frame, suspension, Shit. Let's just call let's call bars and sprockets shit. Okay. Uh, uh, which manufacturer would you run for your shit? Well, who would you pick for your shit? Okay. I would go with a 2008 CRF 450 frame. I, I hold on. Are we mixing and matching shit? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, but answer the fucking question in the order I asked it. Okay. You want to know bars, sprockets? The first, first. The oh. shit. Oh, the shit first. The shit first. My bad. Okay. Uh, oh shit. <laughs> Um, KTM, high quality stuff, hydraulic clutch. No, I like a cable feel. Oh god, here we go. I like a cable feel. I would go with a crossbar type bar. Yeah, not a crossbar. Just give me a bike, that, a package that you would pick. Come on, we want to go here. Honda. Okay, the Honda package of shit. Yes. Okay, and 2008 CRF 450 frame. Yes. Motor. Can I mix a motor? Yeah, anything. We're talking to build the Frankenstein bike of the best things. With the YZ450 motor. Okay. Backwards? Yes. Okay. The new one. All right. 15. Yeah. And the air SSS f- sus- forks. suspension. Air forks. No air forks. <laughs> this guy hates air forks. Yeah. Uh, uh, SSS Yamaha suspension. Yes. But that frame, and it, it what's similar to Cowie's frame, You, I mean, the new Cowie frame is pretty close to the older Honda frame if you look at it. So, so that's your Frankenstein bike. That's my Frankenstein bike. All right. That Honda, that, that, that frame was really good, really comfortable frame back in the day. Yeah, I mean, if we had Thomas on the phone, he would tell you that that's the best bike he's ever raced, ever ridden, everything. 2008 Honda. Oh, is that what he said? Oh, yeah. 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 And actually, uh, so Chad still has one in his house. 
bought it when he was sort of uh, bought it when he was at, when we were at Yamaha, right? And then was like, "Holy shit, this thing is good!" And has always whipped out. I don't know if he does it anymore, but he used to whip out that the 08 Honda. Compares it to, to compare what, it. what his bike. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah. that's a story that I'm doing upcoming in Dirt Rider. I want to see. You need it. to use air quotes. Sorry, <laughs> that's what I'm doing. I got a 2008 does Honda. Does he use air quotes at home? Okay. Wow. And uh, I'm going to compare it to a new bike to see if it's actually oh, that, you are. that good. Because, oh. you know, you kind of forget. Hold on. Let me call Wygant. We're going to end up doing that on the web here. Wygant, get an 08 Honda. Yeah. Nope. Can't do it. Why? I already said it. doesn't matter. We can do Mine. it quicker. Get it on the website tomorrow. That's what yeah, I mean. You beat them. Stamped. Them. <laughs> ping, do, ping, do it. All right. Let's do this. Come on, bro. Hey, what's up, Steve? This is Sumner <laughs> calling from Pasadena, California. Long-time listener, first-time caller. I love the show, man. I listen every week. So just a couple things. Um, Electric bike. Being that there's uh, four major Japanese bike manufacturers, why are there no Japanese riders in the top 20 of Supercross or Motocross? you just think that there would uh, you know, be some competitive talent from that country. Um, uh, next question. Why did Muscle Milk... Uh, part ways with Honda. Let's, let's take this one at a time. Um, All right. You would think there'd be faster Japanese riders, and there certainly has been top 20 outdoor riders, but... but it, it all has to do with the size tracks. of the population. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You, you're rain, drawing from 300 million in America, and you, I, don't, I don't know the population well, of Japan, in Japan, but... Not 300 million. Like. Well, you don't have a Supercross tracks in Japan, yeah, either. No. There's been some great Japanese riders, but generally speaking, the guy's right. At the, at the Motocross of the Nations, Japan sucks. Right. Like, I think Canada beats them. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Okay, second question. Do you think that was like maybe due to lack of sales against energy drinks or, um, let's see. Uh, uh, that question, why is Muscle Milk no longer with Honda? Muscle Milk was bought by. Who did buy Muscle Milk? Um, Hormel Foods. Yeah. And Hormel is, what else do they own? A bunch of stuff. of stuff, yeah. yeah, and they just decided, look, we don't want to go and spend our marketing money over on racing motorcycles. So the guys from Muscle Milk don't really give a shit because they probably cashed out as bajillionaires. Yeah, Greg, Greg Pickett, I think, was one of them. Oh, okay, he's a sports car racer. Oh, okay, yeah, because yeah. he got money to burn now. So, yeah. um, so yeah, that's it. That's why Muscle Milk pulled out of Honda. So I don't think we'll ever see them again unless you know they decide to. You're talking about a really big company making that decision. Now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I don't know. Uh, oh, Will Hunt. If you get Will Wilbur on the show, tell him that I think uh, Von Zipper, his goggle sponsor, would be wise to use him in one of their print ads, man. He's a cool cat. I do. I think that one makes some good advertisement. Uh, and lastly, if you can make it happen, I have a hacky sack for Ronnie Mack that I've been meaning to give to him since Glenn Helen, but uh just didn't work out. But we all know... Uh, Number 53 enjoys a good game of hacky sack to warm up before a race. And I got him a new one. So if you could let me know how I could get that to him, that'd be great, man. So I hope you guys have a great show. Uh, I use my call in the air, no problem. 53 the new number. <laughs> yeah, there, there, there's our listeners right there. He's got a hacky sack for Ronnie Mack. Well, and Wilbur Hahn should be in Von Zipperad's. Don't you just send that Ronnie Mack, Oklahoma, and that'll get to him because like, right. that guy's that big there. Yeah, like, good point. Like right. the Postal Service knows that. That podcast you do with your buddy Kurt. Um, I have to admit, I was a big skeptical at first, uh, mm-hmm. wondering if it'd be interesting. Wondering if it'd be interesting, identif- you know, fun trips on the road and and stuff like that. So yeah, it was really cool. And uh, yeah, thanks for doing it. What was yeah. that? I, I missed that. I did a podcast on Pulp with my buddy Kurt, who I grew up with, 
And I've done a couple of them before with a couple other like buddies, just like any of you guys have buddies. You probably don't have any friends, but uh, <laughs> um, I'm kidding. Heather. Be careful. I know. Wow. He didn't uh, even look at me, Heather. Don't worry about it. Uh, okay. So anyway, so I just kind of, we grew up together. We raced dirt bikes and we have, you know, like all buddies, we have tons of stories and, and honestly, like, yeah, some people were like, that's the stupidest thing ever, but this guy appreciate his call. It's very nice. Uh, I thought it'd be funny just share some of the stories. And I raced, uh, you know, I mean, I broke my pelvis at this um, arena cross, and it was a Friday night, and they still had the race Saturday. And I was in so much pain, and he just had to wheel me around in an office chair because I didn't have health insurance. And like, I fell off, I fell, fell off this thing. And then they told me I should take a bath, and it locked up with me in the bath. I couldn't move my feet, oh. my legs. So they got my buddy's girlfriend to help me out. I put like a face cloth over my bits. You junk. And then she had to help me out of the bath. And uh, I broke an arm at a, at a fair race. And uh, he – oh, and then I raced for my brother against Rollerball and Jim Hawley when my brother sucked one night. My dad made me race. And then he has some great stories about dis- getting disqualified. Anyways, just your typical growing Yeah, no need up. to relive the whole podcast right. tonight. And so I did it with my buddy Kurt, and I put it on iTunes and whatever, and some people liked it, and I thought it was cool, and I wanted to appreciate that this guy calling in. Awesome. said he was skeptical, but – I get a, in the Dirt Rider mailbag, I get tons of emails about why Canada doesn't have any riders in Supercross. Canada? Yeah. Um, that's a whole, I can go on for half uh, an hour about that. I, I just sit like. there and laugh. I just yeah. go, oh, shit. All right. Hey, Steve, I have a question. Um, I'd like you to discuss this on the Pulp MX show if you could. As far as the programs that get printed up for the Supercross season, uh, Anaheim's coming up in a couple of weeks, and with the news of Stewart being banned, could you find out if they were holding off printing those, waiting to see if James should have been included in the programs? Or were they already printed up and James is, in fact, included in the program? And now they're going to have to uh, maybe explain to people why he is not competing. I was just curious how they handled that situation, if they went to print or if they were holding, waiting for the uh, news release on his penalty. Thanks, man. Keep up the good work. I love the show. Bye. I mean, Racer X does the programs, uh, and I'm pretty sure they're printed with him in it. I mean, I, I I don't know if James is in it or not, but I know every year they're printed really late because team photo shoots yeah, don't happen. Yeah. Um, but they're not printed this late, I don't think. Yeah, it, like uh, I've got I've given him photos on December 12th for a one program that was. Yeah, but we're, this is December 22nd. Yeah, and James's well, penalty was on the 16th or 17th. It'll or be okay. I think he's going to be in there probably. Still. I think he'll be in there too. But I I should actually ask somebody at Racer X. I know we. I used to do stuff for the program, yeah. and and I don't I didn't get assigned anything the, this year. But the late deadline, the, like they usually have yeah. a pretty late deadline. Yeah, no, I know. And especially with how the weather was early in December still. in Southern California. I bet you he's in there. Yeah, and a lot of so. postponed photo shoots too. Yeah. Hey, Mathis, this is Joseph. It's Tuesday. I'm just listening to your uh, Stu Emergency podcast. I have a question. I didn't listen to the Pulp Show last night, so maybe you already answered it. But uh, what would happen if the if Feld just said Stewart's allowed to race, and he lined up any race, and they gave him points? Um, I read that uh, WADA would be able to uh, petition the sports something commissioner or whatever, but why should Feld even care? Why can't I'll just sidestep Wada. I know it would undermine a whole lot of everything, but in the event that happens, could Bell just say, you know what, Wada, take your money we paid you, go the F away, Stewart's racing. What would happen? 
Uh, could they get it? Could they get a court to hold an injunction on it? Uh, that's that's what I've been wondering all along. Hope you could answer that on the air. Uh, monster. I mean, I I would guess they could do it. The rule book is. A, I mean, is a FIM rule book and yeah, like, but. Could you imagine the no. lawsuit that would come out of that? I don't like, know if there would be a lawsuit or not. Oh, I mean, FIM would be ra- all over it. You think they would sue them? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I was going to say, like, you could hold the race and have James Stewart on the line, but holy shit, would stuff go, well, go nuts. It, it's There's no way that Feld would ever do like the, it. It puts them in too, too big of a position to be sued by FIM. Yeah. They lose their sanction. What about other riders, too? They'd be like, huh? Well, and that's the other thing. Like the sanctity of the sport is in play here. Yeah. If somebody's suspended, are they suspended? Or are they not? Yeah. Like, it's right. not like there's guys out there with overboards and stuff. Uh, God forbid if that happens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, uh, Sinjin, you got the last call of the night oh. on the Pulp Mech Show. What's going on, guys? Long you time know, no talk. Do you know Sinjin Monster? No. Big Jimmy Albertson fan. All right. Yeah. Huge. Good on you. Okay. I don't know who Monster is. I just started listening to uh, Monster show. Tom. Oh, Monster Tom. He does Cowie PR. Oh, okay. If you right, listen um, back to the show, he has a lot of pro Kawasaki feelings tonight. A lot of pro Kawasaki. Okay. Um, well, since I haven't been able to talk for a while, like, man, I'm I'm really upset with Crossland Racing. Like, I'm going to fuck them up this year. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I'm not a fan. I mean, why? I mean, why? Just, What's the big deal? They listen, didn't. Look, Jimmy. No, listen, listen, Arma's a great company and everything, but, like, Jimmy started Crossland. They couldn't even give him two years? What douchebags. Jimmy, going down. yeah, I mean, Jimmy helped them get on their feet and everything else. But he did everything. He's the man. But okay, yeah. I mean, yeah, I so, don't know, man. I think yeah, yeah, like, try. I mean, listen, you hate Tommy Hahn. I hate. We could team together and we could take that team out. I don't hate Me Tommy Hahn. I wish nothing but the best for Tommy Hahn in his 14th comeback. Good luck. Okay, Tommy. yeah, you wish nothing but the best, but you think he's a douche, which uh, totally, totally agreeable. I mean, what? The shit he said, he's a douche. How could but, how could Will Hahn and Tommy Hahn be that much different? I agree. I agree. It's Will weird. Hahn's super nice. Tommy Hahn kind of seems douchey, but whatever. Right. And important fact is, we need to take that team down. No, I'm not really for violence and taking teams down, Sinjin. Like, we'll just we'll tinker Our with motors, have them blow up on the face of triples. We'll do things like that. <sighs> now, listen, Jimmy got good support from Yamaha this year. No, he's... listen, that's not what I'm saying. That's awesome. Okay. That, Arma's awesome. Yamaha's awesome. I all love them, but they, we need to take down the pieces of shit that screwed us. Okay, well, <laughs> so, I, I don't think, I don't feel like Crossland guys are pieces of shit who screwed Jimmy. Something well, happened. I, I do, and, and if right. there's no Chipotle, I'm blaming Crossland, too. There probably won't be Chipotle. Yeah, that's a good point. Georgia made that happen. Georgia made that Chipotle happen. It's going to be cold See, everything happen while Chris Crossland was sitting jerking off, Listen, doing nothing. Guy Cooper, is the, <laughs> Guy Cooper is the manager, and I like Coop. I like airtime. Yeah, well, you know what? Fuck Guy Cooper. I don't care about him either. He's an old walker. <laughs> and, I like, and I like Freddie Norris on that team, and Freddie Norris cool. Yeah. Yeah, but he took I, – I want to say he's cool, but fuck him. He took Jimmy's spot. Right. Sinjin, if only he'd have, like, you know, harder opinions on stuff. I know. Okay, all right. Well, I'll see you guys at day one, and, right. and you'll see me over in the Crossland tent fucking things up. All right, Sanjay. We'll see you. All right, just love you. Very awesome. angry. <laughs> I, I mean, hey, you know what? You got your favorite rider. You got your favorite riders, right? Fuck. I mean, hey, what are you going to do? That was probably the best call he's ever had. <laughs> that, that was no, bad. no, no. The subway calls there's been some. Better, yeah, there's yeah. been some pretty good ones. Uh, that's it, man. Thanks very much for listening. We appreciate it. Merry Christmas to everybody, by the way. We won't see you till next week on the show when Devin Gibbs uh, – 
struggles to uh, keep himself coherent next week. The holidays are rough, too, I bet. Well, no, I mean for our co-host next week. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Let me know how she smells when you're in here. Yeah. Burberry, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Burberry. Come He's going to be soaked in Burberry. It's going to be like, be what is that in smell? Uh, uh, we're looking forward to that. But uh, thanks you, thank you for everybody that's uh, listened to the show. Like I said, have a great Christmas uh, and uh, and a happy new year and all that. Although we'll be back before then. We're doing a best of the Pulp Mech show year in review. Swiss Core is making that up. I think it's uh, about four hours long. So he's cut all these clips. We'll have that coming up uh, on the app and everything else. Uh, Chris Kiefer. Yeah, it's my last show. Sorry, guys. I'm never coming back. Yeah, <laughs> you're done. This is your last show. We appreciate it. Uh, and Pookie has something to say. F you, dude. All right. And uh, Monster Tom, you said you were coming for an hour. How'd that then you out? said maybe an hour and a half, and you stuck in the whole time. Look at it this way. Less booze and less gambling. That's right. Yeah, so I'm, yeah. I'm poorer for being here tonight. Oh, because you would have won again. Oh yeah, for did sure. you have fun? I, I was I great. Had a blast. Yeah, no, good. A Thanks. Good, I hope, well, maybe you can make it again sometime. That'd be awesome. It, we'll write it off as a PR trip. PR business right, expense. PR. Though. Come up with AC. Yeah, there you go. There we go. Uh, hope you had a good time though. Uh, Monster Tom McGovern, uh, Cowie PR guy. Heather, sorry, but the Broncos. Thanks for hanging in there tonight. Uh, thanks to our sponsors: BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, Vortex Racing, Infab Jeep and Truck Parts, Works Connection, Cherbies. FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Mafia Moto Crew, Guts Racing, all on board with us. Devin, thanks very much, man. I appreciate it. Always a pleasure. Uh, we will see everybody next week here on the on the Pulp Mech Show, live from Las Vegas, not far from the Lions Den. Thanks Merry- to uh, Tickle, Lieb, Brooks. Merry Christmas, Sinjin. everybody. Yeah, have a good one. Keeper's never coming back, so if you guys have anything to say, kill it. Twitter him. Tweet him. Yep. Uh, thanks, everybody. See you next week. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff. And I was totally nude. And it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Concho. But I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.